All right. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Right. Might be a little loud. So. It's crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. Hey, life's a risk, carnal. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? I do a great impression of a hot dog. Billy likes to drink soda. So am I to understand that you men completed your training on your own? That's the fact, Jack! Come on, seriously, who is that? I only came here to do two things, man. Kick some ass and drink some beer. Looks <laughs> like we're almost out of beer. What's up, watchers? What's going on? This is Lucky, the dork dad, and this is Now Watch This. And with me, as always, on this show, is Mister Little Joe. What are we? What are we calling you? I don't. I don't know. Uh, I need a wrestling name. Joe so. Joe. Uh, Smoking like, Joe. Maybe we do it as Joe Joe. Like I said, we'll get more followers because ah, bro, because Conan always says on his podcast he calls like he calls like the whack people Joe Joe. Oh, okay, okay. He's like, ah, that's all Joe Joe. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Coco. <laughs> <laughs> so you might hear a, a third voice with us today. Today we have the honor, the privilege to have a uh, a veteran now, I guess, <laughs> of, of podcasting from just another Friday night. We have. C.M. Chuck in the house. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Standing ovation. Uh, what an intro look. Damn, man. I feel like uh, <laughs> I didn't deserve all that, man. I'm a, I'm playing. I'm have, it's an honor to be here. I feel like I'm, I think I'm getting the distinction, the pleasure of being the first guest, right? The yeah. first guest. First guest in okay. the Dork Dad studio here. That is what my agent told me that he is it's contractually <laughs> obligated. I am the first guest. So if I'm not taking the cherry here, then I'm it's, out, guys. No, well, it's like I said, we're recording it. And, you know, depending on how it goes, we might release it, we might not. Oh, yeah. okay. For, first of many appearances. Yeah. Let's Please. do it, man. Yes. I'm I'm pleased to be in the house, literally uh, here at the uh, at, at uh, Lux Podcast Lab, and it is an awesome place, a feast for the eyes and the senses. And uh, as soon as he steps out, I'll start playing with these toys. Just so you know, <laughs> so, uh, I got my eye on a Rocky belt here. I, I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna slowly, Oof, I slowly. Know, I don't know what Chicago Bears merch I got to get for Luck, but I will find <laughs> it and uh, we'll get it. If I got to get Walter's Sweetness Peyton's autograph card, I'll get it mm. for you. I no, want that Rocky belt. What we're going to do is we're going to pull like the old Seinfeld episode and, uh, and <laughs> the, the turkey put, and the put, wine. Yeah, put Lucky to sleep and then we can start uh, messing with this toy. <laughs> there you go. You wouldn't have the heart to open these Batman, Joe. I know you. I no, know no, you wouldn't no, have no. the heart. <laughs> but see, Lucky's a guy that he has a lot of figures that are out. Loose. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of loose figures here. I see that too. Yeah. So I guess uh, when we get our uh, TikTok going, I'll, uh, I'll show all y'all's Lucky toys. So long as I can be Mr. Freeze, you know what I mean? So I can be delivering the one-liners. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Everybody, chill. <laughs> so so Chuck is one half of the Just Another Friday Night podcast. That's right. That's right. My podcast partner, Adam and Team Adam, we call him Double A. Sends well, his love, wishes yeah. he could be here, guys. We're uh, going to have him on the show, too. Yeah. 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 He's like you guys. He's a, a dad, a dork dad, and he's a family man. And, and so uh, uh, his wife is like, you get one night a week. Yeah. <laughs> No, we're trying no. to pull this double duty shit. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to steal him, steal him over here for it. <laughs> no, she's great. She's yeah. a, she's great. She she probably wouldn't have cared or whatever, but he just you know. No, I'm sure we can get him some blondels here and uh, lure him over here. Yeah, he's like you guys. Well, we all like we all are the working man. You know what I mean? So it's like yes, sometimes sir. you're just like burned out, and then you work all day, then you do a show like what we do. We we did our show last night and Facebook Live, and I I told uh, I told Joe on the ride over. Look, I said, man. Uh, 
I think things are picking back up. I said, because people are going back out. They're vaccinated. Yep. I said, man, it's killing my numbers on Friday <laughs> night. I'm like, shit. We might have to switch back to just the sole, the sole uh, audio format and leave the uh, live shit for, for uh, maybe if we had like a Monday morning drive show or something. But I'm like, damn, I got to commend y'all for going live. I, can't, I couldn't yeah. do it, man. Um, I know a lot of people do it on YouTube and whatnot, but... Um, yeah, I, I can't. Lucky <laughs> says this, Joe, but I call bullshit because I've seen this guy's TikToks. He's eating pickles uh, and ranch the other day, and I'm like, gross, yeah. gross, gross. Yeah, like, it was but, good. But it's, good. it's constant content, man. He's, now, he's okay, putting well, it out there. You no, know? yeah. No, you're very and, consistent and on the TikTok. And funny. Uh, uh, Lucky, the, for sure. The trick is when you have some time, I just knock out like two or three of them, and I save them, and then I'll just put them out. I, I proposed this to Double A last night. I said, I said, why don't we do? Because my my sister listens and she says, she goes, man, your episodes are getting really fat. She goes, why don't you guys go back to the one hour? She goes, and if it's going to go longer, split it and do two. And I told him, I said, this would actually free us up a night, but it would it would totally cancel the live thing. You know what I mean? We yeah. I mean, we could let it run live and then just release the two halves, but then we'd have a Friday where we're not there. So like, kind of like you said, we're trying to maintain the consistency part. So. When well, you're doing the live thing, it just messes with all the logistics. And that's why yeah. I'm glad I got Joe here with me. <laughs> yeah, he, he keeps me honest, man. My show, you know, if I'm tired or whatever, I'll just I just won't do it. But Joe's like, "Hey, when are we doing the next one? What's yeah, the next yeah. one." Let's, yeah, see, that, you, there yeah. you go. Look, we talked about this when you had John. We had John our show, and you like, you're like, "Well, I'm looking for you know people that are going to be you know wanting to keep doing it or whatever." And so here you go. Here comes Martinez, and here just uh, yes, sir, getting you on the ball. Yep, you've been pumping Great. stuff out though, man. You did the. Uh, the Greg guy, um, yeah, um, yeah, and then you had I listened to your one with uh, the gal from uh, uh, Hell's Kitchen. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, that was that fun. Was that was great. a little quick one. No, yeah, yeah, but good though, really yeah. good. I mean, she had so much energy. I was like, man, yeah, she's well, yeah, he she's does it. cool. Yeah, yeah. Y'all zoomed? Did y'all zoom? Yeah, we did it on Zoom. Yeah. Um, she's yeah. super cute too. Not that I should be saying oh, that. She but. is. Yeah. If, if anybody, <laughs> if you guys haven't watched yeah, season nineteen of uh, Hell's Kitchen, we had a local chef, Mister. Mary Lou Davis, mm-hmm. um, she uh, she made it all the way to the finals, the final two. Right. So so proud to have a a San Antonian, you know, make it all that way. And y'all yeah. didn't get into it, but I after I was reading up on her, um, because the same week that you put out your episode, that somebody I follow a group in Facebook called San Antonio Restaurants. Yes. And they had put up a big write up on her, and they were saying that she goes and watch. She was, or I think it's over now, right? The show. Yes. But she was going every week to watch the show live with it with people from town at the Evil Olive. <clears throat> I thought that's pretty cool because I was like, yeah. oh, she's showing up, you know. That's why I was. Um, well, it took a long time to actually get her on the show. There was a lot of hoops I had to jump through because mm-hmm. the show was still airing. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had to get a representative from Fox. Like it had to be approved for her to. To get wow. on, the show. Be on my show, um, so I had to do all that, but I was surprised because she does do that. The show airs on Thursday, and we did record on Thursday, so that was real nice of her to uh, actually take time and, and spend some time with me. I gotta talk to you about how that all works out. Like, yeah. I'm getting real it was it was a big ordeal. It's like um, when I first heard about the show, like maybe the first episode was out. I just you know, I just messaged people on Instagram. You know, I messaged her, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm down. Let's let's do it." And it was just a matter of balancing schedules, you know. She's still working, you know, she's still a chef. She still has to make a living. And just trying to balance it out. And as the show was getting further on, you know, she was just having, um, getting more popular and getting busier. Um, She was a fan favorite on the show. And it was just harder for us to get our our schedules um, together. And I think at that point she was like, you know what, 
I have a publicist now. You need to get, um, can you get with my publicist and, you know, we'll, we'll make something happen. And, and I did that. And she was like, well, we have to get it approved by Fox and this and that. And I was like, okay, well, what do I got to do? I had to you know, submit something and it all got approved and it all worked out. So it was a nice, quick yeah. little chat with her. That's awesome, man, that you got her on there. I, I mean, um, I'd love, to, I'd love to get her on our show. The biggest yeah. guest we've had is, uh, I don't know if you guys know Lucky from the Dork Dad podcast. <laughs> Came on our show. That was pretty cool, man. Uh, I had to jump through a lot of red tape for him, too. Uh, yeah, you know, you got, you got to sync up your schedule, you know, make sure everything's right. He's got he's to gotta have a Friday night available. Dude, that's I know. That sucks, too, because we need people on Friday night, and they're like, uh, we're not really sure. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, I get it. And we wanted to have Luck in the, in the studio, and that was the plan. But, uh, man, it was like... Uh, Double A had just gone through like a scare. They had had like a family member get COVID. And then it was like, at the time it was like, like I had to get clearance with his wife too. I was like, Hey, do you want to do it this week? Or is she like, not cool? I mean, like, again, I'm making her sound like a bad person. She's really wonderful. She's a nurse, uh, happy nurses week. But, um, uh, yeah, no, he just, that scare, it was like, they realized they had had somebody in the house the week before, and then he was like, oh, I don't know, and so, like, he, I don't know, he told it on one of our shows, he's like, I lysawed the fuck out of the room, and, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, when I was going during that time, I would just greet them from afar, I would go right up the stairs, we'd go into the room, and then I, when I left, I would just exit and then leave, or whatever, you know, yeah. but now we're all vaxxed, so it's yeah. good, but uh, he, that was, when we had you on, was just right at the height of that. Yeah, and, you know, next time we'll do it at... At your studio, yeah, for sure. We're gonna get you both guys, both man, you guys on. That that was just um, just something we never experienced. You know, you guys go live there, and you know we were trying to do it online and, and live. live and, yeah, uh, you know we had some technical issues, but hey, we got through it. Yeah, yeah, it was all good, man. It's still very, very fun. Great, great time uh, <laughs> talking always with with uh, with good old luck here. And then I loved being on your show too, and you had us on on, on the on the Dork Dad. That was yep. fucking fun, man. So yes, sir. And that was one of the things about being with Lucky. It's like you know, uh, he's gone there and he he's brought good guests, guests yeah, yeah. that 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 are, that are known, and mm-hmm. you know he's taking those steps and 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 getting everything set up. So man, I, I feel like I lucked out. You know, getting with Lucky. <laughs> literally, literally, man. I got Lucky. It's not just a name. It's not just a name, guys. Uh, scheduling is the biggest challenge. Just kidding. <laughs> everybody's uh free time but, uh. no and and i've been wanting to to get on for so long i think i have like a lot of stuff that i want to try and get out yeah that's why i talk so fucking much so you're a content the content much oh i know believe me i'm too on, on my end i'm the uh diarrhea of the mouth <laughs> <laughs> constipation uh, of the it, brain it, as a <laughs> it, well it's because y'all are live too and i i, I can feel it like you don't want to have pressure. that that low i hate even when we know? toast we toast a lot on our show because we're always yeah. fucking drinking and mm-hmm. it's like i hate when we toast because i'm like no no one's talking and I, in my mind i'm like how long is this sip gonna be i'm taking a sip like <laughs> okay and then now, now back to you guys in the studio you know <laughs> <laughs> so uh joe chuck anything uh Go on this week, and how was your how was your guys week? Anything crazy going on? Um, for me, yeah, I had I had I have a cool story. It's a cool collective collecting story. So, um, I don't want to talk about work because work was just work. I think yeah, that's kind work, of the same for everybody. Work, work is work. But um, so and you guys brought this up on your last episode and you talked about video games and uh, Joe uh, very casually shit on Fortnite. Uh, it was not cool. Joe did not appreciate that. I'll be writing a letter, a, a, a firm uh, Twitter message to it, it your account. It was just Joe. It was, you know. <laughs> Lucky didn't say that much. Uh, my youngest is still into Fortnite. See, there we go. There we go. Just need and one, the, right? What are they? The V-Bucks? He's the V-Bucks. Yeah. My money. It's 
expensive fucking game. Yeah, man. So uh, For anyway, free game it's expensive. What well, you know who does love uh, Fortnite? Uh, y'all's boy Batman, because he's been hanging out there for a while. So they've got like three versions of Batman you can get on uh, on a on Fortnite. So anyway, they just did this crossover, right? Fortnite Batman Zero Point comic uh, books. Comic. So now it's like in in our world, right? Like, oh, now you're doing a comic book too, right? And the thing is, you buy the comic book, it comes with a code, and you get something free in the game. So you I'm get a free oh. skin. They're tying it all together, right? I have a, now I can get my nephew into collecting comic books. I'm like, it's, it's right there, it's yes. right there. I got to grab this brass <laughs> ring. So I go to my comic shop that I go to. I'm not going to name names because I don't know what happened. This probably wasn't their fault. I actually go to two comic shops. One of them, I went in, and they were only letting you get one book, right? So I already had it in my sub box. I was like, okay, I went and got my one book. I get it. There's only one allowed because there's like 500 million people that play Fortnite, right? So they can't be letting you nab up all the copies. Yeah. Because then assholes go and sell them online for more. I don't like that. Anyway, um, so I have two being held at two different stores, right? So I can get one for me, one for my nephew, so we can get the free item. So I go to my other store. I mean, get ready to get my copy. And the guy's like, we don't have them. I'm like, you sold out? He's like, yeah. But I was like, okay, it's fine. They're all sold out. I said, but you have one in my sub box, right? He goes, no, the guy never ordered them. So they didn't come in at all. The, oh. the store didn't get them. Now I'm freaking out, right? So I'm like, okay, so are you going to get them? And he's like, I don't know. I said, can you put it on for me when you do get them? He goes, the way our system works is I can't add it to your sub box if it's not hasn't already been ordered. It won't let me add a book that hasn't been right. ordered for the store. Yeah. So now I'm like panicking, right? Like I'm like, I'm in that collector mode of like, now I'm on the hunt. So I call all my all my regulars. Call Mario Delgado. I call uh, Javi over at uh, Atomic. Um, nothing. Everyone's saying the same thing. Sold out. I'm like, oh, I'm hitting that fucking wall that I haven't hit in a long time. Where something I can't find it. So I, well, I can't believe, and it, maybe it's good that it did sell out. Like I, I can't believe it. It sold that hard here. Yeah, Arizona. dude. I, again, me too. There's three different covers, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I got the one, and I was like, all right, I'm, I don't care. I just want one of the other ones. So, and I would have probably settled to get the damn code for the same cover. So I start going to the groups. Now I'm in the groups. A lot of the ones Lucky invited me to. Uh, ended up landing in Invincible Comics. Put up a post and said, hey, looking for this, blah blah. Uh, Chris uh, hits me up. Chris Rizzo and it's like, hey man, uh, tags another guy, uh, Rob. He's like, this guy might be able to help you out. Messages me. Guy's like, yeah man, got one. Sell it to you, collector to collector, give you a great price. I mean, it was, and it was, it was because you know, the book, the book was a variant cover, so it was a little bit more. But I was like, yeah, dude. He was like, I'll ship it to you, you know, if you pay the shipping. I was like, no, I'm local, man. I'll come pick it up. Picked it up, smooth transaction, man. Shout out nice. to Chris Robin, Invincible Comics. Nice. It was like, I was like, great. So I'm still missing the one cover, you know what I mean, which kind of sucks, but doesn't matter. I was like, I was able to land it and get it. And I was like, that was like my win of the week. I was like, dude, awesome. We put the codes in. We, played last night and we got our asses kicked but we still played and it was fun so. so so what kind of batmans do they have in there so they've got the they've got like the nolan batman you can be that one then they've got one that's like kind of the gray and the the gray and black kind of classic costume yeah um that one's really cool like and then the animated series or no no no. it's more like it looks like out of the comic book like the shorter ears mm. i mean it's not like dark knight-ish but it's like you know it's just like a kind of like a, it's just that's like typical, a, a basic batman yeah. yeah so that one looks more like a like a comic book batman and then the, of course like i said the nolan one and then this new one is it ties directly into the story that's going on where he's kind of like in a sense fallen into the Fortnite world and he's um subjected to the things that happen when you're in the Fortnite world like you can't talk and you're you have memory loss all the time so uh his costume looks really neat because it's kind of like piecemealed together like of things he's found and i don't know if you guys watch memento Have you guys see memento 
Christopher Nolan's one, Matsu? Uh, I don't think It so. was like his first big one, but the really cool thing about it is that the guy has like short-term memory loss, so uh, he has to kind of like, every time he wakes up, it's like he doesn't know what's happening. So he's literally tattooing his body with everything, like like watch out for this person. Don't trust so and so. He's doing wow. all, yeah. It's a and, oh, and by the way, the movie plays backwards. So when oh, you, with uh, Al Pacino? No, not Al Pacino. Uh, I think I know what you're thinking of Insomnia, maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe no, maybe. this one, the main guy is um, oh, damn it, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Robin Williams? No, 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 no. Um, guy, is there a guy? A guy named Guy, guy? Ritchie? No, that's a director, Guy. Pierce? Pierce? I think it's Guy Pierce. I don't know. Anyway, you, you guys saw this guy's it's face. You'd know, you know who I was talking about. It's a Nolan movie, like his first one that was big. And uh, am I too close to the mic? Looking no, you're good. Okay. You're good. Um, but uh, anyway, it's a really cool movie. And that's kind of what Batman's going through. He's like, he's literally like tagging up the bat symbol on things that, so he can remember when he comes back. You know what I mean? Like, because in Fortnite, when you know you die you know you respawn later when you play again or whatever so uh it's kind of cool uh they also have harley quinn is in there joker's in there he's got three really cool costumes uh harley's got two costumes one's from birds of prey uh poison ivy's in there she looks super smoking hot in the green skin and in the in her regular skin <laughs> um they just added uh raven is in there flash is in there that like the show wow. flash Sweet. so that you can wear all these skins it doesn't give you any of their powers but it's just fun to you know look like somebody cool you know to play with so uh, that was my collecting like, triumph of the week. <laughs> I can't, I can't oh, keep up with all these new comics. <laughs> like, I mean, there's a new Harley Quinn series, there's a new Joker series. I just the new Batman, mm-hmm. uh, the Black Batman. On he's black now. Yeah, I saw, yeah, that. I saw that. Uh, which is really cool. Uh, I'm digging that a lot. But I just, I just can't keep up with everything. Are you guys reading the Punchline? Who's Punchline? What is her story? I, I don't, I don't know the story, but he, that's kind of. Joker's new girl, I guess. Oh, he's got a new, oh. new chick, huh? Ooh. Well, yeah, Harley's got to go do her own thing, so. Well, she's, like, out now, right, with her and Ivy, or it's, like, a it's like a known thing? That, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's cool. I dig that. I, I dig all that stuff. You got to hit, hit all the points, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Joker was, I guess, you know, just sleeping with random chicks for the longest time, and now he's, like, you know, he's a real oh, relationship wait. guy. Look at the Joker, man. That, <laughs> that guy is faithful as they come. Come on. <laughs> what What about you, Joe? How How'd your week go? Well, yeah, you know, like everyone, work is work, and and it is what it is. But I, I've been I've been killing it there. Um, uh, did some dad, baseball, dad and, stuff. Yeah, dad stuff. Baseball, softball, baseball, softball. Um, you know, everything's ramping up and at, at the same time ramping down. Uh, son had his last game of the baseball season yesterday, which, you know, it's tough uh, loss in the playoffs to Churchill. But, you know, the fact that we made it there and, and, and everything like that, you know. Is, is that it? It was just like a one and done? It was a, Yeah, it was a one and done. They had a one-game playoff. And, you know, uh, I think I told you last time, we have, the, we have a good pitcher. And when he's pitching, like, we can really beat anybody. And, we should have won last night, but you know we didn't, and it is what it is. So, uh, start getting ready for spring season, uh, spring football. Nice uh, at the school, and and you know I've been getting good feedback from him and his coaches and everybody around. So, uh, it's one season rolls into the next season, rolls into the next season. And it's been like that for the last like fifteen years. Keep bro, them busy. So, yeah. Keep yeah. them busy, man. Yeah. Well, you're getting to the end with the one, man. So enjoy yeah. it. You know, I think that's cool. Uh, I support yeah. Joe's kids because they go to my alma mater. So go Hornets <laughs> on yeah. that. So that's cool, man. But, How about but, you? Uh, oh, go ahead. Well, no, no. Yeah, the good part uh, or one of the great parts of the week uh, was 
getting the feedback from Wednesday show. Um, you know, um, watch it Wednesdays. That's that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah, we're, start, we're gonna drop Wednesdays. We're gonna drop on Wednesdays. Very cool. Okay, I dig that. And uh, getting feedback about the show from from everybody, man. It's it's been it's been pretty good. And then you know, random people telling me, yeah, you know, we listened, and we thought this and this and this, and people that I didn't expect to listen uh, were listening, and you know, gave me good feedback. So it was awesome, man. Like you know. Yep. You guys had me laughing, man. You guys had me laughing about Joe shitting on that that lead guy. But why is it just me shitting? Like Lucky no. shit too. <laughs> no, uh, I was I was upset that I wasn't shitting on him with you because he sucked. But you know what? You know what was cool is when Lucky you gave the description about him and how his the wraps on the hands and it was meant to he doesn't have defense so he's absorbing the power almost like Bishop in X Men where it's like I was like. I was like, did Lucky just make this guy cool? I was like, did they? I was like, where the, did you read that somewhere? Because they didn't explain that at all in the movie. And I would, thought I was the only one with the mom thing. I was I like, am I the only yeah. one with the fucking mom? Yeah, I, I didn't pick up on it. Uh, I did get it from someone else that noticed it, um, where it resembled the raps. And, you know, you go back to where that guy was like, you know, you have no defense. You just just take it all in. and It's it's good for as, shadowing. And they're, they're saying it as he was wrapping his hands. Uh-huh. The beginning, so it's like, yeah. They did a very poor job of explaining that. When you explained it, I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of a cool power. I was like, you know, but they they did a poor job. We got, but there was some foreshadowing with his powers, but yet, like we're saying, those Okana powers, they had to be drawn out of them, but yet Sonya got hers in in an instant. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then, Joe, I was screaming in my my headphones listening because y'all are fantasy casting, and I'm like, Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey. Why wouldn't you make Ronda Rousey Sonya Blade? Like, no, but so we, we were fantasy casting for the next movie for the sequel. So Ronda and Rousey, still, I'm still on Ronda <laughs> Rousey. Got Sonya Blade though already. I don't know what they replaced. You that said girl. that that girl sucked. She said she, she did. Had, she had no muscles. She, Maybe well, that too. I mean, depending what they do with uh, the Mandalorian, if they decide to recast Cara Dune, oh, you know, just dye her hair. Dude, you're hitting some spots there, man. People are gonna be. Pissed. I kind of like that. I kind of like. I kind of like. Uh, I have a feeling Karana, they're gonna kill her. That's some sensitive. I have a feeling they're gonna kill her off or something, though. Uh, nah, I, I think she's just gonna go they're away. Not even mention her. Right? Hey, yeah. you know what? They forgave Hulk Hogan. Can we forgive Cara Dune? Can we forgive Gina Carano? Bro, like, you don't watch wrestling anymore. You can't say that. You didn't watch WrestleMania. <laughs> right. That motherfucker got booed out the damn stadium. Let me tell you something, Joe. I've met Hulk Hogan. <sighs> All right, shake his hand. Right, well, now, when you stand beside the immortal, Listen, brother. Hogan, exactly, <laughs> exactly, and and now he's here. That Hulk, so you're here. Let, me, let me tell you, Chuck. It's like when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I am that, a real American. Yes. Yeah, really. <laughs> Look, how was your week, man? How did it go? My week again. You're on nights. You're kicking ass, taking names. No, I'm actually on days this week. Okay, uh, cool. You're like that's why you're here, and I'm not asleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, on an early Saturday afternoon. Um. You know, just work is work again, and uh, just dad stuff. I had a lot of dad stuff this week. My son, who's graduating this year, uh, had his yeah. final concert. Oh, man. So it was a little emotional. Yeah, that sounds um, emotional. Did that. Also, my daughter's uh, dances for the school. She's on the school dance team, and they had their big um, spring show, I guess. They do, like, a big show. This is our first time doing that because she's a freshman. But uh, the day before, which was Thursday, uh, I didn't know they did it, but they have, like, the dads go out and they, like, do a little barbecue, a little cookout, and they cook for the for the girls, you know, the day before the big dance. So mm-hmm. 
And then yesterday was a dance, and it was it was a good time, you know. Um, this was our first time experiencing that. I've, I've been to all of her dance competitions, so that's what I'm used to. But this was more of like a production, more of a show. It was, it was pretty neat. So cool. Did, did you go and cook or no? I was there assisting. Yeah. <laughs> there's, um, there's a lot of senior girls that are graduating this year. Like 15 of the dancers are seniors. Uh, so it was mostly the, the senior dads that were doing the cooking. But I was there helping out, handing out food. So One of the ways time. I got uh, Chuck to come with us or to come on with us is he asked if you were going to cook for us. Uh, apparently you have this uh, big, what, what did the you black call stone. The black stone. I always send lucky TikToks and I see guys cooking. On, I get nothing but t- cooking TikToks on my on my TikTok because <laughs> I love looking at food being cooked that I'm not eating. I want to I wanna try that. I seen that guy on TikTok making um, fried, fried rice. rice. Yeah. Yes, I was like, dude, oh, I want to do that. Did, you, I, did I send to the one the lady's cooking breakfast? She's like doing so. sausage and pancakes and everything all at once. She's got this cool like pancake dropper and she's dropping the pancakes and it's like this big breakfast all over the black. And I'm like, I'll send this to Lucky. Maybe he'll invite <laughs> me over for, for that. And I was gonna make some uh, ceviche, but uh, I just it's, didn't get around to it's it. It's never too late, Lucky. Like, <laughs> like we got. I was gonna make some uh, going to my mom's house. No Mother's Day tomorrow. Yeah, so. man. Happy uh, Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there listening to the Dork Dad, and we gotta say Happy Mother's Day to the Dork Moms. Yeah, so yeah. that's there, cool. there's there's plenty out there. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking about what Lucky said about the barbecue and the dance competition. I would have just imagined girls are worried about fitting into the costumes that they have up like a barbecue the day before. Is like, <laughs> oh, let me tell you, you know? they were challenged. Okay, like, <laughs> some coming down for a second, just like okay. Yeah. Hey, they're young, man. That metabolism yeah. is yeah. just going. Oh, yeah. right? <laughs> They're dancing. They're gonna burn it off. Yeah, very cool, man. I, I love hearing when you guys talk about like dad stuff. Like that's that's so awesome to me. You know. Yeah, um, that's one of the things that we wanted to get into because deep down inside, it's like, you know, whether you're a dork or not, you know, a, a lot of us that are dads or or parents, you know, uh, yeah. you know, we have that kind of input, and you don't hear that talked about a lot. Like I listen to a lot of podcasts, and mm-hmm. I'm sure there are parenting podcasts, but you know. Some of the podcasts that are about like some of the stuff that we talk about now, like about movies or about shows or whatever like that, they don't venture into those areas. So, you know. Yeah. I don't think I listen to as many as you, uh, Joe, but I know that I listen to quite a few and I kind of feel like sometimes that aspect is missing. And when it kind of comes out, like the host or the host and the guests get a little bit personal, I feel like, oh, I'm getting to know this person a little bit better. Like I'm understanding something about them. And so that's a really cool element of you guys show from... Uh, especially the Field of Dreams episode and then now the and, Mortal Kombat one. And I think I like that about podcasting. I mean, you know, you've talked about it as well. It's, you know, it's kind of a release, a stress reliever, mm-hmm. get things yeah. out. There's some shows out there where it's people are pretty much putting on an act. They're they're doing a character. Yeah. Um, but I like to keep it real. You know, this, you know, what you see is what you get or what you hear is what you get. You yeah, know? for this, sure. This is us. If you want to see my character every Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, just another Friday night, YouTube.com. <laughs> Yeah, man, good stuff. Good so stuff. So, what are what are we getting into today? Well, the reason I even think an, an we're hour, here an hour later. But. Yeah, <laughs> the reason I even think we're here, and and not just you know us being here because I'm sure uh, y'all would have been here without. But um, my whole reason for liking podcasts, getting into podcasts, everything like this was with the director that we're going to talk about today, uh, and that's uh, the great Kevin Smith. Right on, man. Yeah. Right on. I thought you were going to say your whole reason for living, Joe. Was, was, I was like, wow. No, I, I've got a lot of credit. I didn't I'm, know he was your dad. 
I got three or four at home that are my reason. But, <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah. Well, I thought you could say you had three or four dads. No, 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 no. They're like, Maybe. be careful what you say next, Joe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got to talk to my mom. <laughs> but you know, uh, back in the day, and and uh, again, to show you how old we are. Um, you know, it's you listen to talk radio if you didn't want to listen to any kind of music, anything like that. Right. And then I heard, you know, well, you know, Kevin Smith does this show where he talks about Batman. And, of course, being a Batman fan, I got to get on and listen. And Your pointy ears perked up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I got that bat radar <laughs> going. And and I started listening to uh, what was called Fat Man on Batman back then. Mm-hmm. Then it got me into his uh, Smodcast show. Now, um, the movie that we're going to talk about, I was always a fan of that, but... The podcast made me even such a deeper fan of, of Kevin Smith. Yeah. And, and it's stuff like he was at the infancy of uh, fucking podcasting, you know? Yeah, he sure was. Yeah. This was 2008, 2009, maybe even before that when it was like him and Adam Carolla out there. You know, Joe Rogan wasn't even doing his thing. Right. Yeah, um, right. yeah. um, you know, doing his show and listening to his show made me want to do this eventually and and you know you know it only took me what 20 years or <laughs> <laughs> hey man you know what's cool later. too is we kind of do a little thing at the end of our show you know where i kind of give the little outro uh i really kind of get that from him and he's one of you know besides mario and and you know the us having that fateful day going out there me and double a to see him and then having that breakfast where we had the conversation about doing the show um i'd always been a fan too of i was listening to uh fat man on batman and then i started to get into you know what became fat man beyond when kev lost all that weight and mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, he would have these really personal moments and it was so funny because what i really bonded with him on is he would talk about i'm watching this and then i, I just start bawling and i was like i cried in that same part like yeah. i'm like we, we, me and this guy cry at the same time i've literally tweeted him like you're my spirit animal dude i tell my girlfriend all the time and he's like a couple of my tweets uh which is cool but i mean i've, I've always loved his movies but i just didn't know he was like that type yeah. of sensitive guy um, although no, he uh, you know. retweeted me, not to not to one up there. But oh, yeah, oh you know, wow, no, he wow. did retweet me one Excuse time. Excuse me. Excuse um, me. Man, yeah, here we go. I don't know, but I'm the first ever guest on the Now Watch This podcast. Oh, so that is true. I, I would take it a little easy. That there, is Joe. true. I'm sorry. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, definitely um, is a guy that uh, I look up to. I would say, you know, a podcast hero for sure. Yes. Um, because, uh, you know, He's been at it so long, like uh, Joe said, one of the innovators. And then, uh, of course, just being a huge fan of his movies from the first one, the one we're going to talk about, uh, up through now. I had a late night viewing of uh, Jane Silent Bob Reboot. I ordered it on Prime. Me and my sister yeah. were sitting up late. It was just me and her. Uh, we've always loved his stuff. And I said, hey, we, we want to order it. I've been wanting to check it out. Oh, no, I didn't have to order it because it was free, no, it's it was free, free on, on Prime. Prime. Yeah, it was free on Prime. She goes, yeah, let's check it out. We stayed up the whole time. It was a weeknight. I had to go to work the next day. We stayed up. It finished at about maybe like 2.30, 3 in the morning. And we just like laughed the whole time. We thought it was so funny. Great cameos. Everything. I was like, man, this one is like kind of slept on. Like, you know, it's Am I wrong or did you go see Reboot? Uh, no, I went to, I didn't get to see it in theaters. Was that Adam? Um, no, no. I think you're thinking of the time that we went and saw when they did the, uh, they replayed Jay and Silent Bob oh, okay. Strike, Back Strike Back at Draft House. And they were there. They were Kev there. and Jay yeah. were there. And Jay was sitting right behind me. Um, and my sister was like, why didn't you talk to him? And I was like, man, I didn't want to be that guy that like yeah. right in front of him. And he was with his girlfriend. He was on his phone the whole time. But he's in the back row. 
Cause they were literally they were literally at the very top row, and I was at the row right in front. But uh, was he smoking weed, drinking beers? Not in the theater, <laughs> but I got to meet him at Alamo Comic Con later, and it's cool. He signed my clerk's ten year anniversary. I was gonna bring it to show you guys, but uh, as Jerry says on uh, uh, his show, uh, visuals don't really work on the podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> it would have been cool for me to just show you guys, but yeah. So uh, man, I love the guy. I love it more, you know, because of his podcasting, but obviously his movies were at first was like, this shit is fucking hilarious. And I just couldn't get enough. I've watched, I think, almost everything. I have not, I don't think I've ever seen Jersey Girl in its entirety. No, um, no not that one. I don't think I've seen, I did not, I don't think, finish Yoga Hosers. Um, but I did watch Tusk. And I did. I know. I know. Some brave I, now watch this brave you, yeah. to come. Right now watch this. Uh, yoga hosers. <laughs> I, I I joke with Chuck all the time. Is that uh, I'm I'm gonna do a podcast with him where we just cover the movies that he hasn't watched because this this dude hasn't watched Roadhouse, bro. Roadhouse. It, it's just an hour yeah. of Joe berating me on this show. Yeah, What's yeah. going on? It's it's like you know. I told Joe I won't have a lot of input if I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> that was that was one of my original ideas. It. Um, Maybe we were gonna do it with Joe, but uh, yeah, we're gonna do um, seen it, not seen it, seen it, not seen it. Where uh, there's a lot of movies I haven't seen, and uh, I just oh. thought it would have been a cool idea. Have me and Luck are on the same boat. Luck don't know he's he's kind of <laughs> stuck with me now, yeah. and, uh, and we're gonna do this. I'm show. good. I'm good. If I haven't seen it, I'll watch it that week, it, and we'll talk about it. No, I told him we're gonna do seen it, not seen it, heard it, not heard it, read it, not read it. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was cool on the on the on y'all's uh, Field of Dreams episode is that. It seemed like Lucky had seen a lot of the more comedic ones, yeah. you know, which sometimes dramatic movies aren't somebody's speed. Mm. It's like that. They just don't, I like a lot of dramas or whatever. And my girlfriend likes a lot of horror movies. Yeah. For her, it's like horror all the time. Horror. 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 Yeah, horror. He, he wasn't horror. talking about horror porn movies. No, that definitely wasn't. Uh, <laughs> That's another she, show. she may enjoy that. She doesn't let me know. If so, I mean, we could be watching together probably. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but but she, she'll want to watch, you know, Shudder like all the time. And like the other day she puts on something and it was fucking terrible guys i was like you know what i'm not gonna watch something just because it falls in the genre like it needs to be and i'll be like hey baby you want to watch moonlight you know like mahershal ali won an oscar and she's like no that seems like it's slow and boring and i'm like well it's a drama you know yeah. what i mean i'm like it's not not everything is gonna be you know fucking uh friday the 13th i guess you know so it's it's it could be a challenge it could be a challenge but it seemed like you know joe i know you'd mentioned 42 and uh, some of the more uh, dramatic uh, baseball movies and, and Luck's had, se- had seen a lot. I'd seen a lot of the ones you'd seen, Luck. But right. I, ha- I hadn't seen some of the ones Joe yeah. mentioned. I own 42 because I went and picked up a copy because of, of Chadwick and stuff. But um, I call him Chadwick because we know each other. No, right? yeah, your buddy. Yeah. <laughs> My buddy. Chad. Uh, King T'Challa there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I picked up a copy because I want to watch it, you know. So, And I'd rather go buy like a, a version of it, a, a Blu-ray, than just order it on Prime for three bucks. Right. Well, I think, too, is like so many times in, in, in a lot of these uh, podcasts uh, or like movie podcasts, they, they, they cover a certain genre. They they cover uh, only comedies or stuff like that. And, that. and I talk to Luck like, you know, I wanted to be able to go everywhere. And, and there's a lot of we got a lot of different interests and stuff like that. So I want to be able to cover everything. But I think Kevin Smith, we may have to do multiple episodes on. But uh, yeah. yeah, Luck, what's your what's your history with Kevin? Oh, Kevin. Kev. I know. My, Kev. My oh, buddy Kev. Kev. Oh, Aaron. Kev. Yeah, what's Kev now? Lots of name dropping going on tonight. <laughs> so, I didn't really get... I do listen to Fat Man on Batman, or Fat Man Beyond now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't listened to any of the other podcasts like you, but um, I've been a Kevin Smith man. Kevin Smith man. Yeah. Fan, 
for a yeah for a while. That's a different um, podcast. <laughs> uh, I would say I I got introduced to it though maybe a little late. I, like I wasn't hip on Clerks when it first came out. I uh, I contribute uh, my love for Kevin Smith to an old coworker. Um, his name was Michael Michael Wetterstrand. Um, this is one movie I consider a stoner movie, uh, <laughs> if you will. And let's let's just say Mike was uh, hip on the on the herbal refreshments. Yeah. So he uh, he introduced me to this movie along with another some other movies like uh, Dazed and Confused. That's obviously a, a stoner movie. Yeah. Um, but this was the one. I as soon as I saw it, you know, I fell in love with it and just did that. That was it for me, you know. Uh, I'm just amazed how, you know, Kevin Smith, this movie, I think I have it written down, it only cost $27,000 to make. Yes. Mm-hmm. At the time. And you can tell, I mean, it's a low budget movie, but just everything that came after it, I mean, it, it led to so many things. It's Yeah. And, it's, and, and it still leads to things today. It's like, mm-hmm. he's still uh Talked back to it, you know, even the, the cast of it, you know, all it was awesome to see all of them in the reboot movie um, at the, at the signing. But, uh, at, you know, we've all been to cons where we've seen uh, the cast of Clerks there or, you know, right. even the comic book men, you yeah. know, uh, coming from that. So it, it, it's all great to see. And, and, and I, again, I, I have all this background with this movie or, or not with this movie, but with Kevin Smith because of the uh, shows that I listen to, uh, the completest in me, I can't listen to a podcast and then like it and then not go and try and watch or listen to every podcast. You know, (laughs) I did it when I first met you guys or not even when I first met you guys, when I first started listening to your show, um, I started talking to you about it and I said, um, and, you know, then I'm texting you about shows you did five months ago. Like, oh, this shit was funny or, or this shit was that. Same yeah. thing with Lucky. Yeah, you caught me off guard when yeah. I was on uh, Chuck's show. Mm-hmm. He was asking about, uh, like, one of my first episodes. Yeah. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. What, what happened? What did I say? Yeah, exactly. No, no. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say that, right? Lucky, it's like, Joe might be the only one in the room that celebrated both of our catalogs. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's, you know, because, you know... Uh, in working out or like not working out, no one's gonna believe that shit. But in working and, and stuff like that, it's like I can see I always it, have yeah. my, my earbuds in and, and stuff like that. And or you know, more it's more like when I'm taking my son to work out, I always have my earbuds in, so I'm always listening to shows. And man, like, um, Kevin Smith, like I said, you know, from 2010, he was the first show that I ever started listening to and going through his back catalog. And then so you pick up the story of clerks so many times in mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And the way he goes about it, and everything that happened, and and stuff like that, so I can I can get into it like like big time. But um, Clerks for me started um, as a as a video because uh, for the wife and I, the you know we were two different people, but the one thing that we could uh, bond on, and the one thing that we did a lot together was movies. We'd go to the Mission Drive-In. Um, you know, over here, um, we didn't see clerks in the drive-in, but, um, I want to say from maybe dogma on, we've seen all of his movies in the theater and that includes, uh, (laughs) Tusk. It includes yoga hosers. (laughs) And, um, 
you know, there's there's a lot of different movies. Um, but there's a movie called Red State where uh, that's um, a solid have you flick. seen? Yep. Yeah. John Goodman. Seen it. John Goodman is fantastic, in uh, that. and so is uh. The, Michael Parks. Yeah. Michael Michael Parks should have fucking won an Oscar for that damn movie. How about or, that guy getting to work with Tarantino and Kev Smith? Yeah. Like, well, you know. well, Kev pulled him from the Tarantino movies. Yeah. Know? That's really rad. And it's awesome now is that uh, Kevin's daughter was in a Tarantino movie. And she's she's a solid little actress. You know, uh, she she uh, was in Yoga Hosers and she was in Reboot. Um, but, Once Upon a Time, was she, that's where she comes out, right? Once yeah. Upon a Time in Hollywood? Uh, um and now she's in she's in a movie that's on or in a show on Hulu, um, Cruel Summer. Cruel Summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, y'all know the story of the Tusk movie? Um, yeah, it came it came spawned out of a podcast, is yeah. what I believe that they were just joking about it, is what it was, and then he's like, I want to make this, you know what I mean? <laughs> and and I, I love him I love him for that too, where he's like. I do the stuff now that is not for the studio or anybody else. I do it for me. Like, this is my creative idea that I want to make. And no one has to like it but me. And so I'm like, I respect that. You got the yeah. money to do it. Go for it. Make, yep. a, make a movie about a fucking walrus. And again, <laughs> man. It's Chuck brought up, I mean, uh, Luck brings up the good point. It's like, it was $27,000 and everything that spawned for that. But he still goes back and makes those movies for like minimal amount of money. Right. Um, he's very big on keeping the budgets low. That's yeah. a, that's like a huge thing to him. He's, he talks about that quite a few times. But it's kind of funny. Look, you mentioned it being a stoner movie. Like, do they even mention or smoke weed in Clerks at all? Well, uh, at the end, Jay and Silent Bob. They, well, yeah, they're dealers. But uh, yeah, they're they're that's right. They are dealing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of funny. I don't know that I would put it in the stoner movie category. I I guess because I feel like I tend like stoner movies center around actually smoking like you know how high half baked yeah. you know what i mean it's like friday i think friday. more i guess for me because this movie is pretty much has a thousand one-liners you yeah, know yeah. I mean? that's a great you can yeah. you can pull anything from it you and it's funny it's really funny stoners love funny movies you know but yeah. at, at the same time i i think and like what what me and luck talked about last last week or lately is it's when the movie hit for you right like kind of what maybe you were into at the time when this movie hit. Um, I know a lot of those movies like How High or Half-Baked and stuff like that. I used to watch them a lot back in the day, but I can't watch them too much now. Oh, right. But back in the day, like I used to, that was my jam, you know. Um, the Clerks, I mean, Clerks, I, Clerks I watch at least freaking once a year. Um, all the Kevin Smith movies, man, they, they seem to hit for me, man. And, and like I said, I was big into Mallrats. Um, but Mallrats hit at that 94, 95 time when we were hitting up the dollar theaters a lot mm. over there at McCreary's. Do you guys remember when it was on the back of every comic book you bought? Like, he must have had a great... They marketed the hell out of that one for him, because I know it was going to be his follow-up to Clerks. But I remember every comic book I bought, it felt like in the 90s, the back was that magic eye thing, and it was the ad for the uh, for, for Mallrats. Yeah. Um, it just felt that's, like every comic book had it on the that's, back. I mean, that's probably my favorite Kevin Smith movie. Mm-hmm. I, wa- I watched that in and out. I even listened to like the commentary, you know, DVDs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Commentary. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that, that's a great movie. I remember it had a big hype because I remember in the commentary he was talking about all the executives wanted it to be like a uh, a new the new Porky's is like, yeah. oh wow, that, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, yeah, no, that doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> and, but but that's why they have the one scene with. Or the two scenes where they show tits in, yeah. in the movie, yeah, which didn't need to be in the movie. But Mm-mm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not arguing with oh, it. Yeah. No, it's no, fine, no. You know what I mean, but uh, I remember that it had a lot of hype too. Because didn't Shannon Doherty like leave 90210 
before that movie or no, she was it, making it, her leap to movies? It and- was her first her first lead role. And um for for Kevin it, it hit at a time when he was dating Joey Lauren Adams. Yeah. So it, it you know, it was all coming together. Uh Jason Lee's first movie, which he's fucking awesome in that movie. Excellent. Um, <laughs> Ben Affleck, it wasn't his first movie, but it's where he first met Kevin yeah. and um, got him the lead for uh, Chasing Amy, which what was, was his first movie. What lead. was Ben Affleck's first movie? Oh, now that's a now watch this moment right there. Well, it is. I want to say, I'm not 100% sure, but I, this is what people say. It's it's a movie that was filmed, and I just mentioned it here in Austin. Days and Confused. Days and Confused. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, here we uh, go. Yeah. Here it comes. I could uh, be wrong. No, you 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 are, but he it's he don't have credit for it. But he's an extra in our second podcast movie, uh, Field of Dreams. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Ah, yeah, that is, that's, a, that's a deep ass cut right there. Deep fucking cuts is why I'm here. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> throw a suggestion out for you guys to do in a later show. Y'all both seen Donnie Darko? <clears throat> No, no. Oh my gosh, you guys got to watch that and watch for Seth Rogen. I know and, we, we'll have it playing in the background, and then we'll just be like, and, what the and fuck? we're up and we're up for that, folks. If you guys yeah. want to suggest movies for us to review, uh, even if we haven't seen it, we'll watch it. Awesome, man. Um, so when it comes to Clerks, I can't remember like my first viewing or whatever, but um, it just really hit for me too. And it's kind of funny we're talking about Mallrats, right? But it, it, you know. It's Mallrats was so great because isn't it like hit all the things for us like it's so <laughs> yeah, it's, so, it's so comic book and it's yes. so nerd oriented dork oriented it's got you know what Stan I mean? freaking Lee yeah but, would you, would anyone say the his first Stan Lee cameo I was yeah. gonna say his first cameo right um, and then it comes full circle with you know Captain Marvel how great yes. is that but uh, you know Clerks Clerks was the one that get to me got me hooked. And I, I think I saw them in order, and it was it was the movie that that Star Wars conversation happened. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes. And I was like, these guys talk like how I talk. Like I was like, I'm I'm I was already in, but I was like more in at that moment. Yeah. You know what I mean, I was, and I remember watching with people for the first time, being like, oh, it's black and white, and I was like, what the what the fuck does that matter? Like, and that's, like, okay. and that's the thing. I mean, it, it's low budget, but there are a lot of. Uh, very intellectual conversations, if you think in the about movie, it. the whole movie, yeah, it's essentially a talking heads movie, right? Yeah. Guys? I mean, like you know, nothing. I don't want to say nothing happens, but it's okay. very, it's it's very Seinfeldian, and it's you know, uh, it's a movie about nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's and, a day, it's a day in the life yeah. of and just know? like Days of Confused. It's one of those movies where it's just one day, right? And that in itself is cool because it kind of uh, it it feels like uh, you are maybe. Not necessarily building to something, but you know, you're like, what's going to happen next? But you're kept in the movie by the conversations happening. Mm. You know? well, and and it, it goes back to what Lucky was talking about with the amount of money that he paid. You know, he's like, how can I get in and out of this? And then, you know, one of Kevin Smith's favorite movies was Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. Mm-hmm. And if you've never seen Do the Right Thing, it takes place over one long day, you know. So uh, it's kind of, he took from that and then um, he read an article with the. Uh, Robert Rodriguez, where Robert Rodriguez talked about making El Mariachi um, for a low budget, and it's take stock of what you have, like what's around you, what can you utilize. For Kevin Smith, it was, uh, hey, you know, we have a, a store that's that we can utilize. Um, you know, we have the different characters that go into that. So that's what they used, and they kept it cheap. They made it black and white because, you know, it, it costs cost less. Yeah, it, it costs cost more, more to get to, color. To, yeah. to use color. 
Um, it's funny, like right? That. Shooting on film and all that's <laughs> yeah. almost foreign to us because we know that everybody does digital now. Yeah, so, you know, he actually, you know, took a little bit. Uh, there was a movie called Slacker by Richard Linklater that, that came out earlier that year. And he took a lot from that and, and how that movie was made. And, you know, uh, that movie was made solely on credit cards. So dude sold his comic book collection. Um, at the same time, there was uh, he collected some insurance movie. In insurance money from a nor'easter in, in New Jersey, and he funded his fucking movie. And no. it, it's like you know, you talk about it, it's like there's something you want to do, do it. And yeah. this guy goes out and says it, and I've heard him called bullshit on it uh, because uh, he he goes out there and he acts like he's not fucking talented. You know? Uh, oh, I know. Yeah. He's Is very it, very humble. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of self depreciation. I hope I said that fucking right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, Kevin Smith is like, man, he's so fucking talented. Extremely talented. Yeah. And, and what a fantastic writer. Yeah. I mean, I can't go over that enough. Um, not to cut you off, Joe. No, no, but, no, no. But, um, yeah, I mean, like that, you know, and that's cool. That's cool that he keeps it humble. And he always, yeah. I love how he, too, he always goes back to saying, like, oh, I, all this is because of Clerks. Yeah. I'm I'm in nothing now without that movie. And, I mean, you know, so he gives it all the credit in the world because he knows that really his entire kind of legacy was, excuse me, built off the back and off the success of that of that particular movie, which was like a, it was a hit and it was a, a well, an indie hit and a, mm -hmm. it was an indie darling and uh, at the festivals and everything because I don't think anybody had ever seen anything like it. You know no, what I mean? No, it was no. very unique in Even that sense. Even the fact that it was black and white. Like yeah. It was, you know, it's ballsy to take a chance like that and, and take mm -hmm. a chance on a complete cast of unknowns, you know, um, that uh, to do this movie with. And again, he was utilizing what he had yeah, people at, he knew, at his ready, you know. Right? Um, uh, Walter Flanagan, who went on to become a comic book man <laughs> and was one of his best friends growing up. He plays like four roles in yeah. the damn movie. I can Just, hear his voice yeah. now when I rewatch it. I'm like, oh, that's that's Walt's voice. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Just because, you know, other people dropped out of the movie. So, you know, Walt stepped up and stepped to the plate. And, um, you know, that that's awesome. Um, one of the things was, too, is... You talk about his writing. That's what everyone picked up on. Yes. And they started to see him behind the mic and, you know. Right. Those of us that have seen him live or, or heard his live stuff. Uh, he's he's, uh, he's dynamic. Yeah, he's like us. I mean, you're sitting right now with three podcasters and it's like, obviously, people are like, oh, what are you doing? You're, well, you're talking. You know what I mean? So if yeah. you're not a talker, you know, you might you might not want to start your own podcast. But Kev <laughs> is definitely a talker. And... Uh, He's got great stories and he's got great. I mean, he was doing that whole tour of talking, talking, speaking. What do you call it? speaking engagements yeah. or whatever? And it's just it's him up there. He's not a stand-up comedian, but he's up there speaking and he's talking about, you know, uh, his life and his experiences. You know what I mean? And that's very cool too. Have you ever seen any of those? Lucky the evening with Kevin Smith and stuff like that. I haven't. I have it. Uh, I have a, a digital copy, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, you're talking about Walt Flanagan. It's like uh, I think. Kevin Smith did the uh, Adam Sandler ing, mm -hmm. if you will. You know, Adam yes, Sandler yes, has all yes, his friends yes. in his movies. Right. I think uh, Kevin Smith is probably the first one to do that. Everything he does pretty much has Waltz in there somewhere. Yeah. Or, yeah. Walt, or all his friends. Yeah. And these guys aren't actors. I mean, they're not, you know, he doesn't, it's not like he heavy hands it where he has to be like, okay, you're going to give this monologue. I mean, it's like he gives yeah. the guys like a couple of lines quick, you know, I need yeah. a body right here. And yeah. that's, that's so fucking cool to me. Like talk about, 
you know, he could have left these people behind once Hollywood was really at his door. But now, man, I mean, like, shit, you know, not that long ago was Comic Book Men. And I watched all those episodes. Oh, that's great. He gave those guys that. And yeah, I mean, I love when they go into someone's house and they're just looking at someone's collection or people bring things in or just the conversations. You know, talk about a guy that's a wealth of knowledge on comics. Walt is definitely that. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I, I tell you. Uh, Walt and Brian, I think, yeah. are the fanboys. That's right. right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And um, tell them Steve, Dave, their their podcast is awesome, man. Like, I, I, I've listened to that one just as long as I've listened to Kevin Smith and, you know, mostly through their crossovers and stuff like that because when they're all three together... Oh, it's another, it's another level, man. But Joe, give us, give us that story. Like the whole, tell them Steve, Dave thing. Cause who are the, who are the hosts? And then like, okay. also the whole, the, I always remember it from mall rats when it's like, you know, when they're in the line and he's telling yeah. Brody, tell, tell him, him Steve, Steve Dave. Dave. Yeah. yeah. And I was so, like, okay. Steve Dave was, um, a comic book uh, shop owner. And he's the original comic book guy, you know, um, just like the guy. That's the his Simpsons. real name. Steve. Well, first name, Steve, last name, Dave. No, 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 no. <laughs> Kevin didn't know his name. He knew it was Steve or Dave. So whenever he'd go to buy the shop, he'd, he'd, he'd say, OK, all right. Thanks, Steve, Dave. And he'd say it real quick and they'd, they'd take off. Wow. Yeah. Now, this is the guy that ended up selling the shop to the guys. The oh, really? stash. yes. The secret stash. So it's like like you say, like Kevin Smith, he, he's always kicked it back to clerks. And um, I'm, I am who I am because of clerks. He talks about clerks and he made clerks because of his friends um randall is basically brian johnson mm, um yeah. and dante is basically kevin smith, is kevin smith yes yeah. um so you know he always credits his friends uh when he goes back now um walter uh you know walter's been his friend since since you know forever but walter worked at um was it like a, a rec center I think so. Yeah. He said they would talk comics, I believe. And, and Walter's the one that... Showed him the Dark Knight. Yes. Like, Kevin, mm-hmm. Kevin, you know, did a paper on Batman and basically was fucking talking about Batman 66 and talking about, you know, Aunt May or... or no, not Aunt May. Uh, what's, uh, you know, the... the, the uh, Alfred? <laughs> no, the aunt in, in Batman 66. Oh shit! Y'all might have. I'll leave it to the. I'll leave it to the Batman here. You got me. I got you. Got me too, Joe. (laughs) No. Okay. So remember they had had an aunt. Yeah, it wasn't Bruce Wayne's aunt. It was Robin's aunt. Um, I thought he was an orphan. No, bro. Robin. Robin. I think I remember. I don't remember her name, but I think. But yes, okay, so there's a lot of old people in Batman. So the cow comes back. Batman yeah. just bought this boy, even though he had a legal blood <laughs> aunt. He was like, Bruce Wayne has all the money. I'll take care of this kid. I've told you I've told you the relationship about Batman and Robin. I don't want to go over with that again. My bad. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't mean I told it. You. I, here I am in the bat layer. It's, total, it's totally innocent, bro. <laughs> Are we going to go over the movie? <laughs> oh, I thought we're this gonna, was the Blow Kevin Smith for have three a, hours yeah. podcast. We're going right to have now. another... Um, a three-hour show. Uh, Joe, go ahead and make this a make this a, a two-parter here, Joe. Okay, yeah, no, it's gonna no. have to. Maybe, uh, <laughs> you no, know, we've been going beat for beat with the movie, but maybe, um, maybe we can just touch on highlights. No, uh, for sure. Um, yeah, so you know, uh, this is cool. I and I, I didn't know this last time. Um, I listened to you guys' show. I picked it up at the end. I could hear that y'all. I was like, oh, they're they've got it probably going in the background because they yeah. started to make references to it, which was cool because I didn't realize that on the other episodes. I don't know if y'all did that in those other episodes. Well, we did it, and but I mean, we're in separate places at the same yeah. time too. Yeah. But at, you know, me with my freaking notes like a nerd, I'm 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 going through every bit of the movie and every part. But for yeah. this movie, 
So I watch. I watch a little bit this morning. Like I've, I don't know if y'all heard on my show. Like I'll tell you guys. Sometimes I'll look at stuff while I'm like brushing my teeth and getting ready. So I'm getting ready and I've got it on and I'm listening to it. And it's like I haven't watched it in a while, but I know it like the back of my hand. I didn't write any yeah. notes and I normally don't do that. And I didn't like. I was like, I'm gonna be totally fine. Who's the note guy on your show? <laughs> it's inside of his brain. His name is uh, Adamantium Adam. <laughs> it's like the mind's like a, a adamantium he's, he's steel got trap. An adamantium steel mind. Exactly. But uh, I watched through this first part. I got. I've definitely got through all this. I got right up to uh where him and veronica fight uh and she's leaving so I, that's as far as i got before joe got there to pick me up but uh you know just the music right how great is the yeah. music it's so fun yeah, yeah we, we get introduced to dante and you know when i first saw this i didn't like him because i was like he's just whining the whole time uh-huh i'm not even supposed to be here today yep. yeah the famous line yeah it's but you know it's funny but, dante's a whiner but i like him yeah, he, he but he feels obligated he, he's he's doing what he has to do Mm-hmm. And we've all fucking been there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, oh my we've gosh. We've all been there. And I don't care where you work, whether you're a clerk or not, you've been to work on a day when you weren't supposed to fucking be there and it's shit. Let me tell you guys, <laughs> my literal conversation this morning is that, um, you know, right now my, my girlfriend has three boys. Uh, the youngest is 18 and the oldest is 21. So they're at the house right now visiting. Uh, we haven't had all three of them in a while because uh, one of them, he works for Waterburger, right? Yeah. So. Uh, this morning, you know, he gets up earlier than the rest and he's up and, and we're chatting and I'm having coffee and and, uh, and my sister brought me two tacos and I gave him one and we're talking and, and he, his boss calls him and he's like, oh my gosh, my boss is calling me. Like My work never calls me. And then I go, okay, well, I'll give you some privacy. So I stepped out, take the trash out and I come back and he he's already hanging up and he's like, oh man, they, they asked me to come in tonight. He works a lot of night shifts. Right. And, uh, and I said, oh. Are you going to go? And he's like, well, I don't want to. I haven't seen you guys and hung out with mom in a while or whatever. And then I said, well, I said, all you got to do is let him know. Let him know early. You know, I can't make it. I'm visiting my mom. Um, you know, I'm sorry. Thanks for thinking of me. And next time, if I'm available, I'll certainly do it. Because he's one of these guys that always does this. He doesn't mm. He doesn't do anything else but work. So he just, he takes all the shifts. He's always, you know, going to work and stuff like that. But he was really torn. He was in a Dante situation where he was like, <laughs> oh, man, well, I don't want to let them down. And I said, right. don't worry. They've got a big bankroll. No, the, yeah. the Whataburger will call somebody. The, the, the grill will not be unmanned. You know what I mean? But you can tell he's a good man. I like that man? work yeah. ethic. I like that about him a lot. Yeah, this is her middle son. Um, so I was like, I was like, hey, I said, I know it feels tough. I said, but you don't see your mom all the time. She's probably happy to have all three of you here for once. And it's Mother's Day tomorrow. Yeah. So, it, it, yeah, because if, if he works that, if he home. works that, they want him to go in like at eleven or twelve. I go, you work that night shift, you're going to sleep all day tomorrow. So, yeah, right. you know, and he was like, yeah, and he, you know, he he didn't want to let them down, but he he definitely didn't want to go. And I was like, that's here you got Dante Hicks, right? He's like going yeah. into work on his day off. He said he closed the night before. Right? He's like, right. he's like, I just yeah. closed. Did you guys ever do a close and an open? That's the fucking worst. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, Mike, why did you schedule me this way? Like, I used to do that shit. I mean, I worked for, I worked in the mall at Hot Topic. I was an assistant manager. I worked for HEB. Uh, you name it, I probably fucking worked. I worked for Toys R Us briefly. <laughs> nice. And it was like, that That's was good. That's got to be a badass job. You know, I worked there when X-Men, the first one came out. So, dude, mm. them boxes came out and I was buying up all them figures that ain't worth a fucking penny now. <laughs> Everywhere, every con we go to, guys, they're in that bottom bin where it's like, just take one. You can take, you get an X-Men figure for free. <laughs> I don't know if you get that Deadpool from that movie or, no, what was it? Oh, I'm talking about Origins. Right? Oh, from Origins? Really? That Deadpool? Yeah, that one's worth a lot. No shit. Okay, that's news to me. Look, I got to keep my eye out yeah. for that. So, the first Ryan Reynolds Deadpool, which is I wouldn't even crazy. have guessed. Wow. No shit. 
Right now we're seeing our kind of our first appearance of the uh, the dynamic the, the original I guess dynamic duo besides yeah. the dynamic duo uh, Jay and Silent Bob yeah Jason it's, Muse which is just a friend of Kevin Smith no acting experience like he said in one podcast recently it. he said he goes man uh, I just knew this guy that was so crazy that I was like I have to film this guy because <laughs> yeah. he's fucking a wild man and and uh, when they did Jay's scenes a lot of it it was just. Uh, their cameraman out there, uh, Kevin Smith and Jay, because mm. he had such stage fright. And you know what sucks is that you don't notice. You maybe notice it a little bit, but but you couldn't tell back in the day. But like Jay was sick in between the movies, you know. Yeah, he was on a lot uh, of he, drugs. He was, he was on heroin for a long time. Yeah. And yeah. Um, there were people like you know when they first bought the uh, secret stash, and he was working there. Like pe- fans would come in, and they're like, "Oh shit." You're working here, and uh, he'd be like, "Hey, can you watch the register real quick? I'm gonna go get some Tell cigarettes." The customers, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, and, man! And you know, Kevin Smith said he walked in one time, and there's a couple there, and he's like, "What? What the hell?" They're like, "Hey," and he's like, "Hey," and they're like, um, "Yeah, Jay just went to go get some cigarettes." And he's like, oh, fuck. "Fuck, man, that's wild. I hadn't heard that yeah. story." Yeah, and he kind of credits Kev right for helping him get clean and all that, right? Well, you know, one of the good things about doing the thing that we're doing now is like uh that's what they did is uh they did a podcast and if you ever heard the uh jay and silent bob podcast um what they talk about a lot is uh how how many days sober he is uh, that's and, cool. and it was like i mean i remember when it started and it was you know like 300 days sober and stuff like that and now it's you know all these years later but you know it helped him um Kind of kick the stuff and and stay honest about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, when someone says sober, are they sober from everything? Like no drinking, no no nothing. When you're clean, you're getting like all the way clean, right? That's a good question. I guess I'm maybe just whatever they're addicted to. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I'm just curious because when he was sitting behind me, you know, I'm thinking I'm like, man, I, I should buy him a beer. Like to me, that breaks yeah. the ice, right? Yeah. But then I never know with these fucking Hollywood types. It was like maybe that's a bad move. I shouldn't buy him a beer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't want to. And it's like. Like then also too, if you buy them a beer and you're not aware that they're getting clean, it's like, oh, what kind of fan are you? You didn't fucking know my history or whatever. I'm like, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But no, I, I think it's a situation like that because any kind of um thing can substance. Get them, yeah, it can get right. them one leads to the other. Yeah, and it snowballs out of the out of control for yeah. them. Snowball. <laughs> right <laughs> on. We haven't right seen on snowball cue. yet. Yeah. Right on cue. And y'all know who Snowball is, right? In this movie, Scott Mosier. Scott Mosier, yeah, man. Scott, Scott Mosier is this freaking super awesome. Producer, does has he produced all Kev's movies? No, no, no. He stopped producing. I think his last movie was maybe Zach and Mary. Oh wow! And, okay. and then you know uh, he stopped after that. And and the thing was is. He kind of wanted to do his own thing, and Kevin says he took it personal for a little while because wow. they, they, they. I mean, it didn't get ugly because they were doing smartcast at the time. But he was like, what "The fuck you mean? You don't want to produce anymore? Like you want to do your own thing? You do it for me." <laughs> but the original agreement, because these two guys met in um, film school before the before the movie uh, was. At the end of film school, you know, Kev was going to go write his movie. Scott was going to write his movie. Whoever finished first, uh, you know, the other would go and help them on the movie. And Kev finished first. It was a good movie. And another uh, snowball reference. It just snowballed out of control after that. You know, they um, got the movie seen and uh, it got picked up. It went to Sundance and then, you know, Mallrats happens Chasing Amy after that, then Dogma, and, you know, it's just going and going. Yeah, I think this 
uh, Kevin Smith's popularity after Clerks, you know. Like I said, you know, this one was 27,000. Mall Rats um, have it 6.1 million to make that. Holy shit. Yeah, what then, a jump. And then Dogma, 44 million to make that movie. Do you have uh, Chasing Amy's numbers? Wow. Uh, I don't. So here was the thing with Chasing Amy, right? Like, okay, uh, Mall Rats hits, and all, although we all love Mall Rats, and it's become a cult movie for us now. It didn't, it wasn't successful. No, it was considered um, a flop, right? Yeah. People for, were like, that yeah. was it for him, you know? Yes, and people were shitting on him, and, and he couldn't get a movie, and, um, you know, he started writing Chasing Amy, and, uh, you know, Chasing Amy, again, he's dating Joey Lord and Adams, mm-hmm. uh, Ben Affleck's the lead, but, you know, when he wrote that movie, um, he ended up selling it for cheap, and, you know, he goes comes back, and he tells Scott Mosher, he's like, I got them to make the movie. And originally, like they wanted like four point six million to make it, mm. and um, for Kevin to be able to cast who he wanted in that movie, they he had to take a cut, and he ended up making it for two point six or something. Oh wow! Yeah, and which is cheap back in the day, you know. Yeah, there's not a lot going on in that movie that would I would think require a big budget. You know, yeah, even right. in Mallrats, you've got like the kind of Batman scenes and the yeah, uh, you true. know there there's some yeah. stuff, and then of course, obviously, Dogma's got a lot of shit going on where you have got guns and fucking explosions, and you definitely need the 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 forty four mil for that, I'm sure. But I would imagine that they would be able to keep chasing Amy pretty yeah. low. But chasing Amy was the hit that got him back liked again and then you know yeah. it went on from there like dogma was a dogma was another hit dogma is my wife's favorite did uh-huh. you know um that he already had plans for dogma even uh during clerks yes i uh, didn't i did not know that because well i was just re-watching it uh this clerks right and i had it running in the background while i was doing other stuff here at work at, at home and i see the credits rolling at the very end of the credits it says um, Jane, Silent Bob, Return in Dogma. No shit. At the in the credits of this movie. No yes. shit. I did not know that. Oh, so, okay, I'm feeling yeah. a little. I'm getting some school some schools in session right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Pull up a chair. Um, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Smith is a Catholic school kid. Well, that I knew. Yeah. yeah. So he he grew up as Catholic school kid, and that was one of the first things he kind of wrote uh, after uh, Clerks. Again, you know. For the scope that it had, like you said, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of things going on. He didn't have uh, the budget to make that just yet. But once he did, is, is that's when they went after it and they ended up doing it. And Dogma is one of my freaking favorites. I love Dogma. I loved, I always thought that would have been a cool costume to do with a buddy. Like, you know, because it the was wings. so simple. Yeah, the wings and then the armor. You yeah. could even have one not have the wings and just the bloody stumps would have been really cool. But... um once again, uh, welcome to the uh, We're Gonna Blow Kevin Smith for Three Hours podcast. <laughs> yeah. Guys, we're, 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 I want to talk about this movie, Clerks, and I want I'm gonna go a little bit deep with you guys if you don't mind, because I, do I, I mentioned that's having this conversation. One of, our, one of our Friday Night Faithful, that's what we call our, our, our fans over at the Just Another Friday Night podcast, Foxy Roxy, me and her got into this text conversation. We're friends outside of the show. Um, yeah, she's actually married to one of our best friends. Go ahead. You might be wrong. You might have done it on Facebook. It might have been on Facebook. Maybe you might be right. You might be right. But we went we went pretty deep into that. We did an episode called uh, Around Valentine's Day, Unconventional Love Stories, where we kind of talked about movies that maybe you didn't think was a love story, but it was, you know, something like, I guess you could say how some people argue about Die Hard being a Christmas movie or whatever. So we kind <laughs> of approached some movies that we thought, you know, like, for instance, Dracula. You might say, no, that's a horror movie, but 
at its core, it's really a love story. So the first set of movies that I thought of, the first movie I thought of was True Romance, but the second movie I thought of was this movie. And then, of course, obviously, Mallrats and Chasing Amy are a little bit more heavy-handed on that, but to me, Kevin Smith is a big romantic at heart, and it shows in his writing and in his films, even in this movie. So me and uh, Foxy Roxy's argument was that she's like, no, not Clerks, though. Clerks isn't a love story. And I was like, oh, Clerks is very much a love story. Yes, it is. And so, okay, so there we have it, Lexa. You say yes. Now, she says, if it's a love story, who's in love in the movie? Dante and Randall. Now, that's a great point that you, that Joe (laughs) brought up. Dante and Randall, yeah. Yeah, now, who did you say? Uh, I was thinking Dante. You know, he's torn between... Two he ladies. Really loves. Now that was my argument too. Is and also too is that she's like right, but he doesn't love either one. And she's like, you don't. It's not a love story unless someone's in love. And I was like, well, him not knowing and being unsure because you get the great line at the end of the movie. Spoilers, but from Jay, you know, uh, what is it, Joe? A lot of chicks. No, it's it's actually Silent Bob. It was originally. Supposed that's to be right. Jay. That's right. Uh, the speaking part. Jay, if if he, we'll, and we'll we'll see it at the end. He's he's a little fucked up at the end of the movie. And he couldn't spit out that last line. So Kevin, like, it wasn't some thing that he planned. He's like, I'm going to be silent for the whole movie. And then I'm going to come out with some fucking theoretical shit at the end. No, it just, uh, Jay couldn't do the line. So he did it. And he's like, you know, there's a million fine women in this world. But not all of them bring lasagna to work. Most of them just cheat on you. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's deep, man. It is. It is. So he says that, he says in the movie, Dante says that he had dated Caitlyn for... Like five, seven years, I think. On and off, yes. On and off, and that she cheated on him eight times. Yeah. That's like once a fucking year yeah. average, right? And he'd only been with Veronica for seven months. I like Veronica right away. I yeah, think that I she's, yeah. you know what I mean. And and she's trying, right? She's trying yeah. to get you know him to go back to school. She wants what's better for him, you know, things like that. But bro, I've worked at Toyota for sixteen years. My wife's brought me lunch one time. <laughs> <laughs> Cut, cut that shit, Lucky. I, I was going to say, you're going to have to start bleeping the T word, uh, Luck. <laughs> we'll be talking about a smoking podcast and a smoking movie. Bleep, bleep. I noticed how Lucky's always uh, oh, dances around where, where you guys work. And Joe's just like, right here. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. But uh, no, it's all good. But um, no, yeah, right. So I said, she goes, well, no, she's pretty much calling Dante an asshole because she's like, you know, here he is talking to his ex and, and he's kind of hung up but yet he's seeing this girl almost as like a like a, a go-between like you know he's like oh he even says he tells randall i i think that i'm just seeing veronica and our fights are a manifestation of of me wanting to break up with her and then pursue a more meaningful relationship with caitlin to who to me eight times yeah. one time yeah. if you if you get two in there fuck that you're yeah. you're dead in my book as, you know what i mean as the kids today would say he's a big simp right now. yeah hey. yeah i was gonna say yeah and see that we're and, not just old guys I was gonna say, and and he's clearly sprung yeah is that what the young people I, say no that might i'm still that, too old that was our I'm, a, I'm a little Maybe late a little fuck bit, yeah. man i can't get it right somebody that was I, a movie wasn't it yeah. <laughs> back in our day yeah and joe i gotta give you all the props man for for picking up on the love story between randall and and dante because yeah. that clearly is there but if you know me i'm focused on telling her that no you know he he's he doesn't real he does have feelings for Veronica, but he doesn't yeah. really realize it. It takes kind of uh, it takes know, Randall, right? And Silent Bob's words too to to kind of really uh, make that all coalesce. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is that you know, uh, Caitlin doesn't know what she wants either. She's engaged to this guy, but she's agreeing to see it. She's talking to her ex too. You know what I mean? And it's like, and I and I, 
there was a way that Roxanne put it where she was like, well, why are you talking to somebody else if you're in love with somebody? That's why she says that it's not, there's not a love. So he doesn't love Veronica. And I said, sometimes a guy has doubt. Clearly Dante Hicks is filled with fucking doubt about his life, about his job, about his career, his future, his girlfriends. You know what I mean? He doesn't realize. And I said, it was not far-fetched for any man maybe not the married men in this room, but but for any man to wonder what, it's like the grass was greener. Now, guys, maybe just transport yourself back to a time when you weren't married. And I know this was maybe me too. It's like, I would be dating one girl, but I would, there was always the girl at work that I was like, oh, that girl, if she talked to me, I would be, I would, I would stop dating this one girl and I'd be all about her or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, because in your mind, you fantasize about something that, you know, isn't really there. You know what I mean? But I said, no, I think that it is very much a love story. Even if, even if it's only Dante not knowing what he wants out of love, it's a love story. He just doesn't know what he wants. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's, I buy that. you know, so to me, I, I think so. Would you, you say, look, you say love story. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, absolutely. and Joe, you say, well, I, I say it's a comedy, but it's a, it's a bromance love okay. story. And, and you see it is when, um, at the end, when he's talking to Caitlin, when Caitlyn comes and he tells her, "You heard him again. I'm gonna kill you." Yeah, and, and yes, that, that's yeah. true. It's a great line. That's a great bro, like buddy line. Like, how many of us have been there where we had a friend that was a friend, and then you know, uh, all of a sudden they get a girlfriend, and you know that friendship isn't as tight anymore. You mm-hmm. know, and then you know when that girl breaks their heart, you know, you got to kind of be that friend still for them. Yeah. And, you know, Even though they were, as Lucky said, a simp. I've been that simp on many times, and I've had my boys tell me very harshly, like, I fucking told you, dumbass. Like, I told your dumbass not to do that. You know, don't be going out buying teddy bears and bullshit, you know? <laughs> and, and I've been very much that guy even though I've been married for so long. it's I, I, I was that guy that before I got married, like, I was like, oh, well, I have these uh, four friends from high school that were my best friends and we're going to be friends for life, but, and you know, nothing's ever going to break this up. Like we're not, you know, but you know, as, as we went along the way, but I'll tell you, this is, you know, when I met my wife and when I knew like, you know, me and her were, were it, this, it was going to be something uh, that was for, for a while is one time I was hanging out with my friends and my friend's car breaks down, and I had no one to call but my my girlfriend at the time. And she comes and she picks us up, and we take him to get his car fixed and everything like that. And then afterwards, you know, he he was my best friend, my best friend Mike, um, Poon Daddy Mike. I called him because <laughs> this motherfucker. Why did you call him that? <laughs> uh, uh, he he was the Poon Daddy. Uh, yeah, he was the quarterback of our team, man. He was the Poon Daddy. I guess my um, nickname would have been Hand Daddy yeah. or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> we all worked at uh, Splashdown. You know? oh, right on, right <laughs> yeah. on. We're all lifeguards at Splashdown. We all thought we were all badass and shit like that. But, you know, um, he told me, he goes, wow, it's like, he goes, oh, dude, like, I knew at that point, like, yeah, like, she's she's okay for him. Like, yeah. I approve that you're going to be with her. Like, yeah. and, and, you know, it sometimes takes that. And it, it, it it's like, like you said here with Randall, mm-hmm. is, you know, when he you know, tells him, you know, it's fucking Veronica, you know, that's who you should be with. Right. You know, and sometimes it takes that. I mean, he tells him to the first line out, he says, you know, "Eh, you know what I say, man, let the past be the past. Like, he's like, kind of telling him right there, don't, don't go for it, man. Like, don't go for it. Talking about bromance, these two couldn't be more than uh, 
more than opposites. I mean, I guess opposites attract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got Dante, the straight guy, you know, coming in on his day off. <laughs> and Randall. <laughs> Randall does not give a fuck. No. He's coming in whenever he wants to. How late is the store being opened? He's yeah. like, you know, I love the guy in there. He's like, uh, I thought this place opens at 11. You know what I mean? He's like, the name is Winooski. Make sure he gets that. He's like, I got your keys. And I love that Dante just, just throws his keys in the trash. Because I'm like, that that would fuck up your whole day. You lost your car keys, your house keys. Like, it's like, hey, well, you know what? He shouldn't have been a fucking asshole, though. But have any of y'all ever been clerks? Like at a convenience store? At a... At a- Convenience store, like I worked at McDonald's. I worked at register at McDonald's. You call that being a clerk? You're you're jocking the register. Yeah. Oh, I've jocked plenty of registers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Plenty of registers. I used to work at the Galaxy. Maybe working the concession. I did. I worked the concession of the Galaxy also. Yeah, that's really. Did y'all work together? No, I think I'm way older than Lucky. Oh no! That, he just looks young. Okay, then I'm way younger than Lucky. I was. <laughs> I will only be one or the other. Luck. <laughs> I worked there. Let's see, ninety five, ninety six. What was playing in the movie theater? Um, Dangerous Minds. Lawrence. <laughs> Dangerous Minds. Ninety five, ninety six. Luck. I was okay. Oh my god! You had to hear, fucking hear Gangsters Paradise like every night. So I oh worked there god. when Titanic I was there. Shoot myself. Titanic was there so okay. that had to be what 96, 97 maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe like a year afterwards. later yeah I'd you my boss hear my heart will go on <laughs> Wait, huh? I don't remember yeah, that sucked and dude your hours were all fucked up remember I told you on the way over here about my like ticket in Windcrest fucking movie yeah so it would end really fucking late at the 10 o'clock showing that's ending like at fucking 3 in the morning I remember going to see that on a date and being like fuck ain't gonna be able to make out at the end of this movie there should have been a lot of hand jobs in that i would have imagined <laughs> uh, i mean during titanic bro people are dying when they're making out and oh, it's all hot and heavy God. in the car there's tits in that movie oh my god <laughs> i love uh, this did what, you make out this? during schindler's league <laughs> <laughs> it's super sad <laughs> oh god there's this scene right here that we're on right now in the movie guys and the fucking cats in the litter box on the counter now they say this happened on its own right that yeah. he says that they well, couldn't get the cat to shit on cue, obviously. Yeah, they didn't let her shoot. <laughs> they didn't let her shit all day. And then, you know, he goes, the first take, you know, she didn't do it. And we're like wasting this film on this cat. But it was a two, she was a two shake, uh, two shot monster. Two shot monster. I yeah. love the guy's face. The, the guy just, at the counter, he's like, is this fucking happening <laughs> in front of me? Like, this cat's taking a shit. Like, so let me tell you. Uh, oh, this is one of my best parts. You I guys love can't this. see it, but Chuck's wearing his uh, Berserker shirt. I fucking love it. I'm You'll gonna- see it uh, next week. Uh, and what's cool is on the back is that it's the, uh, it's, I'm going to show the guys, it's the Fuck Your Yankee Blue Jeans tour. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, he says when they meet uh, Olaf here, yeah. hey guys, how come Olaf never came back, man? Like, oh, did man, he hit it know. big or what? Well, like, do you know like- the, the story of uh, how he came about? No, okay. I don't know that story. Olaf was originally uh, Walter. Said one, one time they're at the mall, they fucking come across this fucking... Um, they come across a wig, and Walter put it on backwards, and they started walking around the wall, uh, introducing Walter as their fucking Russian cousin. <laughs> now, Walter sees the script and, and knows that he's going to have to be on. And even though we see Walter in four fucking parts, yeah. but he, when it was like, hey, this was written for you, like he's like, no, nah, I can't do that shit. <laughs> but they basically did the berserker fucking skit uh, in front of people. And this guy looks like his real hair, though. The guy that that's right yeah. now playing yeah. Olaf, whatever. And he's great too. Yeah. And later on, <laughs> this shirt comes out in uh, which one is it? Where Jay's wearing it. 
So oh. it's like you know that it like oh he took off like it it's became in, a hit. It's in reboot. Okay, then it's yeah. in reboot. Yeah, where where Jay's wearing the Berserker shirt. And uh, when I saw this on the graffiti website, I went there looking for a Superman shirt, and I found it. And it was a shirt I had when I was a kid, and I found it. It's the Kingdom Come Superman S. Uh, and while I was browsing, though, I was like, "What's this view excuse section?" And I was like, "I fucking have to have this shirt." And my girlfriend does not like when I buy guys. There's so many t-shirts. Yeah. T-shirts are like coming out of my fucking mattress like kittens. Like it's like there's too many t-shirts in the fucking house. Let me tell you. Well, I, I hope that she didn't get mad at your uh, now watch this pod shirt. Uh, oh. Uh, there yeah. was a conversation. No, no. She, I'm sure she she was mad that she didn't have one. I, I just, As would anybody. And if you guys want to get a, a, a now watch this t-shirt, three-legged uh, rabbit.com. Yes. Yeah, go check it out there. So get a little plug plug ski in there. Uh, I, I do this every time I eat Pringles. I'm like, uh, with, or anytime anyone says, did you see that? I say, what, be pulling some uh, cat off some idiot's fist? Yeah, watching this back though, he, the guy had his hand stuck in there and then, Dante Dante eats the crumbs that were in there when the yeah. guy had his hand. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was pre pre COVID. Way pre COVID. Way pre COVID. So, I was like, well, he really just ate those. They were a lot more fast and loose with the uh, <laughs> and not only that, but what flavor is that? Because it doesn't look like the red can. I only really care for the original Pringles, maybe sour cream. <laughs> this those is are lightly salted. This is where Randall oh. comes and he they had the Star Wars talk. Yeah. Which is Blast by far one of the finest conversations in all of filmdom, in my opinion. Oh yes. We're talking it, about it should be listed up there return mm. of the jedi yeah and this is where we get a very good sampling of who dante is he loves empire the best and why because it's a down ending that's what life is a series <laughs> of down notes and you're like what a bummer that's not why you love empire it's the better film yeah but i do love jedi because the good guy wins yeah you know what i mean yeah. like and, and but you like ewoks right that's, well, when, Luke, that's when luke is the badass you know hey when that ewok dies that's fucking sad in that movie. Yes. All right. I challenge you to watch that without shedding a tear. Well, but, you know me and my bitch ass will cry. Yeah. Oh, hey, I'm right there with you. And my, my favorite, of course, my one of my favorite scenes in all of filmdom also is, you know, the Luke Invader scene at the end. You know what yeah. I mean? And I already have. I'm like a mess. And it's, uh, to me, beautiful. And I'm like, that scene is in Jedi. So that, to me, puts it up there, you know? <laughs> but, you know, talk about influencing other people, other movies. This scene has been brought up, I don't know how many times in other other shows and movies mm-hmm. and, and everything. And what it did, it, it gave people uh, the right to talk about this comic book shit that it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, that is such, so relevant now. Back then it wasn't. It's just the obscure... To me, this is a stoner thought. That's why I was thinking. Because <laughs> agree, you know, who who thinks of that? Yeah, you know? right. Now but, that's my next question, though. The guys didn't didn't it? It made me say that's a very valid point, right? Yeah. You know. So where do you guys stand on it? Is the is is Randall right? Is the contractor that shows up right? You know the risk you're taking. Absolutely. Okay. You get these contractors <laughs> to take you know jobs overseas and you know in the middle of war zones and. <laughs> That's yeah, true. that is true. And they make big bank, right? Yeah. 300K a Cause year because you're the risk. That's true. Very true. And so, it's like, uh, you know, if you watched uh, Just Another Friday Night last night, they <laughs> talked about the Invincible show. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the event, oh, end wow. of the Invincible show and you're willing to live with superheroes in your town? You know, you got to realize how small you are compared to those superheroes. You got to oh, go yeah. back and listen because that, that shows. Yeah, amazing. it was a really amazing, guys. Go check it out. And I'll never not stop anyone from listening to Just Another Friday Night. So. Yeah. I love also here at the same time, uh, Jay is like shoving snack kicks into his mouth, like trying to eat as much as he can as fast as he can. 
And then the criminal's name is what? Baby Babyface Bambino? <laughs> I'm like, that's the worst. Like, what the fuck? But two, it's because they're in Jersey, right? They're in yeah, the they're in New Jersey. The Sopranos. Yeah, the home so, of the Sopranos. you know, it's it's almost a little bit believable. Yeah. Did you guys watch um, the any of the animated series that came out of this? It I was, I've seen I've seen clips and pieces. Probably. I think it's only one, maybe two seasons. It's, it's yeah. I have some of the figures, but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see it. I own it. I would love to you guys to. Uh, okay, let me ask you. Let me ask the hosts of now. Watch this. Will now watch this only be movies? Will you guys watch shows? Will no, you? I think shows as well. Okay, yeah. I, I would love to loan that to you guys and get your your take we, on it. We talked about it, and I was thinking. It's, I, I didn't want to do something like in the middle of a season, maybe after the whole season's over, and yeah. then talk about the whole thing. Clerks Uncensored yeah. is fucking hilarious. Um, I think a lot of the voices come back, and he gets some other great voice actors because, of course, he had a little bit of a more pull uh, at that time. But um, I believe they're in Leonardo, New Jersey is the name yeah, of, yeah. The, of the that, town. Well, that's the town that this one comes in. <laughs> yeah, and there's a great scene in one of the episodes where uh, I use this line all the time and nobody knows where it's from, but I think they get locked in the freezer, Dante and Randall, and he says, it's, it's cold in here. It's hoth cold in here. He's like, ooh, make, make more Star Wars references. Keep me warm. And they're like, rub, they're rubbing themselves to keep warm. And it's great because it's their voices. And the animation yeah. is pretty solid, too. It's a very, very funny, rewatchable show. That's what I wanted to rewatch before today, but I didn't get a chance because I was rewatching Invincible. Um, or but, last uh, night, yeah. Yeah, but I'll go home and definitely watch it again out of this because this I don't need to rewatch because I I I can hear everything that's being said. You know what I mean? And it's. Well, I don't appreciate your ruse, ma'am. <laughs> My what? <laughs> Your clever attempt to trick me. I say that all yeah. the time too. And that's what we, what do you, if you guys listen on my show, one of the things, if I give a movie all the love in the world, it has to have two main hallmarks. One of them, it has to have rewatchability. This movie has it in spades. Number two, I have to, at the end of the movie, say, I would go buy that. I immediately went out and purchased this on DVD. I own two copies of this, I believe, because I own a 10 year anniversary that got signed by, uh, by Jay, um, James Hughes and I have uh, Brian O'Halloran on there, and I I don't have uh, I've got Joy Lauren Adams on a Chasing Amy, but mm-hmm. she's not in this. But um, I mean, of course, my dream would be to get Kev on that one, you know. So that, I, that was one of my favorite parts. There he where, is. Right? Where, where the ladies, well, where the ladies leaving the the video store all pissed off, and Randall's like, "You're not allowed to rent her anymore." And and Jay <laughs> Jay's just like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. They add so much to this, and it's just their background characters, right? And then, you know, uh, mall rats. They're in the movie, they're a little bit more prevalent, but they're still background characters. Yeah. Uh, Chasing Amy, background characters, relevant, stuff like that. Dogma, they're second parts in the movie, you know, and, 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 you know, it's building up. And then Jay and Silent Bob strike back, and, you know, they're hitting on all cylinders. Oh, big time. They were ready for the big, the big uh, lead. And here we have our guy, right? Walt Flanagan. He's doing the eggs, you know what I mean? And, uh, I, I love Walt, man. Like, if, if I can. He's really solid in these. I can't believe he didn't want to, you know, <laughs> do more, you know. And he, he didn't even want to do comic book, man, when they first pitched it to him. Yeah. The, the reason he did it was. It, Kev was like, you know, it'll help. It'll help the stash. Um, but you know, going back to we talked about like how loyal Kevin is to his friends. Is you know he Walter once talked about you know his dream would be to uh, run a comic book shop, and he's like, you want to own a comic book shop? He goes, nah, not own. That that's too much thinking. <laughs> that's too much money. He goes, I just want to run it. You know, uh, it, it's like when I met Lucky. It's like I want to do a podcast. He goes, you want to do your own podcast? No, I want to. I want to <laughs> sub on a podcast with you. You know, like you, you can run everything. I just want to get on with you. 
where but, do you, where do you guys stand on this? Because I love this scene too. You know, the guy, the uh, the guidance counselor, smashing the eggs, and the woman's talking the entire time about. Right. It. And then she ends it with, "I manually masturbate uh, cage yeah. animals for artificial insemination." And they look at each other, Dante yeah. Randall, like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> There's so many quick beats on the comedy, like it's like yeah. joke after joke. So this is what I tell people, but it's kind of like you got to think about it, right? Like you might think that you just saw an innocuous scene, but you didn't. There was a lot of humor in it, but you had to catch it. I tell people like this: There's kind of two kinds of people. There's Simpsons people and there's Family Guy people. You can like both, but you will like one more than the other. I love The Simpsons and I love Futurama way more than I like Family Guy. I've seen plenty of Family Guy. It is funny, but it's very like, it's very like... It's on the nose. On the nose. Yeah. Where The Simpsons and Futurama, it's like you've got to like... you. There's there's jokes throughout the episode, but you might not catch all of them. And that's how I feel like Kev does a lot of times. Is like, especially in this... Clerks is his, to me, his most biting you know, humor, his most, most witty writing where it's like the, the, I mean, right after that scene, we get the little girl buys the pack of cigarettes and you're like, what the fuck am I watching? Like <laughs> yeah. if you didn't catch the artificially inseminate cage, masturbate them uh, for artificial insemination line, you get right into the little girl buying cigarettes <laughs> and then right into Walt comes back right now. And he's, I'm highly offended. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the end of this scene right here, when, you know, they talk about, uh, uh, jizz moppers, and then <laughs> surprised by that. Look I'm at this. Surprised I didn't get censored. I, I am too. Like when I saw it today, I was just like, "Oh fuck, I forgot about that." And he shows him the porno mag, and it's like he says, "You can see your kidneys right here." It's like Jesus. But it's going back to what you said about the rewatchability. You know, mm. a, a lot of these movies, like um, that that you have to say is like, man, it, it gets better the second or third time you watch it. Right. Is because you pick up on yes. different little things. Yes. Um, that's what I always uh, said about the Justice League. Uh, yeah. Manager. Right. And, it's and like, it gets better. That I know it's four hours, but man, I watched that movie like four or five times the first week it was out because it just got better and better every time you watched yeah. it. I watched it twice, and, and the second time I did pick up more stuff, and I felt the same way about Only twice? It, well, thus far. <laughs> <laughs> what I... What I like I about this you know movie too is I think this is probably the first time where I think it it made it okay to talk shit about customers. Yeah, we're talking about we're talking about Walt, the egg guy, looking through all the eggs, and then they start talking about the milkmaid. You know, yep. the lady that wants to check all the all the <laughs> dates on the milk. <laughs> you know, and you get the guy. Am I supposed to drink this coffee hot? Yeah, yeah. And it, and if y'all after this, I wanted to watch that a fucking video store. I I want to say I may have applied at Blockbuster uh, a time or two. My you know? my big thing was I briefly uh, dated a girl that worked at Hollywood Video, and for me, I was like, this is the one we're gonna get married. Like I made it because I'm dating a video store girl. Like this is it. Uh, she was fantastic, whatever, but it didn't work out. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but no, you're so right, Luck, on the this, customers. This what is, is one of my favorite lines, too. The guy, some random guy comes in <laughs> to a mid little mini-mart asking, do you sell help cups for a 1972 Pinto hatchback? <laughs> Ooh, mini trucking magazine. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like that, too, like in, in the video store. It's like, do you have that one movie with that guy from that thing that was in that thing last year? I love that part, yeah. too. We always joke about that now. It's like with, between me and my, my, uh, my other group of friends where it's like... Uh, Oh, you probably want to watch some like Navy SEALs because <laughs> he's like, "Ooh, Navy SEALs!" Yeah. And you're like, "Oh!" And what is it? What does uh, Randall say? They always pick the worst movies, yeah. like you know. And right here too, Veronica's bringing Dante lunch, and she tells him peanut butter and jelly, and then she's like, "No, it's lasagna." And you're like, "Fuck, lasagna!" Yeah. <laughs> it goes back to um, 
I, I would say her backstory is probably she's a mob mobster's daughter or something like that. You know, they're in fucking yeah. You know, they're in her real name Marilyn Marilyn Gugliotti. It sounds yeah. pretty uh pretty uh crime family ish. You know, I, I think she was uh her last name was Soprano. Yeah, we didn't movie. we didn't talk about the thirty seven because every every time I hear thirty seven that comes to mind. I wanted yeah. to bring this up, guys. I know we glanced <laughs> over it in our "Is this a love story?" conversation. I we we talked right through that part of the yeah. movie, but I wanted to bring it up because uh, when uh, um, Dante's real name, somebody help me, uh, Brian O'Halloran. Brian O'Halloran yeah. is fantastic, by the way. To meet, if you guys ever get to meet him at a con, yes. meet him. He's so so super nice. And I met him in Dallas. He's really great on social media, guys. Try to get him to retweet you guys, especially about this. He probably will. Um, but he. Uh, he wrote on the, he signed my my clerk's uh, ex the ten year one and that's what he wrote on there is it's Brian O'Halloran I'm thirty seven <laughs> and I nice. love that that scene again is so tight so well written and they're they're bickering the the argument feels genuine you know she's talking about you know sucking the dick and then the customer comes up he's like thirty seven my girlfriend's like thirty seven dicks and the guy's like in, in a, a row, row? <laughs> and then right after that I love it when he goes to yell at her and yeah. like, trying to suck any dick on your way to the parking lot and that guy yeah, just walks off yeah. he's like hey you get back here <laughs> uh, dude that was great and, and uh they talk about the actors it's like kevin every word of dialogue in the movie kevin wrote there's no fucking ad living they didn't have time to do any shit like that they didn't have money to do shit like that so do they you say follow that- his script I haven't heard much about him as how he is as a director from people that have worked with him is he like now i've heard about tarantino where people say he wants you to stick to the script. He's very big on that because those are A, his words, which that's not always the case. But B, it's because he's like, I want you to to trust me the way I wrote it. And when you deliver it like this, it's going to, it's going to, you know, we know, yeah. we know Quentin, it's going to sound cool. Now, I haven't heard too much about Kev. I don't know if either one of you know, did, did the people say that he is like that, like a stickler for sticking to his script? Like he want because he's trying to get, you know, again, these are his words in most of his movies. And I would imagine so, but yeah. I mean, usually they they land it. It it works. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe maybe at first. Um, yeah, because I know he does a lot of like Supergirl, The Flash. He dir- yeah, uh, directs right. some of those. But I think those shows are just you know, any director can just step in and just. That's kind of yeah. what I've heard him say too. And he's talked about that too. Yeah, but like um, I've heard that like Clerks, he's he's like that, of course, because. It's a bunch of new actors, right? But then mm-hmm. when he goes to Mallrats, and um, I want to say he told, uh, God damn it, uh, Shannon Daugherty, I was going to say Brenda. Uh-huh. <laughs> Brenda? <laughs> Dick. <laughs> uh, but when he tells he tells Shannon Daugherty uh, fucking, um, you know, how to read a line, she's like, did you just fucking give me a line read? And he goes, oh, was that what that was? She's like, yeah, you don't do that. And he found out as he goes along, it's like actors like to bring their own shit to it. Right, right. But, you know, um, he was like that. You know, he, he didn't allow ad living, you know. I guess going. he didn't learn. He tried that with Bruce Willis too, right? And it was like. No, no. By that time, I mean, the the, the great part about Cop Out, like Bruce Willis sucks, but treat. Um, as a human being, right, Joe? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's, he's so bad because I like Bruce Willis. I know. Yeah. Hearing those stories hurts. And you're yeah. like, fuck, man. But Hudson Hawk is one of my favorite movies. You just, you. Uh, Striking Distance is one of mine. Do you yeah. remember that one? If you just you just want him to be a cool guy. I used yeah. to watch some Moonlighting yeah. episodes, and it was like, that didn't make sense to me as a kid, but I was like, this guy I, seems I, nice. I, I listened to Introduction to Bruno. Like That was his fucking CD that he released. I, yeah. I, yeah, I, I fucking I like this dude. Um... 
you know, um, just recently watched Die Hard with my son. Yeah. And he liked it, you know? So, yeah. But it's tough Tracy Morgan on Cop Out was fucking good. <clears throat> oh, yeah. 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 Now, Tracy Morgan. Yeah. And Tracy Morgan, exactly. So he, he learned when he met Tracy Morgan is sometimes you got to let these motherfuckers go, man. Let, let them do their thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, Joe's smacking the mic, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, guys, tell me about um, Dante's hockey game. Now, even even Veronica mentions it earlier. She says, don't you have a hockey game at you? He mentions the hockey game when he gets yeah. the call in the beginning. I'm like, is this like a... What is it, like league hockey? Like Dante, are you paid know, in money? Just, it, it was very important to him that he played. I'm like, or is this just you and your boys knocking off? Like, I, know, I thought it was like, oh, he's in a league or something. Yeah, it's just <laughs> uh, they think, were just gonna get together and play hockey. Yeah, this I reminded me of street, like a game of pickup, right? Like yeah. pickup basketball. You know, the hockey guys we're we're down here in South Texas, so hockey a little bit foreign to us. Maybe it'll be a basketball game or yeah, mind yeah. you, they're playing on rollerblades with a ball. They're not playing with a puck on ice. You know what I mean? But they ends up having the game on the roof of the of the store. And uh, they're they're in jerseys. They seem pretty serious about it. it seems like it's pretty big. Well, I, it, it it was something that they used to do back in the day as as friends. Um, we saw it in the comic book men show. Okay, is and they even did a street hockey tournament um, in Canada that was run by uh, Wayne Gretzky's dad. No shit. Yeah. Wow. So, nice. Uh, yeah. Um, Kevin would put together a team and they'd go up there and do it. But I mean, this was uh, after he became famous and and he was able to you know because. Uh, he's very charitable and uh, he went up there as part of a charity and you know took all the boys with him Scott Mosier Ming Chen everybody's there uh, Ming Chen who we shit on a little bit last week I love Ming Chen still <laughs> uh, he's a cool guy <laughs> yeah. he does a lot of stuff on social media yeah. too no yeah. it, it, you know we, we shit on the actor that looked like him not Ming Chen I love this scene too, guys, where they're playing hockey on the roof and the customer comes up and starts talking shit about their <laughs> hockey playing. He's like, oh man, look at you, you can't even pass. Well, we're looking at the uh, one special effect that they had in the movie. Did y'all catch it there? No, I did not. That's Scott Mosier talking to Scott Mosier on the ground. No shit. That was pretty cool. I did not realize that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Scott Mosier decides he has the face like, off here. Him I like and he Kev. just ran off for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, fuck it a minute. I want to get cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> he just hits the fucking ball out of the way. Oh, dude. And he's not even on skates. He fucking just, uh, he's like, fucking takes the ball, shoots it way away from their game. And right there to it, now, Pennywise the clown. This dude with the long hair, I don't know his name, but um, there's another scene coming up. Yeah. You got to tell me if it's this guy or not. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. no. He's, he's in... I think he plays three roles in this movie, but he's basically the grip guy. He told me, uh, or he told me, he fucking said in the in the in the documentary they had. Okay, he, he was basically like lights and and helped them break down the store, build it back up, stuff like that. Again, he used all friends from the neighborhood, man. So it was uh, it was his his boys back in the day, and you can you can tell in their acting. But uh, I think I know the scene that Lucky's talking about. <laughs> Is it the the funeral scene, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I love the little stuff too. Like you know, there's the scene where that guy, the one that Lucky's talking about, the long haired guy, he they lose the ball, only one ball. He goes to he bangs the hockey stick, and right then there's like the like the, yeah, the yeah. guitar. You know, it's like little stuff like that kind of adds to the movie. Also, that guy was wearing a New Jersey Devils uh, jersey, but Dante was wearing a Pittsburgh Penguins. I know our hockey our hockey knowledge here is going to look bad. But. Our, our hockey knowledge is limited to uh, Snoop Dogg wore a maple leaf jersey <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> uh, who does CM Punk like? It's like he's a Blackhawks <laughs> fan. <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> and 
And here comes this guy. Dude, this fucking scene. At, <laughs> oh, my God. This guy reminds me of Stanley Kubrick. Have you guys seen what Stanley Kubrick was? No. When I see this, I'm like, this guy just reminds me. I don't know who this actor is. It's playing the the dirty old man, I guess well, you the, could call the, him. The I'll, fucking balls to be like, you know, let me get one of those nudie magazines. I want to tell this guy to get the hell out of here. Dude, that's the balls of old age. Guys, we're pretty close. We're barking on that door. We're going to be those guys at the gym that after we shower, we just walk around without a towel. But Dante, Whoa. the that's nice guy. Dante, the nice guy, of course, <laughs> caving in, pushover. Yeah. Yeah. He, doesn't, like he only he gives him toilet paper and he yeah. gives him the good toilet paper and he gives him the fucking dirty <laughs> mag. Yeah. Uh, and I like what Randall tells him, you know, he's like, stop fucking apologizing to people. He's yeah. Like, you just apologize. He's like, yeah, I'm sorry. He's like, there you did it again. Stop. But we all need that friend, right? We yeah. all, you know, like I would say, you know, I, I, I grew up with a, with a friend named Austin. Austin was that quiet, fucking silent, you know. But but deadly looking guy. It's probably your your the double A to you. Oh, okay. And um and I always played the uh, J to his silent Bob. But we always need that 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 friend that you know for when you are quiet. You know that friend that's gonna speak up for you. Or I'm sure they wouldn't appreciate being described like a fart. Silent <laughs> no, but deadly. No, he, yeah. he was, but he was. Yeah, that's there true. you go. He there smelled. You know. <laughs> Me, meanwhile, in my, sit there and look mean. <laughs> in my inner brain monologue, I'm looking at Lux TV here. We're looking at clerks as we as we talk about the show. But off to the left, there's a picture, and I'm like, man, what Jedi is that? What young Jedi is that? And I'm like, that's a picture of Eleven from Stranger Things. And I'm like, yeah. I, I, and I'm thinking to myself, man, they're missing the Jedi braid. That artist messed up. And I'm like, that's not a boy. That's Eleven. <laughs> that's fucking Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's total side note, guys. We have to have, <laughs> luck might have to cut this out. <laughs> so the guy gets the dirty mag. He goes to the bathroom. Uh, we all know that hijinks will ensue. Um, <laughs> now, let me ask you guys. For you two guys, are, are you... are you? Let's not talk about bringing lasagna to lunch because that's a given. But, yeah. but solely based on looks, are you Veronica men or Caitlyn men? Uh... I'm a, I'll go first since you guys are thinking right, that. I, I liked Veronica. I liked Veronica. I think there was something about the Italian accent and her hair, the straight hair versus uh, later Caitlyn kind of has like the, the crimp of like the 80s going. You know what I mean? We're so, going just looks? We're going just looks. Let's look. Don't, we obviously know Caitlyn is a cheating ass bitch. I don't know. Like it, ever since I got married, like I don't see... Oh, I don't think you don't see other women. Oh, okay. I don't think you know what, guys. You're not here for this live, but both these guys' eyes just fell out of their heads. All, all all four eyeballs are rolling around on the ground like marbles. Uh, I I, I don't think either of them are my type. Oh, they're not your speed, look. Um, but maybe Veronica. Just okay. She's shorter, I guess. Okay. Oh, no. See, y'all are gotta feel the... like I'm taller. You know. There you go. <laughs> Lucky's into the two girls that were talking to Olaf outside of the. <laughs> no, no. I'm into the one that was, uh, I guess, the one that's the jizz master. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, because if she can do that to animals, it's like, what can she do to me? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm on that speed right there. So I was gonna say she was there and gone, and you're just like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Like, come maybe, back. I want to know more. <laughs> maybe it's the detective later on. <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> and she was a uh, actually that girl was a uh, kevin smith's sister in, in the movie uh, no shit yeah again huh. uh the milkmaid is his mom really yeah. well, okay i didn't know that that's cool oh she shit yeah. on it like he took her to go see it and everything when it came out and he she's like you spent twenty seven thousand dollars on this oh i can imagine <laughs> can you imagine yeah. right what she yeah, thought i kind of did now the guy lives uh 10 minutes from hollywood boulevard you know what i mean 
Um, so this is we're in the one scene where they're maybe away from the store where they drive in the car. They go to the funeral for who who died. Joe, tell us again. Again, it's uh, I, I believe it's what is it? Uh, Caitlin's cousin or something? Yeah, who is it? Brandy's Venning? No, Brandy's Venning's from the other from Mall. That, yeah. They reference Mall it in Mallrats, yes. though, right? It's the pool. The pool incident. Yeah. Julie Dwyer. Yes, yes, yes. Julie yes, Dwyer yes. died. Yeah. And this was one of the first interconnected shared universe yeah kind of deals i remember thinking that was so cool i was like wow that's from the other movie like that's neat because you felt like an insider right you felt like i know this because i've seen all his movies that's where it came from exactly exactly and then here he's always kev is not shy about sucking marvel's dick and being like how great that what they're doing is and i'm like dude you did it first dude like you did it absolutely you know the the view universe is uh, incredible and it's amazing you know what are what's his um uh, Quentin has red apple cigarettes, but it's nails, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, nails. That's the Viewisk Universe cigarettes. Nails. Now, I don't know. I'm trying to remember. I don't know if they said they did a scene in there or if it's another movie that references what happens inside the funeral home. Uh, no, I, I, I want to say it's just it's just reference. They knock the coffin down, yeah. right? Is what yeah. they say. Is it Randall that does it? I think it's Dante. That's fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> so they just run out of there. And then here you get this funny beat. Everybody at the store, they lock up the store. Everyone's out there banging. They're like, who comes to the store at 4 o'clock on a Saturday? (laughs) And I love fucking Randall in this because he's, you know, he didn't have to leave. You know, he's like, no, I want to go too. And it was like, uh, what what did they get on him about? He's like, you you don't even know him. I did too. He's like, you hate people. He's like, I know, but I love gatherings. Yes. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's the way I that, am, too. Like, yeah, I like fucking people too. watching, man. But like, I like parties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm antisocial, but yeah this, yeah. this right here. That's him. It appears to be a woman. But it's, you know, it's that I guy. I think it's that guy with the long hair. It and is. he's clearly taller than the other two <laughs> yeah. people. And that's, I never picked that up. Wow, he, that's he, awesome. He's like, he wore his mom's dress. That's why he couldn't pick up his arms. Yeah. He says it right here. You knocked the, you knocked the casket over. <laughs> He says her fucking body fell out. They put it back in. It's not like it matters if she breaks something. He's like, you're a fucking asshole. Oh, excuse me. I I, I love fucking Randall's beating this, man. Like, he, he's always so good. Yeah. But I love the fact that it, it continues, you know. It continues in, in Clerks 2. But that was the good thing about Jay and Silent Bob uh, Strikes Back is it brought everybody back. Yeah. You know, uh, Dante plays a couple of roles in, in, in that movie, um, you know, for Jason Lee, he comes out as Brody and as um, um, what's the anchor's name? Um, I can't think of his name in in uh, Chasing Amy. It'll come to me in a minute. But you know, he comes out Banky. Bo- Banky. Mm-hmm. He comes out as Banky and as uh, Brody. So you know, shit like that, man. I I loved shit like that. And then tell him Steve Dave comes out. Yeah, yeah. No, all that stuff. Now here's something that. You know, kind of calling back to earlier, we talked about the love story thing, right? It's like, you know, we talk about, uh, you know, the Veronica Caitlin thing, whatever. And obviously, it was neither of them because he ends up, you know, with Rosario Dawson's character in Clerks 2, uh, which is great. Spoilers. I love that. I love that for him. So, spoilers. Um, but, uh, you know, we know what happens because the story does continue. And I also love Randall more in that movie. You know, when he wants to go ride the go-karts, he gets upset about his life kind of being shit on and you know, being as Jay called him a minute ago, a cock smoking clerk, you know what I mean? And it's like, uh, you know, you're like, man, fuck, you know what I mean? Like here, these guys was, I can kind of relate to this. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm nearing 40. 
I, you know, I'm in a in a job where I'm a temp. You know what I mean? I would love to be a permanent employee, but I'm a temp. And it's like, man, when you're temping at 40, you're kind of scared. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where Jay was at. You know what I mean? Jay was like, you know what? I need to go ride the go-karts, man. Like, I need to get my mind, you know, off this shit or whatever. And uh, uh, Randall. Randall, Randall, right, Randall. Yeah, and uh, that's a really cool part because, um, you know, Dante goes with him and he's like, all right, let's go. And uh, they play uh, raindrops falling on your head, yeah. you know what I mean? But From, again, it's sometimes you need that friend that's going to... Totally, That can man. see that in you or, or see what you need and, and sometimes just be fucking uh, there. But, but maybe that's where you get more of the love story is in part two, but you see it blooming here. Oh, no, definitely. And, and, and finishing in, in, in part two. Oh, he cares about him. He cares about him as, you know, like, what does he tell him when yeah. he first gets, he's like, oh, if I'd have known you were working, I'd have come in a whole hour later. <laughs> like, he already knows, like, that's their relationship. And, um, you know, later on, like we said, when he tells Caitlin, you know, that, that one liner, it's like, despite all this that you've seen all day with us, even them physically fighting, you know, it's like, I love this guy or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, I love him. Yep. And I was there first. That's pretty cool. And <laughs> you like how almost everybody that comes in the shop is buying a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> everyone buys smokes. Yeah. And once Randall appears, he fucks with everyone, right? Like what just happened right here? The old man got pissed off. Yeah. He fucking, he spat in his face. Spit yeah. Him. He spit in his fucking face and he gives him the smokes <laughs> for free. And he, he talks about his story is that was Basically, Brian Johnson. Now, the, mm -hmm. the the reason we don't see Brian in this movie is because they had a falling out. Their falling out uh, had to do with the store. It's like uh, Brian had a girlfriend. And, you know, as it is, you know, like we talked about is that, uh, you know, friends get girlfriends and sometimes they, you know, stop being as friendly or, or you know, friends with you. But it's uh, Brian had a girlfriend and he was willing to drop everything for this girl. They both worked at the store. Um Kevin was supposed to come and relieve Brian. Brian was like, you need to hurry up. I'm, I'm going to end up leaving. And, you know, uh, Brian left. And when Brian left, he left a sign on the door that says, uh, uh, stores closed due to bubonic plague. And Brian left, you know, because it's funny. It's a joke. Right. And so Kevin comes in. Come, comes in. He's like, what the fuck, man? The store is closed during the afternoon. You know, so again, you see a lot of the shit that happened pulled into the movie here. Well, Brian comes in, I mean, Kevin comes in, and a cop comes and gives him shit about it later on, and, you know, what's his deal with the plague and everything like that, and so that caused a falling out between Kevin and Brian, and that's why uh, Brian's not present here. Now, wow. Um, they ended up patching things up through Walt and everything like that, and, uh, you know, Kevin, when he finally showed Brian the movie, he's like, what'd you think? He's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know. Who do you think these guys are based off of? And he's like, that's us up there. So it's a love story between Dante and Randall, but it's a love story between Kevin Smith and Brian Johnson. Wow. That's interesting. That is really interesting. And you know what? He's the one that in comic book man comes off definitely the most asshole-ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, where it's almost like you're a fan of this stuff, but you kind of also kind of shit on it and shit on the people that like it. And when I had the opportunity to meet them, uh, at the Alamo City Comic Con, which was just uh, Brian Ming and um, Mike yeah. uh, Zapsik. Uh, it was like that, too. I was kind of like, yeah. I, I got the most stand... You know, I don't know how you guys are, but like, I can kind of pick up vibes, you know what I mean? Just feel like persons, you know, their kind of aura or whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm no fucking, you know, Sixth Sense person or whatever, but it was just like, you know, 
he was the one that seemed the most standoffish, like oh, I'm just kind of here or whatever. But uh, but I talked for a while with Ming or whatever, and and it was really cool and uh, a little bit with Mike whatever. But I talked mainly with Ming, and it was about like the intro. I was very curious about like did they have input into their you know individual? And he goes, yeah, like you know I love Transformers and robots, so they asked me, and I got you know to tell them, and that's how it was. And that uh, Ming the Ming bot, yeah, and that Mike loves uh, Superman, and so that's why he's Superman. But I noticed that Brian is like Thor in the opening of that one. I don't know. You know what what like, their conversation was? Yeah, right, <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, I mean it. It's it's interesting too, though, when you have a friend like that that is maybe someone that everybody else likes. I mean, they don't get off to them or whatever. Everyone kind of maybe thinks that person is an asshole, and maybe we all have a friend like that. And in our group, I know that in our group we do. Uh, other people are like, oh, I don't like him. Don't care for that guy, or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I know. He'd, I know he's kind of, you know, not even necessarily rough around the edges, but just like you don't get their humor or whatever it may be. But Let me it's calling like, my boy Aaron out. Like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're 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 an asshole, but they're our asshole. You know what I mean? So <laughs> no, it's like no. But once you get to know him, once, cool. <laughs> yeah, once you get to know him, yeah, for sure, for sure. But like I I I likened it to like um like I said like Brian and him were friends. But uh, when I met when I met Brian, Brian actually gave me a, a free uh, a picture of them. Is that right? A, a signed picture of the comic book man because I, I I talked to him. They didn't have a line. I, I told you I helped him get tacos um, from nice. Daddy's. <laughs> Dude, but, that's uh, very cool. I, I talked to him and then um, you know confessed my love of tell him Steve Dave and <laughs> you know he's like here you know and he fucking signed it. It was badass. That's so, cool. I was actually at that con. I had a booth that year. Um, no shit. Yeah, was there a was, podcaster's row or no? What, I was doing this three-legged rabbit thing. Okay, uh, when it was trying to make it a comic, I don't know what I was doing. Um, but yeah, but it was cool. I saw them. Well, you got to see people and walk around before the doors even opened. So yeah, that was kind of cool. badass. Mingle, to see that? Yeah, um, but yeah, they're a great group of guys. Um, we got to get that going again. Look, we got to get the, the three-legged rabbit back, back in business, man. Well, maybe well, it, uh, it's in, bro. Maybe we like, get together and just have selling. a podcasting booth at another con, you know. Podcasters row. I'm down for that. Bring I, out the I merch to bring in, um, you know, people at the con, ask them what they think and whatnot. Yeah, because little by little, it's starting to open back up, and and mm-hmm. you're starting to see artists get out there, or or you know, actors get out there and do do little little bits and pieces here. But I'm waiting for the comic, the con circuit to come, kind of come back full circle. Hey man, I'm there for it, guys. Just put our booth next to y'all's booth, so you can bring us some food when y'all go for food too. <laughs> yeah, oh, and here she is, right? The first appearance of Caitlin the, Brie. the nefarious Caitlin Bree. Guys, was it Rick Darris in the previous scene? Yes, with the milk, who, yeah. who comes gets referenced again, yeah. right? Several times. Yeah. Well, Rick Darris, uh, that's that's. Didn't another... she cheat with him too? She didn't yeah. she cheat yeah. with Rick Darris? And that's that's chick. Ernie. Ernie O'Donnell, who's a childhood friend of Kevin's, and originally uh, Ernie, Kevin, and this guy Mark had uh, had their own little, uh, I guess, uh, acting troupe together and acting team. And so Kevin told them, you know, hey, you know, I'm, I'm writing this movie. Um, you, you're going to be the lead. And so Rick Darris was supposed to be Dante. Really? Yes. Hmm. So Very he, interesting. Uh, he was supposed to be Dante, but he didn't come across, you know, Dante's kind of a lovable loser. Yeah. Um, Rick Darris comes off and more handsome, O'Donnell, more, yeah. yeah, like like more confident and stuff like that. And they said, you know, um, this motherfucker was, you know, uh, they were uh, going hard at it with the script and everything like that. And Ernie O'Donnell couldn't fucking 
memorize his shit. And oh, wow. Yeah, it ended yeah. up hey, being it's like, not easy, right? It's yeah. definitely not easy. Because Randall was, um, Jeff wasn't an actor. Uh, the guy who plays Randall, he wasn't an actor either. He was a friend of theirs too, but he fucking got it. Um, so, you know, it ended up being like Jeff and Walter says, you're really going to fucking make this movie with Ernie as your lead? He can't remember shit. Yeah. And that's when they brought in fucking Dante. Where, um, now, Brian O'Halloran wasn't a childhood friend. No, no, He's no. an actor. He was just an actor, and yeah. they And I think they did a great job with him. He's fantastic. And I, I love that, you know, it's it's like uh, Luck said earlier with the Adam Sandler deal is that, you know, he always comes back to play with them. Right, right. Um, it's funny, we're talking about the, you know, the acting thing not being easy or whatever. You know, I took a couple acting classes when I was at SAC. Because uh, I had always heard that, you know, if you wanted to do anything in the background, you should learn that aspect of it. Not because I ever fa- uh, fancied myself an actor, but. Um, oh, you wanted to be a leading man. <laughs> leading man, for sure. Right? I got the height, I guess. Yeah. Um, so when when I was on a Totally Rad podcast with Jerry uh, Davila, uh, thank you. Totally Joe, Rad for that. Christmas. Totally, totally Rad Christmas, excuse me. Um, I was on that with uh, Jerry. He asked me at the end, he said, Can you, do you have guys have like an outro? And I was like, no. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, no, just a little something, like a little plug for yourself. And I'm like, Jerry's okay. so fucking professional. Yeah, it's bro. very, very, very tight. Uh, and, you know, we did something like that with you, Luck, with Dork Day. You just had us kind yeah. of say like, hey, this is so-and-so and so-and-so from the Justin Friday podcast. It's real easy. So when I when I did it for Jerry, I didn't have double A with me. So I'm in my closet trying to record myself. I must have by myself did like 50 takes because I'm just like not satisfied. <laughs> I'm like, man, I, I forgot to say this. I forgot to say that. Like, I forgot to say it. And I was like, damn it. Like, I'm just like, I'm like, dude, so you know, kudos to the actors, seriously, especially like we said, some of these people were not actors and they pull off a great performance for what it is. This movie to me accomplishes something that people say about good podcasts. This is how I feel when I listen to now watch this, you know, or dork dad podcast. And I hope it's how people feel when they listen to mine is that I'm, I want to join the conversation. I want to be talking with y'all. I feel like I'm in the room. I'm laughing at what you're saying. I'm, I'm, you know, if I happen to know what you look like, I'm imagining what you look like or not. But when I'm watching this movie, I feel like I'm truly a fly on the wall at this convenience store seeing this shit unfold. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, Jay shoveling fucking snack cakes into my mouth as fast as I can <laughs> uh, with a big ass cup of coffee. Cause I'm just like, these people are fucked up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this is some funny ass shit happening, you know? And, and what's great about it too, is that it relates to so many people. So many people relate to this movie and they love it. Cause like, like you said, with the customer thing, you know, just working a job like that, right? A job you hate. We've all been there, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, but these guys are from up North. I don't think Kevin Smith wrote it, you know, specifically for like, you know, we know how sometimes there can be movies that don't really, hit because it's like kind of regional yeah. or it's you know geographical or even cultural you know what i mean but it's like you know we i think we can all relate to this movie very easily you know what i mean very universal yeah very universal and if you talk about it in movies about shitty jobs it's like it's right up there with like you know in fact i put it above way above but it's like this and then something like waiting yeah you know what i mean where <laughs> people love waiting because you worked <laughs> oh, in a restaurant man. you know what i mean i've never worked in a restaurant but i felt like it captured the vibe of what it must be like, you know, cause I've been at other jobs where there's those two knockoffs where there's people that are in the back that are just like fucking chilling or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Where you feel like you're doing all the damn work, you know? Um, and this movie's like that too, where it's like, you know, there's just you and one other guy or girl or whatever, and they don't do anything or they do all this shit wrong. And you're there, you know, trying to make the most of it. I mean, it's like Dante says he hates it, but yet it seems like he cares. And it's so funny, your story, Joe, about the real Kevin and uh, Brian's falling out yeah. because it's like, 
he gave a fuck so much about this fucking job. But at this time, you're probably thinking, hey, this is my money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, man, this might be my car payment or my fucking stereo payment or, you know, whatever the case may be. Stereo. You know what I mean? Yep, exactly. <laughs> See, there you go. You got to date it. Like, make it real. Make <laughs> it feel real fucking old, right? But, but exactly. Uh, it, it's it's the love story part of it is that, you know, it, it's, it's not, maybe not so much the job part of it. For me, I took it as it's, you know, I'm your friend. I'm asking you to do this thing. But yet, because you have this girl, right. you want to go over there. Okay. Know? So it, it went a little deeper. It's a day in the life. Right? Yep. For sure. So it, it's sure. Clark telling fucking, uh, or it's uh, Bruce telling Clark, like, hey, you know, I'm your I'm your friend, but you drop everything for fucking Lois? For Lois, bro? Well, I thought it would be more like uh, Bruce telling Clark, hey, can you wear the cowl for a little while around Gotham? Because I need, I need a week <laughs> off. No, you know, are you, uh, <laughs> that's why you don't know Batman. He don't fucking take a week off, bro. Damn it! It's like, when does this guy sleep? That's it's around. good. It's good shit. Oh, he no. if he if he couldn't, he wouldn't. Uh, I'm no. sure. Uh, um, in the comics, and and um, Double A and Chuck are gonna hate this part of the comics, but Batman has trained his body so that he only needs about uh, uh. four hours of sleep <laughs> a day. Oh, I haven't turned my body at all, but that's in, all I run on. I don't know about you in, guys. In hour increments? <laughs> yes. I'm wrong. That's Batman. He's fucking prepared for everything. You know what? Fuck that. Superman, they should have that. I would read that ish, that series. Superman should be like, no, you're taking a vacation. Go huh? out. Meet a fucking girl. Get laid. Fucking Buddy cop. Drink a little booze. Batman, like, have a beer, bro. Like That's, that's what me and Lucky talked about, uh, and I know you know because you listen to our, our, our podcast, mm-hmm. but... Um, with we want to see the uh Kong and Godzilla buddy cop movie, yeah. Oh man, I'm there for it. It sounded <laughs> great, <odd> couple, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was when you guys talked about that, I was like, oh yeah, I'm there, I'm watching that. shit Well, it's funny like, when uh, me and Luck talked about doing this movie, it's because the Jay and Silent Bob aspect of it is like, I, I, I've been telling him the last three shows, it's like. I think I fucking talk too much, Lucky. He's like, no, no, you're good, man. You're good. So it's like... We're, Make we're, up for me and not talk. Yeah, we're like Jay and Silent Bob here. Can, can a podcaster ever talk too much, Luck? I don't know. Uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the length of our shows? And it's fucking gold content. All of it. Yeah. Like, I, I, I I hate to be this guy, but I, I, I listen and then I listen again. Listen again. <laughs> you'll, you'll do it for a while. We're at the He's point like, me and Double A where we're not listening to your to show. I listen. I yeah. listen to it. I listen to my show. Yeah. yeah. Hey, sometimes I'm listening to when I was listening to Dork Dad <laughs> episodes. I'm like, where's the rest? Lucky, like, well, I need a little bit more here. Like, I have questions. <laughs> so you like the uh, fucking? Oh, I love this scene right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're right at the end where Jay is putting on. Uh, what's he doing here? I eat cock. <laughs> The, how do you guys feel about that? There's a lot of like, you know, they used the word faggot earlier. It's cock smoker. And I know it's Jersey. It's the way that talk. But Kevin never seems to shy away from it. Um, it was the way that people talked back then. It's a different it was, time. It was tongue in cheek. Yeah, it was like, you know. Well, um, you listen to our, our show last week. Is, we talked about like, you know, different time, different uh, stuff that's maybe like around your family. It's it's a little bit different. Like right. I'm not saying the you thick know, skin. I remember you yeah, saying that. And yeah. it's okay to say certain things, but like mm-hmm. you know, we have family, and you know, as and you know, you come from a big family as well. So if you're Mexican and you look a little bit Asian, you're Chino in your right. family. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? If, yeah. if you're a little y'all bit, went there with a couple of those uh, uh, kind of our cultural terms, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 well, that's the thing. We are gonna go there, but yeah. Um, 
nothing is meant, I think, from I know our podcast or your guys' podcast. We talk about this me and double A too. He's he's kind of gotten a couple of rants recently where he told me he's like, Man, do you think I went too far? And I was like, No, A, because we're not necessarily setting the world on fire with our audience thus far. I'm like, you know, but I mean it's not from a place of malice yeah at all you know what i mean it's it's meant because we're telling a story or part of the storytelling right. and that's very much part hopefully, of the storytelling here hopefully we don't make it big and someone goes back and be like hey there was that one podcast yeah. where you said this well, and like, yeah. Yeah. hopefully we make it big and hey, then people are like disney did fires you really us? mean you mm-hmm. didn't like paul walker's movies yeah. and i was like it's no. gonna it's gonna happen guys right as they're about to make now watch this the new the new replacement for the tonight show <laughs> and they're gonna be like oh you know what man they said negro that one yeah. time they're like it's <laughs> Cut them off. They're done. Canceled. Cancel culture. I made a point to say it. Negro is black in Spanish. In Spanish. Correct. That's, 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 that's nick, fact. Nicknames that we call right. other family members. Right. <laughs> but uh, it, it's it's like we talked about too. It's like fucking, uh, you know, we're going to we're gonna get a tusk out of this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have hey. a story that we talked about on a podcast. And, you know, you look at Lucky's production value over here, you know. One of these days, this dude's gonna. Um, we're gonna come in, and he's gonna have a whole TikTok, you know, camera thing <laughs> set up. And hey, you're making a movie today, and you know, okay, lucky. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you guys, we gotta just call it the podcast life, man. About what did you guys think about uh, Dante and Caitlin's uh, date outfits? She looked nice. With very nineties. It's very nineties. <laughs> it's super nineties. The the bangs, the tease hair. You know, here in uh, Texas, I don't think we'd we'd be wearing a sweater. No, yeah, especially Don- a Cosby sweater. Yeah, Dante's uh, rocking the full Cosby sweater. <laughs> and here she comes out of the bathroom after what she believes she just banged him. Yet he's there at the counter, and she's not even questioning that. I'm like, uh, the, the thing too is like, uh, so this guy went in there to take a shit. Uh huh. I'm sure it smelled like shit in there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying <laughs> like you know, I understand the lights off and everything like that. This guy was. Well, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Let's back up. Let's back up here. You guys are assuming that he was able to pinch it off. What if he was just pushing and he never got to it, croaked, and then it never turd never released? Or was that his intention, anyways? Oh, Maybe he yeah. just wanted just to go in, in there, there to, to take care of business. To go, yeah, to go rub one out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Typically, it's. Reserved for at home, but I guess you'd stop at a random clerk, uh, random store and do that. He might have been on a road trip. Oh, that's true. He, you know what? I think he's on his way to see the Field of Dreams field. Oh. <laughs> and he stops, and then he, you know. You I don't know. I, I took it as he died all of the guy on The Sopranos that dies on the toilet. <laughs> or what about... <laughs> he's got, like, the worst fucking death on The Sopranos. Is it, is it possible that he, he pinches it off, and as he's croaking and feels his heart stopping he realizes i don't want to die on top of a shitty toilet is managed his dying act is to reach back and put his hand on the flush or as we saw in the fucking magazine that randall had maybe it was a little bit too much for him it wasn't exactly fucking playboy you could only you could almost see the guy the girl's kidneys, kidneys yeah. that was definitely a club or hustler oh yeah. and, there, and, and uh that's a future podcast for us. Uh, we're going to go over <laughs> Lucky's uh, yeah. uh, porno mag days. I, I want to imagine that it was the old school type flush where it's like the, the chain with the handle. <laughs> and he just pulled it as he croaked. And then he died. Uh, you know, I'm, and I'm, so he released it and it didn't smell that Yeah, it's, I'm, it's wishful thinking there. So on, that's on what I was talking part. about. This detective. I think I'm more her speed here. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, she's... That's... Man, that's not even 90s. That's a classic 80s hairstyle. <laughs> you know, she's not even in... Well, she's not in uniform because she's a detective. Look at, look right? at it. It's got the porno mag on there. 
<laughs> she died with a smile on his face. Bro, she's got a very heart looking vibe to it, right? Like, yeah. Like, listen to uh, she. She's gonna start singing uh, look, Barracuda. Look, look, look at the tent he's got pitched right there as he goes into the thing. <laughs> Guys, what about what about uh, Randall's line about how he's like some guy just raped Caitlyn, and he's like, she said she did all the work. <laughs> it's so Randall. It's like, fuck, that's dark uh, in so many ways. Like. <laughs> Wait, you know what's cool? Like, like okay, like the gumming of the locks. You know, we go back to the the shutters mm-hmm. being down. It's all written in the movie because it, it was cheaper. You know, if, if they had the shutters up and the windows are there, that's more production value that goes into it. So, uh, you know, everything that's in the movie, it's practical fucking reasons. I love, I love that. Yeah, I love that. I can't believe they put her in the same ambulance with the body. Like, <laughs> I know. And snowball. The snowball jumps in, too. Like, <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I mean, guys, we're pretty much at the end. And I think there's probably. No, 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 no. We, we got the fight scene. Okay. Out. Okay. Chip goes in the salsa. We're back. No, no, no. We're back. Yeah. We had a break. <laughs> and uh, this is another reference. And, and it was good. Like, okay, you, you came. When you first watched Clerks and it, it was that movie where, hey, they're talking about fucking um, Star Wars in the movie. But then he references Jaws right here, you yeah. know, and, and he's doing the uh, the salsa shark. Salsa uh, shark. Like, we're going to need a bigger <laughs> boat. Yeah. And and that was the thing, man. Cause Remember those Dorito bags? Yeah. In the open- and are those plain? I think Doritos used to do a plain. Do y'all remember that? No. Yeah. It was just, I thought it was just cheese. always just nacho. No, yeah. I think Doritos did do a plane. Somebody out there and uh, one of the watchers let us know because <laughs> hit us up. But uh, so. fiddle faddle. Yeah, it's got the 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 scene in the background, and they talk about it as they went through this. Is we get the uh, classic where they're you know he gets he finally gets pissed off at him, and it's that love story again that pops up. Is you know because yeah, Randall went and told Caitlin that. Or was no? He was telling Veronica, wasn't he? Yeah. That that uh, he's getting back with Caitlyn and this and that. Well, the whole time Randall's pushing, right? Because Randall's a pusher. I mean, like that's what he does. But he I mean, pushes I think buttons. His heart's in the right place, and he he pushes because he's like, well, here he sees this guy that's his friend, and he's just uh, you know he tells him shit or get off the pot. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing or whatever? You know what I mean? You're you're always fucking just. Uh, well, as Lucky said in the beginning, whining. He's he's he whines this entire day, which mm-hmm. that doesn't make me hate Randall. Um, excuse me, Dante, because I think you're entitled to a day of whining. You're entitled to a day. You know, come on, the guy just closed. He went in on his day off. He was not supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like every right to. Yeah, I'm like fuck it, man. Let the guy bitch for one day or whatever. And yeah, sure, it's not cool. That he has a girlfriend and that he's talking to his ex and thinking about it or whatever. But come on, that's fucking human nature. I mean, like, you know, people do this whole work wife thing, work husband thing, whatever. And I'm like, it's the same thing. Say what it is, what you want. You go to that person and you bitch about the other person or whatever. And it's like they're of the opposite sex if that's what you're into. Or it's just someone that you find interesting. So they might be of the same sex if you're into that. Uh you know, you know what you're doing. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you know what it is. And it's like, you know, yeah, he was talking to Caitlin and he shouldn't have been or whatever because he's with Veronica or whatever. But, you know, I'm, we don't know that she wasn't doing the same thing on the other side. You know what I mean? She could have had her own misgivings, so to speak, or whatever. But no, I don't I don't think you should speak an unkind word about Veronica. Okay. She brings him lasagna at work. Which, which ultimately 
It's the actions, right? That's love. It's the actions. That's love. Yeah. Now people could say, oh, well, Dante's actions were shitty because he talked to his ex and he was kind of plotting to get back with her or whatever. It was like, I don't think that he was. I think that he was just having a is the grass greener on the other side moment. You know what I mean? And, you know, Randall says it earlier. He's like, what are you, what do y'all fight about? And he's like, I'll bet most of your fights are about Caitlyn. And it means, yeah, so he probably is pining after her or maybe she's caught him calling her or them on the phone or whatever. And it's like, you know, it doesn't cast him in a very positive light. You know what I mean? Uh, Dante, but, um, you know, again, I don't think that it, I don't think that it made him a bad person. I mean, but yeah. he he almost has that nostalgic take to it. Is that you know, and we all have that, right? We want to go back to a time that was easier and everything like that, right? And you're, the nostalgia of it, like we all wanted to go back for the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. but then you know we got kind of what we got after it, and it was it wasn't as good as we remember it was going to be. Right. Um, so you get hit with that. You know, he wants to go back to those good times, but he forgot about the bad times that were also there too. That's why, you know, you see He's a simp. He's yeah, a simp. You see these on, on again, off again relationships, and it's like, you know, it's like that shit that you found out was wrong with them the first time, it's still probably fucking wrong with them, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I, and I think that that's, that's a very good way of putting it because it's like at the heart, you know, who doesn't have fucking issues or whatever, you know what I mean? Insecurities. And that's the main thing is, is that, and I hate that fucking, you know, psychology word, but Dante was insecure. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the man's whole shit is indecisiveness, you know? But the thing about it is, and, and the great thing about Veronica was, is that she knows that indecisiveness. She knows all of that. And yet she's still willing to love him for, yeah. for lack of a better term. You know, she, it's that person that's willing to put up with all that stuff and still accept you for it. That's the person that's for you. Yep. And right here, you know, we're at the part of the movie. It's funny because we've got, we're looking at it with the captions on and, and uh, Jay's giving the very poignant speech about, man, I see you know, that Caitlin chick's nice, but Veronica, I see her rub your neck, bring you food. Like, it's like, <laughs> like you know, like, didn't she change her tire once? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny, right? Because how old do you guys assume that Dante's supposed to be right here? Is he in his 20s? I think He's they 22. say 22, I think. Okay, say. I mean, come on, guys. You, as the age that us three gentlemen are now, we can, it's uh, it's a no-brainer. We can clearly see that Veronica is the better-suited mate. But at 22... You're not thinking about that. You're definitely not thinking about definitely, that. Definitely, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, even though, you know, like, like I said, I was with my wife when we were 22, we didn't get married. We, we were together since we were 17. We didn't get married until we were 24 until, you know, we really didn't know. We weren't going to be one of these motherfuckers that got into it and, and you know, decided down the line that, yeah, it's cool to have a kid and then let's just, you know, divorce and, you know, this kid not have this parent in their life or, or something like that. Yeah. That was something mm-hmm. that was real important to me. If you want to hear more about that story, you can listen to uh, our other episode. <laughs> 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 our Philly Dreams where both of us get into it. Yeah. Still, still wiping my eyes, but what? A, yeah, for sure. Me too. What a great uh, moment too. Um, I think this little segment's called juxtaposition, yeah. you know, which you know I think means next too. And it's like, you know, Jay's giving him this speech, and it, and again, as testament to Dante's indecisiveness, he like has this epiphany. Oh, I love her, and at the moment, <laughs> right yeah. next door, literally next door, in the in the. Uh, RST videos. Yeah, Jay's telling Veronica she doesn't love you anymore. You know, yeah. 
No, no, it's it's Randall. Again. Randall, uh, yeah, sorry, Randall's uh, telling him. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and he's he's telling her the truth, you know, and he's speaking for his friend that won't speak up. And again, sometimes you need that friend, sometimes you don't. Yeah, and <laughs> and and she goes off on him, right, guys? I mean, she's telling him, you know, I fucking tried, man, and they've been together seven months. Yeah. It's like she cares about him a lot in kind of a short amount of time. Yeah, she's like, I I changed schools to be closer to you to get you to go and. Mm-hmm. And again, this is she. She's going out at at this time. I don't, you know, I know about you, Chuck, but mm-hmm. like you, you, you've said it. Like you know, she was willing to go out with a fucking uh, convenience store clerk. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Because let's talk about that. Fuck. Is, you know, is I, that is that a, a fault of hers? I mean, like, well, no, it's not a know, fault. It, or it, no, it's but I mean, I mean, I mean, like, is is she one of these people that wants to? Fix you. Fix you. Yes. yes. You know what? Uh, look, that's a great Be the point mom. Because this came up in my argument I mentioned earlier with, with uh, uh, one of the Friday Nighters. Uh, and that was that uh, I thought that too. I said she's at a fault also because she likes in a way that he's a convenience store clerk and not going back to school and is indecisive and doesn't know what he wants because she's like, I can make him love me. I can fix him. Yeah. He's, yeah. And that's or, what she's trying to do. And or, that is a fault of some people. Or it's like, um, <laughs> it's when, um, I think they, they feel they have to be needed for something. You know? Right. Yeah. Like, uh, like Joe was saying the mommy thing, I, yeah. you know, I'm going to kind of play mommy in a sense, whatever, you know? And, and there's some people I think that can do well in that kind of relationship. And then I think ultimately though, that's not going to work out because you need two people that are strong and standing on their own. And what what are the terms the, that they use nowadays for those relationships? Call them like uh, what are they? They're toxic, or whatever. Uh-huh. And and the, the thing is about it is like I said, it's when you find a good person and they accept you flaws and all. You know, it, it's that person that does try to fix all your flaws and and then you know shit on you when it doesn't get fixed. It's just like yeah. you knew me when I had these flaws. Right. You got with me when I had these flaws. Now you're fucking shitting right. on me for I it. I like how when she's yelling at him, she goes, uh, you think I sucked a lot of dicks now? Just wait. I'm going to put those whores <laughs> to shame. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great because she like, knew that it bothered him earlier. Like, that's really going to get to him. It's like, ooh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, I think as a kid, too, is is honestly, you know, that was the thinking back in the day, right? It's like, you know, the girl is this promiscuous. Oh, she's a, she's a hoe or something mm-hmm. like that, you know. If it was the shoes on the other foot and the guy's getting his, you know, shit sucked by 37 different girls, that's, you know, he's, <laughs> he's pretty pimp, you know, and, yeah. you know, I, I, I'd like to say that this is back the way thinking, but, you know, I'm sure it's, it's still the same shit day, today, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's an interesting because Kevin plays with this a couple of times and especially like in Chasing Amy where yes. the guy has insecurity about <clears throat> a girl with, uh, a history or storied sexual past, um, and I've, you know, obviously we've all here got male friends, or whatever, and probably our own feelings about it or whatever, but some guys feel some kind of way about that or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? And it can really bother you, even though it was the past. Now I have guy friends that are just like, I don't give a fuck. I don't even ever think about it because it was before me. You know what I mean? Then I have other guy friends uh, and maybe I'm in that category where it's like, you know, like I don't want to even know it because if I know your sexual history, it's going to drive me fucking banana. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Is it better just not to know? I would say probably. Yeah. What what is gained by knowing? Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, what is gained by knowing is nothing. I mean, you know, I mean, like, you know, um, not to go deep into chasing Amy, but it's like that that will 
they mentioned that where it's like guys have this thing where it's like I want to plant my flag or whatever. Yes. And it's like, you know, number one, that's a a very wrong type of way of thinking or whatever, because it's like, is is it about the conquest? You know what I mean? But we've talked about this as collectors where it's like sometimes you, you just came up in your recent show, uh, Luck, uh, your Dork Dad show about the hunt. Sometimes mm-hmm. the hunt is better than the, the reward. I yeah. felt I felt invigorated hunting that Batman comic this week. Yeah, and once I had it, though, it was having it wasn't as nearly invigorating as the as the chase. And it's like that's when I end up with shit that's on my shelves, and I'm like, this just sits here. Yep. But but I wanted you so bad. Yes, and it's like you can't approach a woman or a relationship yeah. like that. You know, what I mean? and that that's another episode. I mean, that's the dilemma of collectors. It's like. Mm-hmm. You're, you're in it's it. It's a for great the title hunt. for it. The yeah. dilemma of collectors, by the way. <laughs> you're in it for the hunt, and then once you see it just sitting on your shelf, you're like, "Why did I buy that?" Yeah, but uh, guys, I had I had two invincible hardcovers come in this week, and uh, my girlfriend's like, "More books," and then she's and I said, "Yeah, like I know oh, I know the tone." No, that no, I heard the tone right now. <laughs> and then, I get it all the time. And then she says, <laughs> and then and then like I could I could hear the line before it came out, but the next line was. I never see you reading. <laughs> oh, I was like, I'm like, I'm going to go get in the bathtub and just drop the toaster in already. <laughs> cause I'm just like, you know, cause in my mind, my angry reaction is, is I would love to just be reading all the fucking time if I could, but that's yeah. not the case. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No. It, it, yeah. It, if I didn't have to get up and go to fucking work in the morning, I would just sit here and read and ignore you and everybody else and be this hermit I, introvert. I, I don't like just calling out your dyslexia. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to have a talk to her next time I see her. It's like we all know he can't read. Exactly. Why do you gotta exactly. Point it out? exactly. <laughs> oh man, roll credits, guys. <clears throat> now, do y'all know there was original ending? To this yes, movie? I was gonna bring it up. But yeah, um, uh, uh, you've not heard this. Look, no. this is pretty dark. Again, <laughs> uh, I, I hit back to it. Is that uh, the movie that he loved uh, growing up? And and we're not even growing up, but um, was Spike Lee's "Do the Right Thing." Uh, if you haven't watched Spike Lee's "Do the Right Thing," it starts off. It's a funny movie throughout the movie. It ends really dark. Um, uh, it's very poignant. Now, this ended with, at the end, you know, uh, after Dante walks out, someone else walks in. And they end up uh, robbing Dante and killing him for no fucking really? reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He shoots Dante. Now... You can see it on the... Um, and then there's a YouTube version of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the only thing was, is that, um, you know, as, as this movie went out and got picked up and, and stuff like that, the guy that was going to sell it to Miramax, he said, you know got to cut that fucking ending dante can't die and he's like that's my ending he's like the ending's just the end of this uh you know when the store closes that's his ending you know you don't have to go there and you know good thing he didn't because you know we get clerks too well it completely changes this movie don't you guys think i mean like number one number one it would have felt so jarring to me that would have felt i would have felt uh I don't. I I would have felt awful. It would have been shocking. It's like, yeah, whoa, what, what the hell just happened? And I think that it would have really stolen away from the rest of the movie and the goodness of it, and the goodness of it, because it's almost like, oh, like there's this like major, you know, tragedy at the end or whatever. You know, it's it's one of the things y'all talked about in your Stephen King episode. Um, uh, you know, call back to that one was the Mist movie. Okay. Uh huh. The ending of the Mist. Have you seen the Mist? No. 
Oh my fucking god! Like the end of this movie is. Don't feel bad. Look, I haven't seen it either. But somebody, <laughs> there must have been a guest on that episode talking about it with me. I was like, yeah, Joe's leaving I'm, now. I'm leaving. Joe, it's been a pleasure having <laughs> you, Joe. Fucking, uh, no, okay. Well, I'm gonna spoil it for you. Yeah, right spoil now. it. Okay. Spoil right. it. I missed that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Look, but, um, look, he's here all day, guys. Quick. No, no. Yes. That's the production value you get I'm on Now Watch you, This, bro. Man, all the money is right here at Now Watch This. Oh. Um, but yes, okay, so the mist plays out, and, and at the end of the mist, um, you know, the Punisher takes his wife and his kid, and, and or not his wife, uh, the, the girl that he ran into. Is it Thomas Jan or Thomas Jane? Thomas Jane, bro. Um, so at the end of Tell the mist, him Tom Jane <laughs> <laughs> Okay so The mist plays out And you know They were They're uh, surrounded by these You know This weird mist And all these animals That came out to it And it, it turned out to be A military thing And, and so they're driving away oh, Fuck this is the most Fucked up movie Ending I've ever seen Like I love the movie I can't watch it again Because of this fucking ending So they they drive away, and as they're driving away, they see this fucking big-ass fucking animal or or creature uh, go by them. And, you know, they see that shit, and they're all looking at each other like, how the fuck are we... You know, it's there's no dialogue. It's all quiet, and they're like, how are we going to survive? They keep driving until they run out of gas, and and they're pulled over to the side of the road, and... um, Dude took one gun with him, and it had... Uh, oh, I don't like where this is going at five, all. It had five bullets. Fuck this. Uh, there's three people in the back, and the girl and his son in the front, and yeah. No, mm. that's... Now, I, wait, 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 wait. Um, So, the shit happens, and, you know, he's sitting there. They're all dead, and he's got to now die himself. So he gets out of his car uh, because, you know, he could, he don't have a bullet for himself. So he's going to go get killed by an animal. And just as he's getting out of his car, the fucking military passes by. And the the army and they're saved. And oh, oh, my God. Saved. Oh, my God. What in the fuck? Yeah. Wow. And that's that's a, terrible. That, that is fucking. That is super is fucking, fucking dark. Horrible. Oral. Oh, thanks, Stephen King. But I yes. appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, thinking about that, if if you were in that situation, I mean, is that would that something that would cross your mind? Fuck no, man. I'm fucking going Walking Dead hey, with it. If it's a zombie apocalypse, bro, I'm going Walking Dead with it. We're gonna survive. I told my wife, like, hey, you know, like uh, I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, we'll be taken out by up. whatever's yeah. taking everyone out. I'm not gonna take y'all out. Yeah. I'm not gonna do that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, no luck. Where do you stand on that? Luck's looking no, at me like no, if no, it I'm was me saying, and him stuck there, he's gonna kill me. No, I'm just saying that that's that's a that's got to be a tough decision to make. I mean, if you it's really yeah. if you really feel helpless, you know, and you you don't want to be eaten by whatever it is, just I don't know. Not to go even more super dark. I'm a fighter. I, I didn't think I can beat what how dark Joe took it, but maybe. Uh, this probably will beat it, but like the nine eleven people that were in the top, uh, uh, made that, that. It's like, do you make that? Do you tell yourself, no? Somehow we're gonna get out. Like Joe said, be a fighter, or are you like, I'm just gonna go out? Yeah, 
No, the that, fucking that's window, sad. man. No, I no, mean, we're talking about fake shit, and you just brought up real shit. I, I mean, you know what we did on that episode? Yeah. Mistake. I what? was like, why did we do this? Yeah. What well, go, about the comics that came out of your mind. What yeah. goes through your mind at that moment? It's like, I don't know, yeah. man. It's I don't know that I could normal. bring myself to do a either one of those myself or people that I knew or people that I didn't know. I'd be like, I can't. I'm not a hunter. I've never been hunting. I couldn't shoot an animal. I couldn't shoot a rabbit. I guess if I had a choice to be, I guess. Burned to death. I mean, I don't. I don't know what the situation was in there, right. or just to, you know, yeah, quick hit the ground. Now it, it's one of those things, though. When that happened, you know, we all know where we're at when when nine eleven happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, this is the clerks episode, everyone. In case you yeah. just got here, <laughs> yeah. you're like, "Jeez, Louise, what happened?" <laughs> now let's get back okay, to Kevin. Yeah. Smith. All right. So something <laughs> something we like to do, or that we've been doing here. Um, we kind of talk about uh, our favorite moments or best moments, you know, or worst moment. What do we want to change? You know, if, if we can think of a sequel or prequel or spinoff, what would that be? And then our overall rating of the show. So let's start. Let me get that. Cue this. Lo- I love these segments, guys. <laughs> Let me cue this up. <laughs> All right, so the best <laughs> moment for you, Chuck, from Clerks. Oh, man, it's going to be hard definitely to pick one because <clears throat> uh, this movie, I don't know if I put it in my top 20, but um, it certainly easily could be in my top 20 because I love it so, so very much and seen it so many times. But the best moment uh, of this movie, um, it's got to be that Star Wars conversation. Uh, that to me was like the door swung wide open. The, the, I'm already laughing with the Veronica um, Dante stuff, but that moment is like, oh, this is two guys like me talking. Yeah, This is how I talk with my cousins, with my friends, with my buds when we talk about Star Wars. And I was just like, you know, maybe not that specific conversation, but I was probably eager to have that conversation with them after seeing this. Yeah. Uh, but it was a conversation like we just, we, you've poured over um, a material that you love so much um, that you're like, what else can we talk about about it? You talk about, hey, I noticed this little thing. It got me thinking. I was watching it and I thought about this. I was like, that's, I thought that was so cool. I cannot merely think of a, something I've seen in a movie before that, like of so specific to so something that I love. You know? Makes you think outside the box. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Like I said, it's been an influence in other shows and TVs and just other podcasts and shows. Everybody talks about that. That's and you can still have that conversation today. You know, we had yeah. it, you know, right yes. now. It was great. So definitely that moment is the is the best. Joe, what do you think? Uh, for me, it, it it's, like I said, it's one of those movies that it's got the rewatchability um, out the wazoo. Um, so it's different parts hit for me differently um, at different times. You know, depending on where I'm at or where I'm at in my life or where I'm at in my day, shit. Um, but the Randall uh, speech to Dante at the end, mm. where he's telling him, he's like, "This is, you know, you chose to have this job that you're complaining about. Mm-hmm. You chose to do this. You chose not to do this. You're the one that uh, got Caitlyn over here. You're the one that, you know, um, got into it with Veronica. Like, it's all these things, and he's telling him, he's like, you know." While you're whining about it, you know, this is all on you, bro. And again, I, I keep going back to it. Why the relationship is so great is sometimes you need that friend that, that has to put it to you like that. Yeah. You know, because, you know, fuck, 
you know, we can all be woe is me and play the violin for our friend while they're crying about their shit. But how many of us are going to, you know, sit there and tell them the truth of what they need to do or, you know, hey, fucking pick your chin up and fucking pick your pants up and put your big girl panties on and go do your <laughs> fucking mm-hmm. thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. So when that calls you on your bullshit, you know, sometimes people think too that, you know, it's number one, no one likes to hear that. No one yeah. likes to be caught on their bullshit. No. Okay. Yep. Number it's, two, it's, it's awkward. Think about the person that has to say those things to you. Sometimes you might think something about someone and you might, and they might've been your friend for 20 years, but you've never let them know about like, Hey, you know what? I think the way you treat your old lady is not really cool. You got to have some fucking stones to say that too to somebody, yeah. especially yep. if you have known them 20 years yeah. and you know, yeah. maybe they're a violent motherfucker or they're just, you know, you know that your buddy's an asshole or whatever, you know? So it's like, you know, how do you have that conversation? Can you guys imagine people that do interventions? Yeah. Your friends and family confront you on your darkest shit. It's like, yeah, shit. That takes, it takes balls to be the teller too. Now, of course, uh, Randall is the type of person that has no filter, obviously, and says <laughs> what he thinks or whatever, but it's also a brave position for him to straight up tell Dante this because it does lead to them fucking physically fighting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, um, which, by the way, that match was definitely above quality of WWE matches I've seen. No, so, <laughs> and what I like about times. that, they pretty much destroyed the store. <laughs> yeah. And then the very next scene, they show them all cleaning up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And that's in the movie because uh, they break down the movie about 5 a.m. to open the store at 7 a.m. Uh, so that's all fucking shit that they had to do anyway. That's fucking crazy, man. But, uh, but it, it's like what you said. It's like you have that friend that you've known for years. I, I don't get two person but you even have like like me and you we haven't known each other long but we've had those fucking conversations right uh uh sometimes where it's like hey man you know sometimes we need to just fucking buck up and do the right thing man you know we're not all fucking perfect we're not all uh doing everything we're supposed to be doing so you know sometimes you need that that voice in you for sure for sure luck what's your moment my moment it's probably not just a specific moment uh you talked about randall but I just like the Randall character in general. I think just his, maybe to get more specific, just his attitude that, you know, he don't give a shit. And and he mentioned that, you know, at the end, he's like, we chose to do this, you know, um, where we we suck at what we do, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Like, and I'll admit it, you know, he knows he doesn't give a damn, um, but but he's he's still true to himself. And so just just Randall in general, I guess you could say for me. I dig that. I definitely dig that. I have to see what else we got. Surely you can't be serious. <laughs> so surely you can't be serious. That means uh, what's the, the worst part or your least favorite part about Clerks? Oof. That's going to be super tough. Let's go Joe this time. Let's go Joe for this yeah, one. It would, to find holes in it, there's not too many. Um, the worst character for me in it is fucking Caitlin Bree. Uh, you know, she's trash. I'm telling you, she fucks this guy without him saying anything. Again, we, we've already covered that. The restroom probably smelled like shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so she's that much of a fucking slut. You know, she cheated on him eight times or what is it? Seven times in eight years or nine times in eight years. Yeah. You know? I feel like her eight and a half or something good, like that. I was like, you know? what's a half? Oh, that's right. He does say eight and a half. Yeah. Cause he goes, what's a half? And he's like, Oh, well, she slept with him, but she thought it was someone somebody else. Somebody else, yeah. And then you, you got to think about the guy that she's going to marry, you know. Yeah. The she Asian just, design major. She just fucking blowing that guy off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole time, too. She's doing the same thing that, that Dante's doing, you yeah. know, talking to her. So. Yeah, um, she's trash. Yeah. 
Caitlyn Bree is the worst part. For yeah, me. Caitlyn Bree definitely does suck. It's gonna be tough to top that uh, for me. She's um, like John Walker, <laughs> <laughs> U.S. agent. <laughs> um, shit. Uh, look, you go first because I, I had to think another second. Man. I really had to be nitpicky on this too. It's like, you know, just because I love this movie so much. I would just say, I, I kind of mentioned at the beginning, I don't like Dante's attitude, the, the whiner. Just the whining. Like, I'm not even supposed to be here today, this and that. But, you know, he is the pushover that he is, and he still does what he has to do. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I guess just his, his whininess. Uh, I, I relate to uh, to him a lot, so it's hard for me to, to, to <laughs> didn't chastise Dante. Um, for me, I'm going to take... Uh, the easy way out, I guess, and just say uh, those shitty customers, man. I can relate to them having a lot of shitty customers. And yeah. and I, I always like to say in, in every walk of life, even if you're not in customer service anymore, you're still dealing with somebody, uh, as they say, internal customer service, whatever it may be. But, um, you know, they just, uh, they, they do such a great job of showcasing them. And you're just like, man, that is exactly true, how shitty those customers and are. I, say, I think this is probably the first time that's actually uh, been shown, like, you know, Shitty customers and agree, but yeah, yeah. And, and like you said, it was the the first thing that fucking got us to believe the customer's not always fucking right. Fuck definitely that. not, no. definitely not. And and I think that was definitely one of those moments, probably where people saw it and they just instantly related, like, oh, totally yeah. that yes. guy. You know what I mean? I mean, recognizing the way those people are, and then probably recognizing themselves, like, oh, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if I could add one more, it would be that cat. I'm not a cat person, so uh, the cat. What being, purpose uh, did the cat have in the movie? I don't know, but he comes out several times, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. Kevin gross. was a big cat guy. Like, uh, he said his mom used to uh, fucking rescue cats all the time. He has dogs now. I know that. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if he still has cats, but cats definitely don't don't do it for me. <laughs> all right, next we got this thing. If I can change, and you can change, we можете измениться. Everybody can change. Everybody can change. <laughs> okay, Lucky, you're starting us off on this one here. All right. What, what's your change? If I could change something, again, it's hard to nitpick this movie. Um, so the beginning of the movie, we got to see uh, Dante. He had worked the night before. He was still half asleep, <laughs> and and he gets called in. I wanted to see what happened. Uh, what was Randall doing? You know, at the beginning. Oh, yeah. nice. You know, I mean, we, he just shows up late, of course, but what was he doing? Why was he late? You know, I want to see the, the more adventures of Randall. <laughs> that was typical Randall, though, right? That's a good one. That, I like that pick because yeah. it's funny when I was watching it at the beginning, I think I had forgot uh, at the beginning of my day that, that he wakes up in the closet. He falls yeah. out of the fucking closet. I'm like, why are you in the closet sleeping? Like, I know you're tired from work the day before, but. Yeah, what was he doing after work? Yeah, no, throw no. yourself on the bed, you know? I, I took it as, you know, that's back in the day when we didn't have cell phones, you know? And sometimes you'd be at home, and to get that privacy, it's like you even had to go and take the phone into your closet while you were talking to your girlfriend, telling her, you hang up, no, you hang up. <laughs> Maybe he was talking to Caitlin so Bree last night. Oh, he was on that the phone piece with of the whole shit. Night. That's what it was. Okay, that's a good that's a good pull right there, Joe. Good pull. So, what was yours? If you would change anything about this movie. Oh, I would definitely put in that ending where he gets shot. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> no way. No, I would not do that. Um, Again, it's tough because, I mean, I think this is a hallmark of like what I guess I am realizing a perfect picture. I think it really is. There's not really that much uh, that I could really think that I could say that would want to change. Um, other than say, um, you know, 
give me more maybe uh show me more show me that funeral scene let me get that see i want to yeah. see the inside of that it's cool that the way they shot it and maybe maybe kevin did it that way maybe he did several things a certain way because about money he maybe had they were like where are we going to get a dead body yeah <laughs> exactly true. exactly so maybe with uh you know maybe if there was the um the way George Lucas rebooted Star Wars, and oh. if, if Kev can reboot Clerks one time, say Kev, you got all the money in the world now. You do it the way get you the, want. The Snyder cut, the, the Smith cut. Yeah, the Smith cut. How would he do it? I know he would say nothing because it's it is yeah. what it is because it is what it is, uh, which is what George should have thought about no, the original Star Wars. It, it's because it's that's fine. what a lot of us feel about the original. Do you Star think Wars. it would have been as good if it was in color? Wow. I don't think so. I don't I, think so. I don't either. think so. I don't think it would have been. A, it would. It would have maybe just fallen it into. Felt different. It felt yeah. different. Yeah. It would have fallen into the same kind of rut that a lot of those movies back in the day uh, kind of fell into. I think. I think personally, well, they um, colored The Walking Dead recently, the comic book. So I suppose they could do a color version of you know. Well, uh, it was cool when they released the black and white. What the show? Walking well, Dead. Oh, right, right, right. yeah, episodes. the episodes. Yeah, yeah. and what, what I'm saying now is they just put out those deluxe versions of the comics now that are now in color. Uh, it makes me curious because I have to admit one of my initial turnoffs about the comic was I didn't care the fact that it was in black and white. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd be interested to see, you know, like, let's just say at the time someone was approached Kevin and said, okay, you, what else did you want to do you didn't have money for? You know, were there songs you couldn't get the rights to? Or is there, you know, was there anything that, you, you know, would you... Would you have shown that it works that that funeral scene with it not us not seeing it because it's funny they discuss it but we often know sometimes they make certain decisions because instead they have a conversation about what happened we don't see it right yeah. but uh, maybe you know we could have got that that's scene. the way it is yeah you know like you said to save money yeah exactly the same thing I think like I said with the original Lucas's original seventy seven Star Wars uh, is that we all like that one so much because of the way it is we don't know. Yeah. That you wanted to do a walking Jabba, and when we saw walking Jabba, we were like, we did not need to see that. It's, yeah, it was yeah. it worked better without it. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's whatever greater cosmic powers exist; those things weren't around or didn't happen, and we got the version we got, and that's why it's so beloved. You know what and, I mean? Yeah, so, and, and you know, it's just like the movie. It's uh, just like uh, Dante or something. You want to love some. You want to love someone or something. Or its flaws as, as, as well. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's interesting, right? Like the stars align and you get that product and that's what came out of it. But what happens when, you know, um, the stars necessarily, you know, these directors, you know, whatever, like maybe like Lucas. Uh, and again, I'm not taking a shit on George Lucas because I love him. But um, here was something that was already beloved and he felt the need to still correct it. It's like it wasn't broke. Don't fix it. It'd be one thing if like you're like, man, I made this movie one time and it didn't nothing ever became of it. It was a piece of shit. You know what I mean? If, but if I would have had money, if I would have had the budget, I would have done it this way and it would have been better. Then I can see the need to fix it. Yeah. Like, you know, like I, the Snyderverse. Yes. That's yeah. a perfect example. I get the audience's need and want and probably Zach wanted people to see his vision. And it's like, great that's good we got something better out of that yeah. you know what i mean like obviously the first one was bad we all agreed universally almost you know across the board that it was so a better version came out but uh when it's not when you've got a clerks or a star wars it's like there's really no need to to change them um so that was my answer no, all right I, I i agree with that like i for me the only change i, I would have in it is if they could have had brian johnson in some sort oh, of role yeah. Yeah. um you know, for me, that's a big part of what's missing. Like, even in Reboot, 
you know, a big part of what's missing from Reboot is Scott Mosher's not in it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for someone who's a fan and, and um, uh, I, I, I highly recommend that anybody that, that listens to podcasts kind of go back and listen to some of the Smodcasts when it was just Kevin and Scott. And what it was about is, you know, there wasn't necessarily anything to the show, but Kevin and Scott being friends and, and then being able to talk because they hadn't been able to in a little while. And so that's why they got together and started doing the show and started doing the podcast, everything like that. But, you know, I, I would have liked to have Brian Johnson in, in that movie. Same thing, I'd like to have Scott Mosher in Reboot. But Brian Johnson, you know, he's Randall for all intents and purposes. Right. You know? So, right. you know. The spirit I, I of him is yeah, there. I, I would have liked to have seen him in a part, you know. Not because he's some special actor or something like that, but if you see him back in the day to how he looks now, it's like, Fucking what the hell? Yeah. And Scott Mosher was, again, the editor, right? He was, Scott Mosher is the producer, producer. Producer. Producer, yeah. Yeah. I know, like, uh, Tarantino worked with uh, the same uh, editor, I think, for a long time, Sally Menke, uh, who uh, edited, like, all his flicks up to, it might have been Django, was yeah. maybe the last one. And she died. I think she mm. had cancer. Uh, and you kind of feel the presence missing when yeah. you watch him, when you know, I mean, again, not necessarily knowing what, she did exactly in her editing skills, but there's just something about the movies that lose a little bit of the feel. Well, so. well Scott too. Scott was one of my favorite parts of Mallrats. Um, when, when in, in that one, and uh, Chasing Amy, I love the fucking beginning of Chasing Amy. The con scene and Chasing Amy is probably one of my favorite things. Yeah, it, it's one definitely. of those things. Like I don't go back and watch Chasing Amy very much, but <laughs> I'll watch that con scene. Yeah, I like I like to say that like the first maybe 20, 30 minutes is so tight in that movie that is like it's so fucking hilarious. Whatever. And of course, the movie goes somewhere else, so that yeah. makes yeah. it not funny the whole way through. But man, if you could just again, if you want to just rewatch that first thirty minutes, anytime it's good. That anytime that first thirty minutes is good. But that's one of the things about Kevin Smith's movies is like our pod. It's like it's not always going to be uh, ha-has and, and, and goofy shit like that, you know. Um, sometimes he takes you places that you need to go as a person. Like like I said, you know, you want to have one of those uh, full days. It's like, you know, you got to have some feeling in it. You got to cry sometimes. Yeah. You got to have some anger, you know. And, and a lot of his movies, as they progress or even, you know, like, like Chasing Amy, you know, it's funny, but then it it goes into a, a love story and and a, and a, a feelings to it. You know, definitely like yeah. our pod. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more section. If they were to do a sequel, spinoff, or prequel, what would you uh, what would you like to see out there? This don't have to be serious. Uh, well, um, we already got Clerks too. And yeah. we got uh, the Clerks animated series, which is fantastic. If you haven't watched it, you're a fan of Clerks. Try to find it, get it, watch it. Somehow it is totally worth it, totally funny. Uh, I'd love to hear you guys, you two guys go over it, being that you, uh, you, you said you've seen it, right, Joe? No, I, I have a friend that has the okay. DVDs, though. So. Being that you guys both haven't seen it, then it would be <laughs> extra great to hear you guys kind of first takes uh, on it. Um So we got that, and we got that, and we know we're getting Clerks 3, he's already said. Yeah. So I guess... You know, based on what Lucky said, the only thing there is to see maybe is like uh, uh, the prequel, I guess, would be maybe it. Or if they could do some type of interwoven where we see the universes that we know, the movies that we know intersect, they're all one universe, show those connections. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like show Rick Darris in one place and Julie Dwyer in the other. And yes. then how it's kind of like all like um, 
kind of linking those interweavings or whatever. I don't know what you'd call it. Maybe maybe Kev goes back and just does just like in credit scenes like we got in all the Marvel movies That'd be cool. for all of his View Askew universe. That, uh, that would be pretty neat to see that just to get those little snippets um, of it really, you know, tightening up that that weave on the on the uh, on the uh, View Askew universe. But that'd be that'd be my answer on that. That me, mine's a little more silly. It's like. <laughs> I want to see a spin-off of the 69 uh pencil hatchback guy. <laughs> I, mean, I mean we he goes in there asking for hubcaps. I mean, I want to follow him on his journey yeah. to get those hubcaps. You know, what did he need them for? Mm-hmm. Obviously for his car, but where was he going? Is he going on a road trip or what did he what was he doing? Was he fixing up that pinto? Yeah, was it, is it a, is it a classic car? Is it a show car? What the hell? Well, yeah. I, I tell you what, the scene starts out with on the table, the coffee table is a copy of Mini Truck and Man- Magazine, <laughs> and right next to it, the VHS slipcover of Navy Seals. Yeah. So the guy's got a full <laughs> night ahead of him. You know I'm what I mean? He's, he needs hubcaps. He's got Navy Seals to watch, and he's got Mini Truck and Magazine to read. So yeah, so very I want to see the adventures of that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he visits all those characters we talked about. Oh, that about. would be interesting, right? <laughs> on his trip. Yeah. And then he's the fucking, uh, he's the one that does the show with Kelly on part two. Oh, the Kinky Kelly and the Sexy <laughs> Slut. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. You, you know, in that vein, uh, not to cut you off, Joe, but in that vein, luck, uh, we also, what about the story of the dirty old man? Who was he before? Yeah. Before he, yeah. Where, where was he going? Like we said, was he on his way to the Field of Dreams field? And he was on a cross-country <laughs> trip and, you know. Did the urge to rub one out just come over him? <laughs> like, you know what uh, I mean? Or was he, you know, was he a, a, a everyday customer that comes into the store every day? And that's why, you know, Dante was willing to give him the stuff that he gave him. I don't know. That's true. You got the rough stuff. Yeah, the <laughs> rough stuff. I, I felt like Dante didn't know him, Joe. I didn't get that vibe. Yeah. And then, too, we, we also have the unsolved mystery of what happened to the shit. Did he flush? Did he shit? You know, did he shit? Did, did he come or what? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we or know. how about the mystery? Do you really stay hard after you pass? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't stay up when rigor mortis sets in. <laughs> so yeah, and I, I hate to keep going back to it, man. But but you know, my spinoff is what about this lady that was fucking jerking off fucking animals? <laughs> <laughs> what's oh, her day What's like, her story? You know? yeah. yeah. How do you get into that? How do you know you're good at that? How do you make it a career? You know, you know, inquiring minds want to. Uh, yeah, is it just amphibians? <laughs> like, uh, what's his name from Beer Fest doing the frogs? You know what I mean? And is it the monkeys? I mean, I want to know. I want to know. That's a great. That's a great spinoff, Joe. I, then, I'm there for it. You know, what kind of uh, money do you make off of this? You know, you know, what's what's her in in the year? You know, uh, in the fiscal year look like? You know, <laughs> she uh, looked pretty well to do. Yeah, I'm saying. Again, she it. said she had an interesting job. You know, yeah, what so. did she put for her job description? Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> What's her title? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Do you say masturbator because there's probably a lot of people that you know see that as a job uh, title and it's like, hey, she might not be a master. She's just jer- she's just journeyman right now. Just <laughs> journey baiter. You, know, so you got to work up to master class. I work yeah. with animals. Yeah. <laughs> I perform animal hand jobs. <laughs> Great shit. Great shit. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think Kevin Smith is something we will revisit. Uh, as as we go along, yeah. I, I talked to Luck last week and and told him jokingly about it, but you know we're gonna be fucking sixty years old 
here bitching about old you know? <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> I heard that. Out. By that time, you guys should not be saying you haven't seen anything anymore. By that time. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Well, there's still going to be stuff for us to watch, man. You You're going to have to change it to now watched this. <laughs> the, the, the ED at the Just end. watched. Just, Just watched. watched. This, this. Now J- watching. The JWT. <laughs> <laughs> And, and one of the good things is, you know, is like I talked about is like Marvel, you know, always releases, uh, releases these slates that are coming out. So right. there's shit for us. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that that in itself is a whole, that's 22 episodes, there's 22 movies, we took right? A, we took a pause last year, but uh, it's it's all starting to come back. Oh, yeah. It's, they're coming back strong. I feel like that so, video was their, their hard flex on all of us. So we're down to our uh, famous taco rating. Oh, there it is. Yes. Out of five tacos. What do you got, Chuck? Uh, easy for me on that one. I need, I'm going to get the whole mini taco platter. Give me all five all of right. them right there. Uh, cilantro, onion, pico, salsa on it right there. Are you squeezing the lime? Too? Squeezing the lime. Yeah, and if I can get a, a grilled pepper also, a grilled jalapeno. This one gets the full run for me. I would suggest this movie. I would buy this movie. I would buy this movie as a gift for somebody. I would rewatch it if anyone was like, we just sat through it again in a way. I'm like, I hadn't seen it that way ever talking about it on a podcast. A great new way to experience it. So, yeah, this one gets the full full, uh, 12 taco, crispy taco box from Taco Bell. Oh, I like God. A, Taco Bell, bro. <laughs> I like I like what you brought up there. Maybe we should add it. Is it uh, rewatchable, and would you buy it? Yeah, yeah. That's always been what I tell people. How I usually uh, measure and score something for me. Ultimately, you know what I mean. You can go thumbs up, thumbs down. You can go stars. You can go um, tacos. You know, tacos. You know, which I do love y'all's taco rating. You know, that's a great, great way to measure it. But yeah, for sure. So um, five for me. No, yeah, I'm. It, this is, you know, to steal from Lucky here, this is uh, at least four and a half bean and cheese and bacon. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, you know, you can you can shit about the production, but, you know, for what it costs and everything and, and what it's, you know, bred for us, you know, like I said, the reason I'm into podcasts is because I started listening to Kevin Smith. So, um, you know, it's, it's right up there. It's bean and cheese and bacon all the way. There you go. Four and a half for you. I'm right. With, I'm right with that four and a half. And the only reason I'm doing four and a half is because I like mall rats better. But there you oh, go. Yeah. Have y'all guys given out a five yet? Both of you? Did Field of Dreams get a five? I think. I think I, we did. Didn't we? I think we were there for Field of Dreams. Yeah. yeah. Both I of y'all mean, gave it a five, right? Okay. We we cry on it, and you know, other people are crying. On <laughs> yeah. It, you know, uh, people listening to our show are crying about it. You know, it's it's right there. I, sure. I cry a lot of, about a lot of things. I'm like Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Kevin Smith's a big crybaby. Oh, yeah. I, I like that about him. Dude, right. he's, he's real, you know? Yeah. He, right he, he ain't scared to uh, show his emotions. No shame, too. He snaps that selfie of himself crying right when it's happening and puts <laughs> it up on his Twitter. I'm like, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I'm definitely yeah. crying with you, my brother. <laughs> oh, wait till I fucking take over the TikTok, man. Puro Joe Llorando uh, on this show right here. <laughs> I fucking watched Flashpoint again. It got me. Dude, dude, we're in the car together five minutes. I was telling about what happened with his son. The way you tell it, bro. He walked off the field and he passed me. Give me this big hug. I'm like, there are my sunglasses. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah like, it's because I, I, I give my Tell this story later, Joe. Yeah, I jabbed my wife a little bit about it, but like everyone went out to see him yesterday, but his fucking, his focus and, and when he comes off, it's he needs his dad. Yeah. And like I said, you know, we're so fucking close, me and him, and, and he made a beeline straight for me, man. And I was just like, 
I was feeling it. He was feeling it, man. And it was hard not to just fucking break down. Yeah. And and, and cry with him. And you know, it's you know, just tell him it's gonna be okay. And and you know, it's to see the love that not only I mean I have it for him, of course, but that everyone had for him. Yeah. It's it, it was it was fun. But uh, you know, I just gotta give my wife some shit. He's like, oh, he didn't need mama. <laughs> it's hard hearing it again yeah. for me. I like that shit. was that was like me this week. You know, like I said, my son had his last concert. And uh, with the band, you know, they they had all the seniors stand up and yeah. you know get the applause. I got a little, I got a little, I just got a little watery, yeah, bro. It's you know, but we've uh, been on this journey with them for so long. But for my daughter, when she had this uh, dance dance show, um, like I said, they it's a little different. They did a little more for the senior senior dancers. Mm-hmm. They showed like baby pictures and stuff, and like had them up there, and Oof. I was like. Uh. I, I'm crying over kids that darn even mind. I was gonna say that they probably put some nice music to it, yeah, right? Like, yeah. Oh, come like, on. I was like, oh my god, what are you guys trying to do here? You know what I mean? <laughs> These aren't my kids, but I'm crying. Yeah. And, and and two, it was you know it was uh, last year. You know, of course, you know there were seniors on the team, and it was their last game. You know, some of these kids are going to to, to play in college and, and stuff like that, but some of them. That's the last time you put on your cleats for Shit. you know a school in your team mode and. Yeah. Ah, bro, it hits, you know, like, uh, I've shared this thing before, it's like, you know, people are like, how do you do all this stuff that you do, and it's like, well, one day there's gonna be a moment when there's not, they're not around to do that for, and, you know, I'm not ready for that moment yet, you know what I mean? Both you guys, there'll be eventually nothing else to go to, just be you and the wives, like, what do we do now? it's fucking, that's, it's it's gonna be us two together, (laughs) you know, we'll still have the pod, now watch this, we'll still be here, guys. That's what I try to tell my wife, it's like, um, I told you, you need a hobby because once these kids are out of the house, um, you're not going to do anything. It's, just, it's going f- and, and you're going to go full throttle at that moment. Yeah. Right? No, dude, like, like he has a car now. So, you know, now it's, we run around with the other two, but it's like, man, we were so fucking busy. Now we, every once in a while we have a little bit of time, um, to get out and do something on our own. And it's like, what do we do? Mm-hmm. And I love that. Um, my oldest drives I'm like hey, go pick up your brother yeah that's <laughs> awesome that's awesome yes motherfucker you're going yeah. <laughs> go to the store now shoot I feel uh, pretty proud guys I think that this is the most uh, talk about shit and feces on y'all's show <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to bring that to All this right. episode as, a, as the uh, debut uh, guest yeah um, you know y'all were Leave. lacking toilet talk and so even everybody with that question did he or did not shit there you go it's the question that hasn't been asked it's the shit or get off the pot it's the Star Wars <laughs> question about clerks that people are asking if, if one of us gets to meet Kev we gotta pose yeah. that question to him did he shit yeah. Did he shit? Did he finish? Did he finish? No. Some things you just don't ask, man. <laughs> hey, there we go. Well, that's, Chuck, that's one of my favorite parts. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Well, thank you so much for yes. having me, guys. It's been uh, great. I love the first uh, three episodes. Uh, looking forward to uh, this one and more to come, man. Uh, yeah. You guys are doing great, kicking ass. I'm so happy that you guys met and i think i played some small part in that so. I think so. that's what that's what was good about and and what one of the things about having you on as a first guest is you know i started listening to your show uh through your show i i found the dork dad podcast started listening to uh luck show and started talking to lucky and then you know we ended up uh, uh clicking and then you know clicking up and and so 
It's all because of you. I all appreciate because of Kevin it. Smith. We're here. Yeah, full circle, just like with Aaron. Just like with Aaron. Yeah, man. Aaron B. Man, appreciate him and that. So I, I think it's great, though, man. More podcasts, more podcasters, and let's see what we guys can do now that the 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 bad times are over. Supposedly, <laughs> the yeah. dark times yeah. and the empire. And so let's uh let's see if we can move forward, man, and show fucking put San Antonio podcasts on the map and show people that you know we know some shit down here too. <laughs> the the so, rise of the podcasters. So. Mm-hmm. Just remind everybody where they can find you, Chuck. Uh, guys, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, search Just Another Friday Night. We have a Facebook page. And we also have a Facebook group called The Friday Night Faithful uh, for all of you guys to come in and talk about all your bullshit. Promote your podcast there. We're cool with that. Um, and also, every Friday night, we go live on Facebook. So if you uh, follow our page, you'll get the notification that we're going live. And that's where we invite you to join the conversation and talk about whatever we're talking about for the night there with us. Uh, we're on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at JAFN Podcast. That's for just another Friday night. And uh, our main thing we're really pushing right now is our YouTube, guys. We're stuck. We're trying to get up to 100 uh, subscribers because when you get to 100, you can change your name. So it'll be youtube.com slash either just another Friday night or JAFN Podcast. But we can't do that until we get to 100. So right now it's just like some innocuous string of numbers at the end. Uh, so if you could please subscribe to us on YouTube. We promise you won't get a shitload of notifications because we only post really once a week. Um, but uh, yeah, that's us and that's where we're at. Just another right. Friday night. And nice, you nice. can catch me and Joe on Instagram, Facebook. And, and now soon, watch this. Yeah, soon to come TikTok. There we go. Yeah. Soon to come. <laughs> and we just made a uh, nowwatchthispod.com, which will take you directly to our Spotify page where you can catch our shows directly. So no long links. Just yes. nowwatchthispod.com. And please, please visit visit our uh, Facebook group with Now Watch This and, you know, contribute. Tell us what you want to watch. Tell us what you're watching. Tell us what you want us to watch. Yep, and don't forget the merch. You can find merch at threeleggedrabbit.com. That's the number three leggedrabbit.com, which we also have some uh, just another Friday night stuff up there uh, as well. That's right. You guys have one of our. I know you're you're selling shirts as well, though. Right? Yeah, yeah, we've got like three logo, three uh, three slightly different looking logos, whatever. But you guys have exclusively one on uh, Three Legged Rabbit. I bu- I just call them logo A, B, and C. I can't remember which one you guys have, but <laughs> if you want that one, yeah. you know what everyone asks me for? Look, all the time we get asked for, you guys got black? I don't sell the black one, the black t-shirt, and and you can't get it at, at uh, the other place we go to, so you can only get that one on ThreeLeggedRabbit.com. If you want black with the white logo, or black with the red logo, black with the red. it's only on ThreeLeggedRabbit. I have one of those coming too. Yeah. I to, nice. I need to support. Nice. We're taking pictures. We're let, <laughs> we we want to do a calendar. It might be a 16-month calendar. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Pull, uh, I'm pull definitely side. gonna be a model. There yeah. we go. We already got your picture, Joe. Yeah, Appreciate I want that. the name. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is our show. That is our Kevin Smith, um, or was it blowing Kevin Smith episode? <laughs> yeah, mostly. <laughs> that was uh, three hours of blowing Kevin Smith. Yeah, you know? yeah. He'll he'll appreciate it. I hope. I'm yeah. sure he will. And um, maybe you know, maybe we get a retweet or a like out of him. <laughs> maybe you never know. But uh, again, thanks for joining us. And remember to keep watching and keep listening. Nice. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. Hey, life's a risk, carnal. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? I do a great impression of a hot dog. Billy likes to drink soda. So am I to understand that you men completed your training on your own? That's the fact, Jack!
Come on, seriously, who is that? I only came here to do two things, man. Kick some ass and drink some beer. Looks <laughs> like we're almost out of beer. Hello, hello. Yeah, a little bit. Like, turn me up in those. I might have you turn me up. Your mic. Where's my snare? There it is. Now I'm on. You hear yourself? I can't hear my snare. I'm not saying we got to start right now. I'm just. I'm still hashtagging our team. No. First time having three mics on here. So I'm gonna hashtag now. Watch this with Lucky and Joe. You still going to that crawfish thing later? I don't know. Um, one right here? My sister. No, there's one. Uh, it's on the <clears> south side. <throat> the guys we interviewed from Luchador, they also own a coffee shop called Tandem. But that coffee shop serves beer too. Whatever. They're having their first crawfish blow. They're trying to build up that one. Dude, they got a great spot under the bridge. Did you see my TikTok? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they want to have bands down there. They've had a couple of bands already. And it looks like a really cool spot. So here's some music. I, I told my wife. She was totally down to go. Uh yeah, we have her, her, her three kids, but again, I guess they're all older or whatever. One of them is 21, but um, my sister mentioned going to Lando Park, so we're going to see. I don't know. Mm, I wanted to go. Today be or tonight? Or, or tomorrow? Park? Probably be crowded, but yeah, I, I wanted know, to go, too. Yeah. This is getting hot. Bro, you should have so told us. We would not do this at noon. What? No way. They're all asleep right now. They were up till all four in the morning last night. Oh. I'm like, I got to remember to put these other... I have a bunch of other stuff here. <laughs> When I come out, that. <laughs> that one. Yeah, that's probably more accurate. I talk about my numbers. <laughs> I talk about my list. My listens. It's gonna sound like that. Um. Well, I told you to save your A stuff for today. Oh yeah. Not to use it all up. Uh, don't don't so worry. I exercise very little. Yeah, I, I don't feel like we had the greatest show. Right. I just like you guys are consistent, man. It's that's the hardest part. And that's the hard part. I told Joe, look, I said, man, I felt like we both kind of were like, like, double A's, like, yawning a lot. And we're on YouTube, so I'm like, live, I'm like, like yawn on camera. I'm like, <laughs> you know. Y'all need to make some red, a red Bull with your drinks. For real, man. Yeah, they, Bro, I come and quit. The, the beer should be putting you down, too. Did, you, did we already ask you if y'all liked it? It's good, right? Yeah, it's good. Oh, it's a really good one, yeah. You hit up, um, you were hit up, uh, you're here, out here by uh, Spex. Yeah. And the total wine, oh, you gotta go total wine. Total wine. I went in there for the first time like a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, "Whoa!" I didn't, know, I didn't realize there was this much stuff dude, in total here. Wine is the shit, dude. They have a whole wall. Joe, like, we do non alcoholic beer if you want. Yeah, it's just like, like a whole big. They have shit. a lot. Well, I told Chuck that I was like, because I had some tequila in the freezer, right? And I was like, man, like maybe we should take a shot before we start. But I was like, um. I didn't want to just come in here with a bottle of tequila and then I haven't like met met your wife proper. I have some. I can probably smell like weed. and. If we would have had tequila, that would have been like sleeping over. I got some cheap tequila because I was going to make margaritas, but. We're not stopping. We should make margaritas. It's it's pretty gross. It's like um, I could really tell the difference now. (laughs) It, 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 It happens with age. Like I think like become more connoisseurs of it. <laughs> like when when we were younger it was like fucking whatever alcohol we can get our hands on yeah. and now it's like yeah you know what I'm gonna pay that extra fucking some five or six dog, bucks some mad dog or some boons yeah yeah <laughs> bro we used to steal mad dogs from the handy andy right there they at McCreelis dang handy andy yeah, yeah. 
They just had the and, Superman game in there, the arcade version. And they didn't have the cold ones out. They had the hot ones out, so we'd steal them hot. <laughs> and it's not like we could take them home and fucking get them cold, so we'd, you know, <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be stuck out. Shoot. What are you looking up, Chuck? Are you posting? I'm just hashtagging. Are you ready to go? Oh, whenever. Don't matter to me. I'm, I'm gonna record all this. Just maybe I'll throw it at the end. I know. I was actually waiting for the end credits at the last one, and I was like, "Oh." I know. Well, was, we we had went three hours already, though. I think yeah. so. it was a long one. That's why I was like, "Man." Yeah, I had a long end credit on the the dude. That's what the dreams were. I was, I was messed up. Like, yeah, dude. I didn't. I didn't mean for it to get emotional, but uh, no, dude, no, it was. Good, man. I'm telling uh, you, that that moment you had with uh, Broncado on that one, man, I was like. Uh, yeah, Joe had me crying all the way over here talking about his son and baseball and hugging. And I was like, yeah. uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling y'all, I'm gonna allow duet, allow stitch. I hope well, that, I hope y'all bring the knowledge because Joe's my straight guy. He's he's the one that that brings the brings the info. That's double A for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I read a comic once. So yeah, I'm like that man is Bruce Wayne. <laughs> That's no, it, it's just like I, I'll do my notes, but it's basically like even for this one, it's like. It's like how deep into Kevin Smith do I go? Like, and that sounds dirtier than it meant to be. See, but as I'm posting, you know how you're posting, it brings up what the who came up first. Yeah, <laughs> you <buy> it? <laughs> you're now required to wear that during <laughs> That's badass. That's if we if we ever talk about cartoons or Flintstones. <laughs> Well, like you like said I, uh, we're gonna go everywhere with the show. Tell you I buy stuff just on impulse. That's why I have a bunch of stuff. I have a really interesting talking point I'm gonna bring up with y'all that I actually fought with uh, Roxanne, uh, mm-hmm. my, my buddy's wife. But we had her on the show. She was on our Werewolf episode. Uh, we called her Foxy Roxy. Uh, but we 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 did it by text because me and her. There's something in her talking time, but she'll be like, "Hey, blah blah about whatever," or she'll listen to the show and she'll be like, "Hey, this, hey that." But we just went on this tangent one day. We're texting these big old blocks like we're getting heated with each other about clerks. About clerks? About clerks, yeah. Because um, we used it, I mentioned it in our unconventional love story episode. Mm. And she was like, that's not a love story. And I was like, yeah, it is. What movie are you watching? And it just went from there. So I would like to hear y'all's take on that one too, when we get to it. But, uh, Here, pick up your mic. Oh, I know. Well, yeah. No, we're picking up all of this. Oh, we're getting, are we, are we live right now? It's, we're not live, but we can hear it all. I don't think we're ever live, right? Like, No. <laughs> No, Lucky does a damn that, good job. That, <laughs> yeah, what, cleans it up. That's what Editing takes so everything. long to edit because, like, yeah. I hate when I'm like, um, um. So yeah, I basically have to listen through the whole thing over again and take out ums here and there. And see, I didn't want to. Um, and that's what I'm trying to get better at. Give you that too. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it doesn't help when I'm on my phone like an asshole. I'm one of those people. Oh God. I'm here to be on your podcast, but let me get on my phone real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Worst guest ever. Well, I told you guys that I was going to post the TikTok for for all of for all mankind here. Do it. Well, I think it's your um, older. You don't understand the new technology that the kids are doing. That's probably there. that's probably a big part of it. Uh, that's me. <laughs> that's me. I'll, I'll YouTube how to do something, and then um, and then that's the way I do it from here on out. <laughs> Oh, dude, I saw this meme. If something it, changes, I got to go back and research. <laughs> it's this, this old dude sitting there crying with his brakes torn, uh, t- taken apart. And it's like uh, 
when the YouTube tutorial doesn't go right. <laughs> Dude, and that's I was the, like, we've all been there, man. That's the thing about those writers. I'm like, they never give you like that unforeseen. They're always like, oh, and it popped right off. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? I've been here with a fucking wrench for three hours. <laughs> I'm like, dude, seriously. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to put like, um, what is that? What do you call that shit? Like, my girl had like a, uh, the AC was, was it's coming on, but it wasn't cooling, right? So mm-hmm. I bought it that. It wasn't blowing? Yeah, I bought, no, it was blowing, but it was not cold air. So I was like, oh, it's got a leak. I'm going to put that sealant shit in there, right? Yeah. So I watched the YouTube video and I'm like, oh, super easy, right? I was like, so number one, in her truck, that valve is way down in the thing, right? The can is so fucking big, it won't fit down into the, the guy, they didn't address this at all in the video. <laughs> I'm like, this can't, and so she's getting pissed off, right? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. She's going on and on about, you know. You don't know what you're doing. You're doing. And I was like, no, no, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I had to literally take the hose part off, go underneath, hook the hose on, push the hose up, reach down in and grab it. I, I'm, I'm working this with like a little stick and like trying to get the the the, uh, the, no, the nozzle up there, get the nozzle, then screw the can on from the top upside down. And it tells you as you're depressing the button, turn the can every 10 seconds, turn the can every 10 seconds. Oh it's supposed to have sealant in there to seal it so that the air will come out cold, whatever. Yeah. It was cold for about one day. So we ended up just paying the grand to get the fucking thing fixed. I was like, <laughs> what in the fuck, man? I was a like, fucking this grand? Unbelievable. A grand. Well, we went to the dealership. Oh, okay. Dude, have you ever worked on a, a Chevy Traverse? It's a bitch in the front. It's a real bitch. Uh, sorry, guys. I'm posting up our Instagram post, which is from my TikTok. And give us a follow there. You're lucky you can take all this out anyway. <laughs> Joe, let me tag your. Uh, what's your your What's your Instagram? Um, Jay Martinez. No, it's. I think it's Martinez fam forty three zero six. Come on, bro. Come on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know I was gonna be hashtagged. You gotta be like the host of uh, Now Watch This. Yeah, you need to. Well, we have a Now Watch This spot. Yeah, yeah I, I need to take it. over the Instagram too. Okay. So I gave you the the password and everything. Okay, I'll I'll get on it. Yeah. It's good when both of you are doing it because it's like yeah. I know it's tough for us like to to be doing both. I I've told been, I've been uh, posting a lot on uh, our Facebook. Yeah, that's good. I and told uh, I appreciate you getting on there and and, and posting up on there. Yeah, I, then you know I try to spread the love too, and like I gotta I I post something on Friday night and then post something on my my wife the other day though because she's like she's used to the show just being just another Friday night mm-hmm. and she's like the Friday night faithful posted everything and I was like. Yeah, that's that's chucking at him. Yeah, that's why I told you guys. I was like, I don't know if you. I'm, here's my humble advice about changing the group name, only because whenever time I search to tag y'all, the group comes up first. So they're both called now. Watch this with Lucky and Joe. So it's like, yeah. like you know, we thought Friday Night Faithful would be like, you know, like you guys said, the Watchers. So it's like Watchers. Although I like the Watch Men personally. Yeah, but there's women out there too. Uh, you watch the Watch people. You gotta have when when you have Shit. Lucky on the show. You know, well, you're gonna have. Uh, female followers. So. Okay. Yeah, that's for that's for sure. That's for sure. Don't let his wife hear. Uh, he's cutting that out. I think I'm the only unwed person here, though. Don't let my girlfriend hear that. Yeah, uh, you're Mexican married, man. We talking yep. about, bro. I, uh, you know, it's you, common law. I, I literally talked no, about you that are. on. Um, I was on uh, like in 2015. I think I might have told you this. Look, but I was. They were doing like a best of. Um, they were trying to do. Who's gonna be the new? Uh, who's gonna be the new San Antonio um, DJ on KTFM when it was still KTFM? Mm. So I was in that competition, and really? I, I actually say that on there. Uh, yeah, I, was, I was like, oh, I have like a, a Mexican girlfriend, so it's like being—it's exactly like being married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, one hundred two point seven, it was ninety four point one. 
It was right K-7. before they became energy, and then they... Yeah, one on two seven. that's the old K. K-7. The old K-7. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm... I'm Sunny I'm, Melendez. I'm turning it, turning cool. it, putting that's, the phone that's away. That's taking it back. Yeah. Well, Sunny actually, I, I'm named after Joe Anthony, who was on KISS. Ah. Yeah, so so my name is Joe Anthony, and it's <clears throat> named after the dude from fucking KISS. Your parents named you after a... a my a my radio DJ? My dad was a fucking rocker, bro. My Anybody my, miss Lyle and Hunt? Oh, I do. I wouldn't say I miss him. No, I I do. <laughs> like like compared to I you know the the shit that they have now it is what it is and I know uh, they have a lot of followers and listeners but I don't listen to any of that shit. It's I, just I, all I farting dick no jokes. Yeah. yeah, I feel like everyone's trying to do what Howard Stern did. It's like oh we're the new you know how come there's no Latinos on that show? Yeah. yeah. So it's like and, I'm like, why haven't we had a Latino rock DJ in San Antonio? Like, what the fuck? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. You know what I mean? And um, Lal and Han, you know, they had their own bits in their own show, their own parts of the show. They had their own following. Uh, you know, I liked listening to them, especially on a Friday when we don't give a damn, 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 I love that shit, man. I guess they were just getting too old they were like in their 50s weren't they maybe yeah. so you know when i was going to san antonio college uh i was taking classes for radio tv and 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 film um and uh one of our teachers that taught music something because you had to kind of learn everything it wasn't like they gave, let you specify in just film or just radio uh but one of our teachers was a t-bone from t-bones prime cuts he was actually <laughs> uh one of our professors and uh, he was a pretty cool guy but did the dude look like an old just guy like you would not have guessed this guy's like a rock dj for like 20 years and stuff like that so it was a i was like gear t-bone like what the hell like you look like <laughs> a, the mailman <laughs> so it was it was definitely interesting you never tried to get on um sex radio station when you're when you're going through those classes you have to have it they were one of your classes you have to have a show so i had a one hour show once a week, that was my slot. Once a week, mm. one hour. And uh, it was on KSYM? It was on KSYM, yeah. I have the recording still. You're not really doing a lot of talking. You, you read the weather, you do the time, and then you play. And you can only play what they tell you. you they've got, it's a very, and it's a very limited um, amount of music that you can play. So I remember listening just because there was this one show where there was a small chance that they would play the Deftones. And really? Even though I had the Deftones, like everything that they had, and and then some, you hear it on the radio, and it's it's you know a little bit that much more. The most uh, known artist I can remember playing was some Sam Cooke. That was like was a guy whose name I knew. I was like, oh, Sam Cooke, I know this guy. Everything else was like, I don't know where the hell they got those CDs, man. But I was like, I don't know this stuff. Maybe they're big now, but dude, maybe you were supposed to take your own shit. I don't know. This is this is how old this was. This is in the day where it was the machine, where it's like five discs. So like you're queuing your one, putting the other one on play. Then you got to hit on the computer, hit the other one to play the next one. Like it's just all like queued like that. Like now it's all digital. Like yeah. that facility is really nice. Yeah. That and and it's all all new and it's all digital. So I actually had called one time. I have like seventy credits or something like that, and I was like, I'm pretty close, right? They're like, yeah. Like we have to take some classes over because we don't do any of that shit no more. Like it's like all different now. We don't have eight tracks, sir. Yeah, we don't have that eight track anymore. I thought you were gonna tell me, Joe, like, oh, I used to listen to you, Chuck. You were the best. <laughs> <laughs> my fandom, it, my fandom started way back then. If someone told me that they listened to me on KSYM, I, my mind would be fucking blown. I'd be like, what? There's no. no, no did you have a? Did you have a, a name? Uh, I think I was Easy Charlie Money. Oh my 
<laughs> Isn't oh that the fucking God. worst, right? I mean, easy money? Easy money. I'm telling you, man. I just was like, oh, yeah, this is going to take off. This is it, right? You know, so. So he, he gave me some good feedback last week, right? But his one problem he had, he's like, you call me Charles like two times. Yeah. Day I, was I said, hey, man, in the wrestling world, you know, we come from the wrestling world. Lucky. I said, dude, that's like that's like if I just started calling you by your real, your, your, your legal, your, what do we call it? Your, <laughs> your government name. Like, you'd be like, what the, what the fuck? Don't be using my government name. I've been with you before where you correct people. You're like, yeah, like hey, lucky. Yeah, like, it's lucky. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I said, Joe, who the fuck is Charles? How does this help my brand, Joe? You're not helping me. You're not, you're not helping me. <laughs> Oh, and look, we gotta yeah. help Joe. Joe says he wants a uh, a working name. A uh, no, I, I'm, smoking I'm, Joe. No, no, smoking Joe. People at work can't know I smoke. So mighty Joe, <laughs> mighty Joe, mighty young, Joe, mighty Joe old. No, I, I mighty I Joe old. <laughs> <laughs> it was always uh, little Joe is fine. Little Joe. Ah, no, hombre, bro, come on, you could do better. I know we're all short. But come on. Yeah, I mean, no, look, you're like a giant <laughs> compared to me and Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, five eight. Hey. <laughs> we talk about the height of our of our uh, dem- our demographic and our location geographically. <laughs> it was like like I was telling you last night with my son is like uh, you know he was feeling bad after the game came comes to hug me and I, I the fucking tippy toe a little bit <laughs> just so that he didn't have to crouch down so low to hug me. I was like, God damn, this motherfucker saw. <laughs> yeah, I always see pics with when Joe puts up of his kids, and I'm like. Uh, I said, dude, where'd they get the height from, bro? I was like, they're like a foot taller than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That's like, good stuff, though, man. That's when, good stuff. When you're a short guy, it's like you meet a girl. It's like, check out, make sure her brothers are tall. Oh, that's good. You at least get that balance. It's good. Get some of the get some of the good genes in there. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Good shit, man. Good shit, guys. All right. Well, what's going on today, y'all? How's it, how's it going with now? Watch this. Um, It's going. Bro. It's... um. It, it's been good. Like, okay, like, I, I thought, you know, first show, we had some connection issues, but, man, we did that show, what, at like, one in the morning till four in the I morning? I heard. Oh, yeah, that yeah, first heard. one? Yeah. The first I, one was really late. We yeah, were having really, some technical difficulties. I admire the dedication. And then even this, even the second one was, was late, too, but, man, that one kind of, I mean, we watched a two and a half hour movie, but at the same time, it's like, uh, it went long and we went places that. Um, I mean, we kind of talked about it before we, we started going. It's like, you know, we didn't want to, um, I guess, censor ourselves or, or even cut ourselves short. Like it's like, uh, you know, it's not going to be all funny, haha and stuff like that. You know, we're going to allow ourselves to kind of go places in, in the different movies that we're watching or even the way we feel. It was a pretty straight Kong Godzilla one. I mean, I felt like. I mean, I know it was no, our the, first time. I was time, talking about the second one. Oh, the second one. No, that was, was like dreams. That was yeah. deep, bro. And I learned. I was like, holy shit. When y'all, when y'all said that field was still real, I went right to look that up. I was like, yeah. I got to see this one day. Like that is so fucking cool. And and, and um, that one, like we we went long on that one, but at the same time, it's like it didn't even feel that way. Like when it was over, it's like, goddamn, already. Yeah, no, um, it was an easy easy yeah. listen. Um, it was good. And now I I did tell Joe uh, Lucky that. You know, I did it last week together. Uh, this is good because you have you have amazing sound. Even when you yeah. were on ours, I'm like, damn, you sound so good. <laughs> like it sounds good in here. Like your mic picks up really well. You're really yeah. clear. So, and I know, I know, I I did. I should have told you that, Joe. Like it yeah. depends where you're sitting and all that. Like when when we're at uh when we're at double A's, we're in a room like this. Like it's just a room yeah. and just us. So there's like you know, and the mic is sensitive because it's just a, a one in the between both of us. But um, 
it'll pick up some stuff, you know, we, he's been, it's been warm in there and since it's got hot again and he's been wanting to run the fan and I'm like, I can hear it a lot. <laughs> That's why uh, I went with these type of mics. I had a different mic when I first started and it's just a different type of mic. It picks up like the whole room. Yeah. Um, but these ones are dynamic mics. So you pretty much have to talk like right into them. it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's good too. Cause you've got stuff on the walls and it's, you're in one small room so that the sound won't really like escape. Either. Glass doors yeah. don't help. But Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until we all put up that padding everywhere. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drive the wives crazy. With it. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, I figured we'd just, um, start and maybe talk about our weeks. Okay. Know? Yeah. How yeah your, no, no, no. How your week went. Totally. Um, and then just start getting into it, I guess. Sounds good to me, man. Let's see. Y'all need some pics for posterity, so we'll try to snap a couple while we got our shit on. What up? Why did I say what up for a picture? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I just like, oh shit, are you doing a video? <laughs> Booze is kicking in for old Chuck's here. <laughs> I only had one taco for breakfast. I told you I split it with my, with my Bro, kiddo over there at the house. You're, you're going to get us in trouble. She's like, I'm not going to let you out with these guys again. I don't want it to look the same, but I think it's going to look the same. I got to. Uh, Try to use that fancy filter you got. Now watch this. I got to find how to get in the message. Because he messaged me through, through Dork through, Dad. Oh, through Dork Dad? I don't know how to get into those messages. <laughs> It's all right. I was just curious when Joe told me Fraggle Rock. I was like, oh, he must not have given y'all much. I, he gave us. A, we had Thundercats, which was fucking rad. I was like, yeah. I was loving revisiting that. And it sucked because um, Jerry did give us a couple of. He gave us like two digital comics. Mm-hmm. And he gave us. Uh, well, I watched the episode of Toast Watch, but I didn't get to read those digital comics. And I was like, damn it. And, and it was like, he gave them to us like free, like in a PDF form that was like, a, you know, he did everything. Dude. But uh, I just. I didn't get a chance to read them, and neither did Adam. So he he brought them up a little bit, but we didn't uh, really go into them because we didn't read them. So I felt kind of bad. Yeah, no, he he sent me the because uh, the original thing I did with them was the Scooby Doo thing. It was pretty good. Yeah, no, that was a good one. He said um, we can talk about Amazing Spider Man three fourteen. That would have been it. I would have just closed it down right there. I guess that's a Christmas issue. Yeah. I didn't even look that up, bro. I would have gone no further. <laughs> Uh, Simpsons roasting on an open fire. Okay, maybe I would have, I might have gone with that. Uh, Christmas comes to Pac-Land, Pac-Man, I guess. Yeah. Reflections in Terror, V the series. I don't know. V is cool. V? V had a Christmas episode? That's cool. What is V? You never saw V, Joe? No. Oh, I need to do a whole podcast called uh, Things That Now Watch This seen. Hasn't Seen. <laughs> V was about this alien. It was almost like they live, like these aliens lived amongst us, but people didn't know it. And it was like you could be like you could find out your wife, like of twenty years, is like one of these aliens. All right, boys, we're wrapping it up or what? Yeah, let's I'm see. in no rush. I'm just no, asking. We don't wrap it up. We go raw dog here. Oh wow, here Ooh. we go. Here we go. I may need a pee break. I tell you, we go like four or five hours. Until luck kicks me out. I was like, gonna say we're giving. Hey, hey, bro, you gotta go. We're giving oh, luck a task though to trim it down. <laughs> we don't trim it down though. No, that's why it takes me a day or two to to edit because I won't do it tonight. Well, I was gonna say you got the last one out really quick. I was surprised that uh, 
it came out so quickly after the other one. I was like, oh, okay. But again, we're just trying to stay consistent with it, like in everything trying, we do. Trying to keep up with just another Friday night. Yeah, I mean, watching, we're not gonna go live. Gotta watch it Wednesday. So trying to keep up with a shit show wrapped in a fucking <laughs> enigma. Where I'm like, ah! bro, I like y'all show, man. But, uh, good. But I think I like the idea. Maybe you know, if we're here doing it, do a little video intro before the show. Yeah, kind of like what you guys do. Definitely, man. That's cool. No, by all means, if somebody, somebody can. Chuck uh, took care of it for today, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tagged you guys, so it should be good. Well, you know what? The truth is, it's kind of neat because if y'all are running the movie in the background, you're only going the length of the movie as long as y'all don't do fucking Braveheart or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Today on the Ten well, Commandments. No, we want to do Blood In, Blood Out. That's that's a long movie. Is it really? Yeah. It's like three, three hours. hours. Yeah, because we're going to watch the fucking director's cut. You know, i never seen it. No? <laughs> I don't like the director's cut. Are you fucking kidding cut. me? No, I've never seen it. I'm just playing. The director's cut is. is the, director's, the Snyder cut. Yeah. Snyder cut of blood in, blood out. <laughs> the, 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 the Snyder chingasso. <laughs> we're doing, um, we got to set a date with them, though. We, we're doing Jerry's show. Oh, yeah. I, I, I want to have Jerry. do next week. Right? Yeah. But he, uh, didn't, he didn't say a date. He hasn't set a date yet. I want to have Jerry on, but I want to have him on in December. Like, I want to get him in his in the, you, in the zone. But that's what, uh, did uh, you watch that episode yet? That, I did. You did? Did you watch it? No. Oh, my fucking God, dude. There's a dude on there. We're doing, we're doing Fraggle Rock. I heard. Well, you know what? No, no, can, no. Can, the, did y'all have any say? Like, I couldn't have been like, we'll hold out for. When he first got with me, he had like a list of options. And I was like, oh, Fraggle Rock would be cool because I haven't seen that in a long time. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't have a fucking choice. <laughs> uh, look, what else is but, on the list? I'm just curious. Like, that maybe would have been more in our vein, you know, like. Um, I, I love Fraggle Rock. I think it's fucking funny. I like the dozers. Yeah. They eat the, the, they make the little glass shit and then the Fraggles eat it. But no, 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 we're talking, because we're talking about it, and, and um, so I watched it, and this fucking guy, he's like, oh, uh, let's bring in this Mexican Christmas tradition, and he brings up a pinata. And I was like, we don't just do them at Christmas. No, well, I, <laughs> or ever at Christmas. Do, yeah, I'm saying, uh, that's, uh, uh, you surprised me, I was like, we don't do that. The truth know? is, there's no bad time for pinata. Yeah, that's true. I could fucking go for one right now. In fact, like I mean, we we do it at Easter, right? Right? We have at a, Easter, a, a, yeah. Not at Easter, um, but the, um, I mean, it's not a Mexican Christmas tradition. 